It's okay. I, I, I can't. I can't either. I'm okay. not a. I, I have a. It's a. It's a hopeless immaturity that I just think I'm going to have. I think it keeps you young. Oh, people I, I take didn't... life so seriously. If you can't enjoy it, and make people laugh, and make yourself laugh, and laugh at yourself, what's the point? Yeah. Um. I agree completely. Um. I just don't think. I just can't do it. There. It's just like simple stuff. Just kind of makes me laugh. It's. It, when I say simple stuff, I mean stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very simple, childish things occur, and I just can't stop laughing at it. And uh, yeah, I, I remind myself, and I be am reminded by my wife sometimes. She's just like, "You're 44." I'm like, "I just, I just, I'm, I don't yeah. know." I think, along with this, I think I've also stopped caring too. So it is what it is. Life's too short. Yes, yes, it is. Well, thank you again for coming i do appreciate it. it's funny we're talking about like the the, the swearing things i have a lot of people that come on that like the swearing because they can't in their normal job ah. like uh, uh bill ryan from q104 he was on this week and i was trying to be I, i'm trying to be conscious of it in front of people because i want them to promote the episode for sure but i also don't know what it's like for their business they're like hey man if you're just fuck this fuck that i can't really put that out there right but some people are just like nah because i can't swear in my job i love it <laughs> they yeah. just and they just they unload it's really really funny and you're not for everybody like i told somebody that today they're like well you're intimidating i'm like they're like you should be more sing-songy and i'm like well i can't mask all the time like 50 percent of the people that meet me will like me 50 won't but guess what they all met me not everybody's gonna get you and that's okay hey Living an authentic life. Props for being 50%. I think I'm like 30, 70. I'm being like optimistic. <laughs> You're giving yourself. Right? I am. Yeah. I don't know if I, I don't know if I hit 50%. I think I'm like 30, 70 and those 30 are still like, I'm on a probationary basis. Still. This guy left a review that I was sarcastic and I replied, no, you're absolutely right. I'm sorry. And I refunded his money. And everybody's like, it didn't bother you. I'm like, well, no, I, I think I'm funny. But I'm not going to argue with the way he took it. Wait, a review of like your product? Yeah, he's like, What's that don't go. Do with the product? It's never about the product. It's about their experience. Ah, that's true. That's why if that's somebody's true. had a bad date at a restaurant, they'll say, oh my God, it was awful. And then you always have to ask them, who were you with? Did you fight? Were you with your wife? Were you with your girlfriend? Were you with your boyfriend? Like, was it a good time? Because then you'll really understand if it's about the food and service or their experience. You know, and that's a, the, I always have this with, with uh, whenever we talk about like social media, you're like, you know, the, the, the obvious positives that the information and it gives everyone a voice. The obvious negative is that it gives everyone a voice. Right. Because, <laughs> I mean, you're giving everyone a voice. You can't tell me that 40%, I'm being very generous there, is not kind of stupid and selfish and, and absurdly self-centered about everything. It's the only reason Yelp exists. Yeah. And it's, it's extortion at the very, because it's, then they'll say, well, if you pay into it, we'll take off the bad reviews or yeah, lower them. Fuck you, and man. I'm like, exactly. Like, how do I know these are even valid? Nobody posts a receipt. No. Nobody posts what they ate. So I'm like, okay, so these bad reviews are, I don't even know if it's competition. You know, it's like, unless well, there's the a thing, receipt, the, the, I have no there's idea. No off, it's not yeah. authentic. You don't know. I was on Guys, Girls, Sea Games years ago. And I lost. It's a game show on the Food Network. Yeah. Is it embarrassing? Yes. Do I think that anybody should judge a chef by their ability via game show? No. This guy, I got the email at midnight, was probably in his mom's basement, up past his bedtime, in his 50s. No, I'm joking. But he said, I don't an know email, if you're wrong, bro. Right? He you said, might be joking, but you may not be wrong. He sent an email saying I disgraced all the Greek people and my dead relatives. I was like, you're dead. Wow. Because you, my parents are gone and most of my relatives. And I'm like, 
I'm kind of thinking that my dad's not, he's more disappointed I went on a reality show than he would be that I lost. <laughs> like, you don't know my dad. He was from Greece. Like, he'd be like, what are you, stupid? Like, what are you going on TV for? I don't, I don't know how my dad would react to that. Um, but I don't think he was ashamed. No, your dad would never have been ashamed. And I've never gotten a letter from the Greek people as a whole saying they were disappointed in me. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good that Greece didn't get together. Yeah, they didn't get they didn't get together. They're like, we have other things. Maybe they had a financial about. crisis and everything. They were like, we're busy. We can you pronounce? I can do your first name. It's so hard. What the hell is your last Horivis. name? Horivis. No fucking way. I know, and you know that. what? When I meet Greeks, they're Horivis? like, they're like, oh, Horivis. Like, I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm like, even Greek people get yeah. it wrong. <laughs> no, they are like saying I get it wrong. <laughs> oh, you. So it's Horivis. But I always tell everybody just say Anna Ra at this point. At this point, like it's easy and. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to stick with Anna for sure. But you Perfect. did say your name and you said it accurately. And Anna Harivas. Okay. From Anna from. Anna in the raw. Anna in the raw. Okay. By the way, I also love the name. Thank you. And I also love like the play on, that you're doing like with the apparel and things See, like that. I think it. that's great. Nobody gets it. Like it raw. I think that's fucking awesome. Yeah. And you know, the logo on the back of this is so big. So when I first was starting I had it was like the glory days of the Cavs, so I actually knew LeBron because I had cooked for him and I had worked with him and I know his friends. I love them. Eighty eighty one for life. Um, but like I know Rich Paul, even when he's in town, he'll always stop by and say hi. That's Class cool, act, man. Maverick, Steph Loss. Maverick Carter's a good guy. DJ Mel. Wait, am I forgetting anybody? Ed, I don't want to forget anybody. Kelton, Kelton, I love Kelton. But they. Um, They'll always stop by, but on the very back, everybody liked, we like it raw. Fuck yeah. That's but great. on the back was my big logo. So I was like, yeah, I have as many free shirts as you want. I, I, I don't know. You're wearing a t-shirt. It's like very similar because you're wearing the hoodie right now. Yeah. But you have a t-shirt and it's on your Instagram page. It's one of the first things I saw. I was like, hey, that's a great shirt. Yeah, thank it you. It really is. And it completely... But you I have an like, IQ over 70. Yes, I, like, yeah. if you're not, everything's Allegedly. sexual. Yeah, and or I'm a wrestler. People will take pictures of me at I gas stations. I went old, dirty bastard right away. I, they, I didn't, that's exactly where I got it from. I went right to old, dirty bastard. Obviously, there is a, a, a sexual connotation to it. Absolutely. But I went immediately to old, dirty bastard. I'm playing that all, song in my head. We all came from the act of sex. So when people get hung up on it and think it's dirty, I'm like, you know you're a product of that, right? Like, somebody went raw. Like, at the end I, of the day, like, that's where we are. But we're so caught up with it. And Greeks, it's like, we live for food, love, romance, yeah. I'll say instead of sex, like, and drink, like, having fun. Like, it, it, it's very weird how uptight people are when we're from the very act of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. And Greek, well, Greek, there are some cultures that are just different. Yeah. That are much more, I, I think, just like Italians are the same way. Every Italian family I've ever known... uh is is exactly like that. They're just they just are just more open about shit, and they just I, I don't know, and just they're they're more family oriented. They're more loving. They're more supportive. Yeah. They're more everything. So you I, don't, I don't see know. them being serial killers or being these serial rapists. So like honestly, being no. open to it and being aware of it isn't a bad thing. But anyways, I digress. Sorry. No, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I uh, I did go. I it's funny being Greek too. Uh, a Greek wedding is the most fun I've ever had in my fucking life. Eps. And I was only there for an hour and a half. And you survived. My see? buddy, my buddy, Paul, uh, I used to work with him. A real good dude. Um, he's like, Hey man, I, I met him. We, he and I worked together. Um, we, if he's listening, I think he does sometimes. Paul, again, such an amazing time. He was, uh, um, getting married and he started at the job that, that we worked at where I met him. When everything was kind of planned and just like last minute, he grabbed me and my buddy Mike and our, our wives and we're just like, 
just come to the reception, man. Just just uh-huh. come. Who cares? I'm like, that's cool. Hey, we'll get some food. We went to LBM. And we had a great night. Showed up the reception at like 11. And I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was just, it was absurd. Like, Paul walks up. Paul is plastered. I mean, like oh, yeah. Mardi Gras, Jim Morrison. Like shirt undone. Gone. Like dripping sweat, not caring. Gone. And I'm just like, man, his wife is going to be so pissed. And then she walks up. Who is even drunker? Yeah, and I'm just like, this is the greatest wedding. I, my, we still just joke around about it. Whenever, I, I mean, this, especially at this stage in my life, I have been to, I don't even know, hundred weddings, two hundred right. weddings. I, I lost count. That's hands down, and I wasn't even at it for more than an hour and a half, two hours tops. It's the best time I've ever had. That dance that everyone does just around like the booze. Right. They do creative dancing for like three minutes and just take a shot. It's like who can make take the most creative shot, and it's. It's a Greek soul train. It's amazing, That's what it is. man. It's, it's the coolest. Yeah. And it's kids, men, women, elderly, young. Everyone is doing the exact same thing. Well, it's the island I'm from is Ikaria, and it's a blue zone. So it's a place that people are forget to die, they call it. So there's like... Wait, you said a blue zone? Blue zone. If you look it up, it's like five places in the world that people live longer than well into the oh, hundreds. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. And they smoke like fiends. They drink wine for breakfast. But one of the things is they don't separate ages. So if I went out to a club, they'd be like, who's that old lady? Because I'm over 30, right? Yeah. So you can't go out in public. Like, you're supposed to hide. Or just go to, like, a steakhouse or something. I don't know. But I haven't figured it out yet. But in Greece, you'll see the yayas, the grandmothers, with the young kids and the babies. It's there's no separation, so they don't have as much dementia. They're always a part of society in the community. Okay. It's almost, that's interesting and accurate when you actually kind of think about it. Because obviously here, like if, if like if I went to, not that I ever would because it's a dog shit place, that, what's that dumb club down to forward? Like yeah. if I were to go there, I, everybody would be like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to be here either. But uh, it's almost like you hit a certain age and you're just excommunicated to a different part of the city or at least a different part of yeah. the city's nightlife. And there's and then, nowhere to go. Yeah. And it's, then eventually you just become the dinner people. Like, go to dinner, go home. Oh, my God. Which right. I kind of eased into. And I, I actually quite enjoy at this point. Maybe because I'm just tired all the time. But you're married. Yeah. Like, for single people like me, Cleveland is like, you're married to your high school sweetheart or college. I'm like, wow. Like, yeah, you just wiped up early, had kids. Can we... Can we talk about the people that reconnect 10 years after high school and then get married? Is that weird to you? It's totally weird. It's It's so weird. It's either you're settling or like... I've never looked at it as anything other than settling. Yeah, and you're... Okay, so you're unhappy in your marriage for a moment. Instead of work on it, you're going to look up your old girlfriend or some girl, connect on social media, do all this stuff. And I know so many divorces from it. And I'm like, you're just... Also, I, I can... If, if you were to tell me right now, I know two people, they just reconnected and they got engaged. I'm just like, you know what, man? You can reach out to me. I'll type out that Facebook post because I already know what you're going to say. Who would have known love was in front of me the entire time? Exactly. We reconnected and found out we're still just as close. And you know what? Turned into something else. You know what it turned into? A fucking lie. Yeah. <laughs> it turned into, you know, the the recipe for loneliness. I, I really I think it all, that's I, it. I've seen it too High school sweethearts, I completely understand that. I know people like that. I'm like, honestly, man, when we were 17, I thought you two should have got married. You two just were just really into each other, and I never saw that changing. But that part is weird. It's even weirder when you reconnect. And when I say reconnect, I just mean you just start dating somebody. It's even weirder when you're like, no, we never even talked in high school. I'm like, 
that means that you got through high school, college, if you went to college, a good part of your adult kind of middle dating life. Right. Just no one wanted you. Nobody wanted you. So you were <laughs> so like, you went back to the well. Instead of going through your Rolodex on your phone and like looking at your phone the next morning and be like, who did I text? No. You go to the yearbook. But you, yeah. And it's like, well, no, they were always shy, but I knew there was something. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You're you making no up that idea. story to romanticize it. You did not it. know. You did not. You didn't know. We yes. ran in different circles. Like, yeah. yeah, you didn't like them. Yes. Yeah. And now you both realize no one likes either one of you. And you're both like, let's combine, you know, negative, unlikable forces and make unlikable kids. Yeah. And then we'll get divorced in like six years when we realize this was a huge mistake. Exactly. Or and, stay together and just hate it. And I go online and somebody from another class starts DMing me. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm going to trade up, right? Like, he was a geek, but now the jock is single. And oh he's texting, God. that's who I really wanted. I Yeah, I don't, I've always found that strange. And I know easily four couples from high school where that happened not that i not knowing them very very well i found man i found one recently in the last like probably three months where i was like those two got together that is weird and yeah that's it and then i just played the whole thing in my head i was like okay i know what happened i think i really do i'm never gonna speak to them I don't really care. No. But obviously, I care a little bit. It could bit. be contagious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, then can... all of a sudden, like, you're starting to lose IQ points, and you're in a whole other world. You're going to it's... Florida on vacation every single year. Oh, fuck that. With the same people. We are every about to. Year. We are about to conclude our Florida trips. Like, we're, we're done. My wife's parents live down I'm there. sorry. But, well, that's the reason to go. But there's yeah. so many other places in the world where people are like, no, we just like going and, you know, we like to go to Boca Raton or we like to go here. And I'm like, but you don't want to go anywhere else? There's one place in Florida that I can genuinely say I would keep going back to. It, it's, it's, one, I hated Miami. I didn't like it. Right. It's just not for me. Grant, I went older, whatever. I didn't like it. I was kind of excited to go. I wanted to see what it was like. It sucks. I didn't enjoy it. But 20 minutes outside of Miami, there's a place called uh, Wynwood. It's an amazing community. The entire community is decorated, whether it's a bar, an office building, restaurant, apartments. All the buildings are decorated with these graffiti murals. I'm talking like 300-foot ones. It's beautiful. I'll show you some of the pictures that I have on my phone. But it's That's the cool. entire community is at. And that's where all the restaurants and all the bars, all the places that I wanted to be. That's that's the only place in Florida that I would that I would campaign to go back to right. every other place. I'm not saying I hated every aspect of, of every other place. I was just like, yeah, okay. But I mean, like you said, I could go Canada, Mexico, Austin, yeah. Nashville, Chicago, New York. I, there's so many other places yeah. that I can go. Why would I go to, you know, like you said, Boca Raton. Why would I do that? Why would I go to Fort Myers? It's like, like the repetition. <laughs> like, it's just, I, I couldn't do it. And then go a little bit mid middle of the the country. Why at this point am I going to Myrtle Beach? You know, like what? Why? Why is that a rite of passage of people in Northeast Ohio that you have to spend X amount of weeks in Myrtle Beach before you're like, why the fuck am I going here? Yeah. But it is what it is. I'm sure. glad we graduated. I assume you're no longer doing it. No. Well, my no. wife's parents they're actually in the process of moving, so we're never going down there again. It's my brother lives in Fort Lauderdale, but he's like in the process of moving. It's just it's um, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just yeah and i don't want to it's not like i i mean obviously it's nice to go down there in the winter time because it's you know warmer but there's just nothing down there that i really 
like I'm like, oh, this was great. I, I just I don't have that. Yeah. I like visiting her parents. It's nice. It's always really really relaxing. They live kind of inland and a like secluded community. So but it's family's chill. different. Like you want to see family's them. I different. get that. Yeah, I don't really care. It's what just it like is. when they go in packs because yeah. like I went to Magnificat, all girl Catholic school. I know, shocker. And um, I am shocked by that. I know. But, and uh, well, I don't know. Maybe the Greek. I'm not shocked by that. Yeah. I don't know. Continue. They had a hard time letting me in because I was part Greek. Like, really? It's, oh, yeah, back then? Yeah, for sure. Now I'm sure they don't care. They'll take anybody's money. At least they made a stink of it. Maybe my dad had to pay them more. Huh. Who knows? Yeah, it's weird. I didn't know Greek was a problem. <sighs> Everything is to somebody. Really? Yeah. Okay. But then um, they always marry Ignatius boys, St. Ignatius. And it's like they all hang out in packs. And that's fine. It's just you're either an individual, like, free spirit, or you just really do, like, that kind of... Um, structure in every aspect of your life uh oh yeah. and i do yeah. not I, I my life structured enough with work i don't know i think life is the work is the only structured part that i do have right um as soon as i hit six o'clock then it's 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 joe time I, i'm just like yeah. and not that i'm like wild every single night but i it's healthy it is i i know yeah. i like doing obviously i like doing shit like this um but i also like i never got into the things that I think I maybe was supposed to, though, like I never got into golf. I don't like poker or gambling. I don't like fantasy football. I've never done it. I'm never gonna. I like. Could you imagine? Uh, like, could you imagine? I can't. Like, because I wait on majority of my athlete clients, and then people are like, "Oh, he sucks this," and then I'm like, "Dude, this guy came into my cafe, and I have clients that come in, and yeah. it's a new location, so I kind of have to like be like." I'm so used to IMG and they know how to act normal. This guy who's like in his 50s points, he goes, hey, you're so-and-so and you did this. And I was like, why are we pointing? Why are we pointing? And I'm like, what are you? And he's like, you know what you should do? So of course he's going to tell him what he should do because it's not the coach or all the people that are telling these players what to do. And I was like, okay, I'll be able to tell if this guy's upset. And then he left, the guy left. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you, a fanboy? Did you get all excited? He's like, well, Anna. And I was like, I understand that I get to meet a lot of people, so I just view everybody as a human being. It's how I was raised. And I was like, but you really are going to tell him how to play a game? And he's like, well, I used to play. I go, oh, did you play college, like Big Ten? Like, did you play that? No high school. Okay. Yeah. That's totally equivalent to this like kid in his 20s that is doesn't get paid if he gets hurt, and you're going to tell him he's not playing hard enough. Do you don't think that's insane? I it's insane. Dude, I've done some boxing. I'm not going to give Floyd Mayweather tips on his jab. You could say, great job. I love it. Perfect. Yeah, but awesome. Like, way to go. You're clearly way ahead of me. There's no reason for you to listen to me whatsoever. Thank you. But your but high school a, glory days? No. Nah, see, in glory days, man, first of all, if you ever walk by a... There's one in Kent. If you ever walk by a bar called Glory Days, walk right fucking by it. It reminds Just, me of glory holes. I don't want to be it either. No, it like, doesn't. They're, they're both dangerous places yes. for different reasons, but both both dangerous. Yes. Every time I see anything called glory days or anything like that, I feel like that's just filled with people who are only talking about. They're the people that still tailgate high school football games. Oh, and yeah. Shit like that. and, and that's that, totally not creepy. Nope. That's, not at all. No, that's so that's a thing you should do regardless of age. Yeah. Or if you don't have kids in that school. At all. Fine. You just you take tons that. of pictures. Like, bro. Make friends. Bro, we're playing Walsh this weekend. Like, yeah, they do it every year, you dipshit. Yeah. And, and you don't have to, you know, call off work. And they're the ones not working out at all and in top shape. That's why I always laugh when I see everybody wearing their shirts. I'm like, you think they're going to call you into the game? Like, even though you've graduated how many years ago, they're going to call you back in, huh? 
what's your stat? We might talk about your business. I don't know. Yeah, right. Uh, but, <laughs> and I'm not I mad know. at it at all because I love this. What is your what's your stance on uh, high school reunions? I, you know what? Um, I went to multiple high school reunions from public schools that I didn't graduate from because I had more friends there. All right, that's that's pretty, that's pretty awesome. Everybody's like, I thought you graduated from Lakewood. I'm like, no, dude, I went to Mags. Like, I have no idea how you imagined me in the classes. I just was always hanging out with you guys. But I just, there's no reason for it. If you're a friend in my life, this is hilarious, though, because at Mags, most of the girls hated me. Shocker again. I know. Spoiler alert. But uh, you're a you're a, a dude girl. I am. Yeah. I am. And old girls school was just not a good thing for me. No. I had two older brothers raised more by my dad, like. And it was a football family. Like, it's so it's, we are funny. We're not as sensitive. But they, um, they now came out of the woodwork because they're like, oh, I saw you working with LeBron. Oh my God, we always loved you. They came into the cafe once and I was like, you realize we weren't friends, right? No, we were friends. We were friends. But it's always, can I get, can you get me tickets? Can you get this signed by so and so? I started working with 27 Club doing all their food and juices and Machine Gun Kelly. And everybody's like, can you get this signed by Colson? I'm like, the last thing I'm going to do. Stop calling him Colson. You don't yeah. fucking know him. Yeah. All right. Exactly. And the last thing <laughs> that I'm ever going to do is jeopardize my friendship. Because the one thing they love is I don't take pictures. I don't post. And then you get all the people. You should do that. You should do this marketing. I'm like, or I should just keep my client list and friends. Because I go to the weddings, like yeah, why? Maybe they actually like the fact that I'm not trying to, you know, get some clout exact- off them. I mean, the business is—it's not like the business is struggling. No, so the way I'm doing it's fine. Maybe just shut up. And even like, success is only going to judge by you. Like maybe I don't want to franchise. Maybe I don't want to do this. Maybe I don't want to go national. Like you never asked what my game plan was, but you assume what you would do in my shoes. Yeah. And it's like even Travis Barker. I remember worked with him forever, and he's like. I kept watching your Instagram, like in your social media, you never post. I'm like, well, I'm not 12 and I suck at posting, but why don't you just be my friend? How about I be the first person that doesn't ask you for something? And immediately you want to come hang out. You want to go, because they don't dig that people do. And for them, can you imagine? Can you imagine what it's like? Like take probably the most extreme one. Take, take LeBron for for example. And the things that people say about him, he's the nicest guy. Love him. My mom in a, it's, it's so I went to San Vicente Mayor. My mom, uh, my mom's been affiliated with that school when my, all my brothers and sisters went there, when I went there, and still is to this day. So she actually knows him well. My mom and dad went to his wedding in Miami. Mm. And uh, it was really funny because, you know, like dads, like my dad, I, I feel like is that guy that he was just, even he came back and he was like, Joe, you won't fucking believe what this is like. But it, that's authentic. <laughs> Yeah, like that's authentic joy. My dad is a my my mom is is the, the the celebrity and my dad is the athlete. So my mom is like, oh my god, Gabrielle Union was yeah. there. She was so attractive, it pissed me off. My dad's like, holy shit, that's Dwayne Wade. That's Pat Ryan. He's losing his right. mind. And yo, know, they came back. They're like, because like with my dad, I was like, dad, you're gonna. I just don't picture you enjoying that. He was like, I didn't think I would either. It was amazing. It was everyone that I just because he loves basketball. He's right. Like, every, he. He's like, every but that's a true person, fan. That's what it is. That's not a star effort yeah. trying to get something from knowing them. Yeah, and it's I can see it a mile away, and I'll even say to them like, mm, "I'd be careful with that one." And then like months later, they're like, "How'd you know?" I'm like, "Dude." So what's Colson like? Apparently, I everyone just calls him by I, his first name. I know. You I'm know just what? Kidding. I don't. <laughs> At first, I'm gonna say about him though, like, 
I got so much flack for posting his music and songs. And everybody's like, well, he sucks, he sucks. At the end of the day, everybody has an opinion. Music and art, honestly, and food is a personal thing. He's and if a, it brings he's your... A, he's a 50-50. Yeah, like, if you, know, it brings you love your, him or you hate him. If it brings your soul like happiness, who cares? But I will say, I was like, this guy... Because I'm older. I'm like, this is weird. What is this all about? What is the fishnet? What is this? What is the nail like polish? What is just because from where I was raised, traditional Greek, all this. More than a team. Oh, I love more than a game. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, he's that too. Shut it down. Yeah. I love it. I got that. I my, went to. My he, mom got that for me. For And as a cafe person, who am I? He invited me to the um, premiere of it. I cried. It was a movie. In Akron? Yeah. There was one. My mom was at that. I have a great. Me and her hung out. We talked about you all night. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, um, that's how I got here. That and this is when I was talking about like the uh, the the uh, the wedding. Yeah. Like, like my mom and dad, this story best sums them up. So my so they went to the premiere and uh, uh, my mom is at I don't remember where they were. Maybe like that barley house or some shit like right yeah. after that. And uh, my mom was like, there was this guy over there, and he wasn't you know he was by himself. So I just went over and talked to him and. And uh, my mom's talking to this guy for like 20 minutes. No clue who it is. Not a fucking clue. I love that. My dad walks over and he's like, Patty. And my mom's like, oh, Jim. Uh, the, she's like, oh, sorry. I was just, he was, I'm sorry. I didn't catch your name. And he's like, I'm Ken Griffey Jr. And my dad's like, Patty, I know who that is. It's Ken It's one of the greatest hitters in the history of baseball. And my mom's like, oh, you play baseball? Like, what were you talking about? But they like, probably love it. And they love it because for them to have an authentic interaction. That's why you talk to for That's what minutes. people don't get. But what happened is, like, I started to meet Colson, And then I was like, I don't want to like anybody else because I get really protective. Sure. And then it's like, you you just want to fight everybody on social media. And you can't. Like, It's so consuming. Like, yeah, you, wouldn't you have can't. To, you wouldn't have time to do anything else. So when I met him, I was like, oh, fuck and he's like what i'm like now i like you i'm invested it's all over like it's not just your customer the nicest most considerate person that made me sound like i was a get like oh my god you're in on the raw you're a ro like you're epic you're a rock star like all right i think you gotta switch but anybody that's that gracious and that humbled me i got him for life like no I no you. attitude with him i hear you but then you see other people, you never know, you meet somebody, maybe they're in a fight. Maybe they're just tired and they want to eat and they don't want to talk or sign an autograph. And then it's like, well, they're a jerk. Or like me from Monday, my bad review. She's, she's miserable. You're absolutely right. I was that morning. <laughs> I just respond you're honestly, you're but you're not. Everybody's... In people's eyes and social media, you can't, you have to be perfect. You can't have an off day. They're two minute interaction with you. Yeah, your two minute, inter two minute interaction defines who you are even tiger met tiger nice i have nothing but good stories for him and my brother who played football and he went to northwestern and everything he's like it's like every ass you get along with i'm like but they're not yeah it's i think it's what people perceive but i, I never had a problem it, with them. a step further i think it's what people want if you look for I it you're gonna find it. i think people want lebron to be unlikable i think people want MGK Colson. Yeah. Me. I think people want him to be unlikable. I think people want. There has to be a flaw. Anyone that's doing, especially that's doing that well. And it's really kind of like shining at the moment. I think people like, so Travis Barker just married. Uh, Courtney. Sure. Uh, I'm not great. I'm not great. <laughs> no, at that's that. okay. Um, Just married. And I, I only even kind of have that in my head because they were here recently. Yeah. And they ate at Cleveland Vegan down the road. Right. Which is a great restaurant. Right. And, um, uh, I was like, that was really nice of him because he took a photo 
and uh, they posted it. And he, the first comment I see is him saying, thanks, the food was delicious. So nice. And uh, But, man, as soon as – I don't think anyone really gave a shit either way five years ago. But now that he's with her, now, like, he's always sucked. I'm like, no, he hasn't. I didn't know anything about him. Like, it is <laughs> – it's the funniest thing. Or you he's want a them to be bad. They, but I think it's just, like – I had a really good friend, Dimitri, and he's in Vegas. And he was like saying that some people were always counting him out. And he takes care of the whales, which I thought, great, I'm chubby. No, they mean big high end, like people that spend a million dollars a day is a whale gambling. So he was. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I was like, did I miss what he Does he work at SeaWorld? <laughs> I don't know. I went that. So either way, you and I, I were both, both wrong. Sometimes I think I'm funny and I'm not. But no, no, um, you're doing just fine. <laughs> but. He was telling me that people kept doubting him. And I was like, honey, 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 I'm going to tell you what I've learned from LeBron and other people is like, if they can't see it for themselves, they can't see it for anybody. And the fact you made it, they're waiting for one crack that they think, see, told you it's impossible. He cheats or see, he sold out to the Kardashians or this because they, they just can't see it for themselves. Otherwise they'd have to admit that they just didn't go longer with their career. Like I get hate all the time and I'm like, dude, I've been doing this 20, I don't have a life. Do you guys know I work like 24 seven? So you want that, you better give up any kind of relationship. Yeah. Cause any of the guys I've dated, they're like, forget it. She's always working. Forget kids, forget two weeks vacation. Good luck. Unless you have good help. So you act like I just showed up and all these people called me, but you don't really know what goes with it. And that's the issue. It's the jealousy comes from nothing without knowing everything. Yeah. It, well, most jealousy, especially jealousy from a you know celebratory point of view, obviously it's 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 hopeful intellect and most likely ignorance because no one knows. Right. Hey, hey, I'm not even gonna claim that I I'm not I'm not empty of this. There's some some celebrities I'm like fuck that dude. I listen. What's he like? I don't know. Fuck him. <laughs> I, if I see a girl that's over forty, that's like really in good shape, I'm like, she's she can't eat. I like to eat. She's probably bitchy. We all do it. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We just don't go online yeah. and do it. Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, we just don't want to tell my wife. Yeah. Like he's probably an asshole. All the time. Yeah, all the time. All the time. But I don't like. That's the difference. That's a normal. If I response. go online, usually it's a joke in my stories on the podcast, and it's someone that has proven time and time again they are an asshole and openly said it. Yeah, like I mean, right like, now yeah, nobody's going to come to Kanye's defense. There's nothing you can say. Did he do something? <laughs> I'm fucking with you. <laughs> That's bad. Even I know that. <laughs> and I know I was like, what did he actually say? I know it's anti-Semitic. And all my class, clients looked at me. I'm like, enough said. That's horrible. It is horrible. I, but I just didn't even know what. I didn't know what he said either. Yeah. Then I went back. I was like, oh fuck. Yeah, poor That's thing. Bad. That's uh, that's not a good one. No, that guy needs to stop. There's you some... know what? He he has a similar problem. And it's funny because I think they're buddies. That that Trump does. Um, Kanye shouldn't just do interviews. Quite frankly, where's if... his people? Well, I don't think... like after I... working with IMG. Well, I think, like, I, I think how do you not have? I think this? it's the same thing with Trump. Yeah, like if you um with Trump, if Trump didn't have a Twitter account, literally about seventy percent of his problems go away. Not well, not problems, but seventy percent of what people write about him. But he just puts it out there, and everyone. And I don't think that the. Uh, I just they're too big. There's no one that's gonna pull them aside and be like, "Hey, man, you are fucking up." Because the people that would have to do that are probably gonna lose their job because of you know you you want to talk about anyone that think of someone that you have in your life or that you know 
that is in the city that has a big ego and then multiply that times 10 million probably oh there's some, some chefs in town that are yeah I probably mean, maybe even a bigger ego than them i will be, say there are some but but people know that but and if you know a stay, lot of it, them are if you read somebody that has to say first i love my wife dude you don't because you don't put it as your profile like bio i don't know why unless I, you're like an i have occult. the i have the same I have the same thought whenever I see like some goofy white person that has like like over too much like Black Lives Matter stuff in their face. Because well, now profile. you're a white savior and that's not what anybody needs. They also, need allies. I'm, I'm they like, don't need you to because like, it's you know pity. When I went say they didn't have any of that on their page. Yeah. And I'm not saying a white person that shouldn't support Black Lives Matter. It's just sometimes this is my thought now because there have been so many examples of this that have come out, is that when I go to someone's like say Facebook profile page if I don't see Black Lives Matter, I don't assume, ah, oh, this guy hurt. They, they hate black right. people. I just assume most people just aren't racist and shitty. But when you're kind of going out of your way or like the white feminine, the the the, 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 the male feminists, right. the ones that kind of go over the top, I'm like, ugh, you've done some shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I block. Well, yeah, yeah, I block that. I, that's, yeah, big that's, time. That, that's, that one scares me a little bit. Because, well, because it's thou protest too much. Yeah. Like, are you keeping count? Like, why do you want everybody to know? Like, honestly... You could support a black owned business and it could be your friend. 100%. And you don't say, it's black, by the way. Yeah. Like, I'm supporting my friend's business or they have good food. Yeah. It, that doesn't Vegan have Donut to Company be their calling the card. Is black owned. Yeah. I didn't know that until probably three years after I went there. Right. I, it's just really good. <laughs> you yeah. know? I mean, like, I, uh, it's just, it's, it's odd. It's a. I feel like it's keeping count. And that's so like Germanish to me. Super, like, are we going to yeah. start wearing stars and stuff? Like, it's you're keeping track too much of everybody. Like, we're supposed to see. It's right up there with saying, "Well, I can't, I have black friends." Like, calm down. <laughs> right. Like, I have I I also have black. I have friends a gay friend. Too. There's somebody in my family friends. that's gay. Yeah. Oh, okay then. Okay. Well, all those jokes you say oh, and say whatever yeah, you want. Absolutely. I have black friends too. I just call them friends though. Yeah. I'm like friends, black friends. Or they're called John and Andre and like. Yeah. <laughs> If I have an hundred, <laughs> yeah, right. Like they have their names. Yeah, I don't like invite them over. Like, oh, black friends. If you could go to the left side of the room, that's where the black friends are. I just want to make sure everyone sees you when they walk in, right. so they know I'm an ally. It's uh, I don't know, but I think a lot of it's it's just it's fear. It's it's uh, probably some shadiness. I I, think. I know, and I think it's a lot of it is you're not living an authentic life. No. You're trying so hard to be a brand, and clearly I don't. I mean, I'll ramble on my phone. I'll talk about my bad reviews. I'm very authentic, but there's a price of it when you're judged, but I just said there's no other way I could live. Because if somebody sees me out and I'm always like, peace, love, yoga, blah, 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 and then they see me like drinking tequila and like doing something else, they're going to be like, she's a fraud. I'd rather just be who I am. I've been ending a lot of my messages with namaste just because I think it sounds funny. Yeah. Um. Someone asked me this, like, oh, you do yoga? I'm like, no, you fucking idiot. Are you a Buddhist? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> when somebody's really mean to me in the cafe and some of yeah. the clients laugh, I'm always like, have a great day, God's bless. And they're like, is she being sarcastic? It's a tough or one. Does she want <laughs> me? Because how are you going to be mad at that? I'm giving you a blessing. Yeah. Yeah, well, people well, want to find a way to be mad at Ooh, that. Like, yeah. well, I don't believe in God. Like, yeah, right. or now you're using God against me. It's you can't win. So just be yourself. Nah, you can't. I yeah. wouldn't even. I don't even entertain it. I found out today that uh, uh, well, I've had like I've had past guests that didn't like each other. Um, I yeah. love that petty stuff. Oh, I do too. Did they sit next to them in high school? 
No. Did like, they steal their the, girlfriend? Well, and what is the grudge when you're an adult? Who cares? I, it's plentiful. Yeah. Uh, like I've had, I've had, uh, I have had, um, not where there's like you shouldn't have him on, or I can't believe you had him on. They were just like, yeah, I had a problem with him. I'm like, all right, well, you didn't come up, so I don't really care. Like, dude, you might want to let it go. Like, there's they a lot of people that I you not, didn't come up. There's a lot of people I just don't really like, but I don't care. They never. It's so funny because they're like, how can you be friends with that person? You know what they do in business? I go, listen, they never, I never ask them for permission how to run my business or my life. I don't ask my friends, hey, by the way, you want to run that business plan by me? Dude, it's none of my business. Yeah. So, yeah. I get a lot of the, you know who you should have on the podcast? He's like, yeah, I do. I have a list. Oh, that never, do you know how many people it's give me advice them, that though. never it's... owned a small business? Do you know what you should do? Oh, and I'm like, listen worse. to you and lose everything. Please your, tell me. Yours is Because I would ask worse. Michael Simon. I would ask people that I know that are experts in it. Yeah. I'm going to ask someone that's made, like, made such a great career of such a tough industry without a bad reputation. Arguably one of the toughest. Yeah. And no rumors of sexual harassment or cheating or anything. Like, that's amazing to me. Not some guy that watched a show or thinks he knows business. It's crazy to me. Or they've never owned a small business. So you have no idea. They're like, you should market more. I'm like, do you want to give me money? I'll take it. Let's do it. Yeah. What is is marketing yeah. free? Yeah. No, no. They think it it's is. It's not free. Oh, no, okay. you should do this. You should print all this up. Okay. Do you want to pay for it? Yeah. Yours is way worse. Yeah. I, 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 yours is. Not really. It's you just, know why I'm... yours is way worse? Because it's successful. That's. You're going to get unsolicited advice probably when you leave here from me. Uh. <laughs> no, you should. You, at least I would respect because it's coming from a good place. Other people, it's like they either think I'm a total idiot or that they just don't think. Most people think I should advertise everybody I work with. But on the other hand, they end up advertising me. And I always say, like, I don't follow celebrities that I don't work with. And the ones that follow me, like, I'm not keeping track of blue checks. But good for you. Yeah. Plus, the, like, wow. how yeah, shitty don't... is that to a regular? Okay. So major the reason I got into it is both my parents had cancer and they died of fatal heart attacks. I've saw, I've seen a lot of death. We don't live long in my family. So I never got married and have kids. And I'm supposed to because I'm Greek. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do at like age 15. So for me, yeah, the legacy. I saw the movie. Yeah. <laughs> to have the legacy for my father because he was my best friend and I love him. And I might get teary-eyed, but it's just because his anniversary is October 28th. But oh, if I can extend the lives of other people's loved ones, then his life mattered because it has to matter because I'm really the last Taruvis, the youngest. So like his whole trauma coming over here, learning language, putting up with people that, oh, you're greasy Greek or WAP, that's without papers. Dago, they would call everybody that. You came over a day ago. They're all really that's not offensive. Even accurate. That's not yeah, even but, an accurate slur. Is but it? it's all <laughs> offensive. But like, sure, it has yeah, to yeah. matter. And it's just, it sucks because people don't get it. They're like, oh, you're making money. I'm like, you have no idea. I do pro bono work for Cleveland Clinic. Like, it's, I couldn't spend 19 hours a day if it wasn't for love. And Maybe that was like my love. Like maybe, you know, people fall in love with their high school people, but maybe a love of my family was so good that like, that's what gets me out of bed. So it's, it's crazy when you think it's all about the celebrities and I know people that are saving up their money to afford a juice. Like, so they're an asshole. So the people that are saving up to buy my stuff, they're not as important. Like I want everybody to feel VIP. Yeah. And I know that's probably cause I'm older and like, 
an alien. I'm pretty sure I'm an alien because I don't get it. But like, that's just what fuels me. And it's, it's fun. Like you meet other celebrities and they talk trash. That's the best part. Oh, you know this guy? And I'm like, yeah, they're like, he's an asshole, isn't he? I'm like, totally. Let's talk. (laughs) We're in the tree of trust. We're in the tree. Tell me everything. Because let me tell you what he said to me. And then it's like, (laughs) that's the good part. But it's, and it's a kick because my dad was such into sports. He played football that Every time I drop off, even at the Indians, our last conversation was he was talking about the Guardians, Indians, you know. And I still get teary-eyed because I know he would be like, this is so cool. Like, you know these people? Like, he would be like your dad. Like, just so excited for it. And it's, I never went after sports. It was like, your destiny. Dude, I was surrounded by it my whole life. Could care less. And it's just like what I work with. And the good side is I saw all the career and injuries my brother had, my dad had. So now I'm like, no, 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 I want you to be safe. And then I get nervous. I'm like, just be safe. Go get them, get it done, but be safe. Because it's the one sport you don't get paid if you get hurt. Sure. Same thing like I get attached to the baseball players and basketball. I have a great love for because how brutal it is. Yeah. Like I have to make 5,000 calories for somebody to eat. I could do that with tequila and chips. They have to do it healthy to run up and down that court. Like, it's amazing what they do. I could put down 5,000 before we finish this podcast. (laughs) Easily. It's amazing. (laughs) And it's the sacrifice. And I'm just like, you get so, like, I get so protective. I'm like, these are my kids. Like, it just, it's weird. You're on the inside. Like, you're on the inside and you're seeing, you're seeing what your business is doing for people. Because, like, they're. The people that you're working with, like, let's stick with the athletes. Like, right. The, the, the people that you're working with on the athletic side, they're utilizing it for a couple of reasons, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I, and you can please correct me if I'm wrong. One, it's that it's they need the energy to do what they do. But they also, like you said, can't have bad energy going into right. their bodies. So when you have like kind of like the, the raw foods and the juices, they actually can consume a lot of it. Right. It's going to give them energy. And they're going to be kind of like like that full feeling that like a lot of people have when they like when they're eating. I'm sure they want that and they probably crave it all the time because of how much they're burning every single time they leave the house. Right. You know, their, their, their job is, you know, I mean, a, a two hour basketball game or a three hour football game or a three hour baseball game that is taxing on you. Exhausting. The only thing you want to do when you're, when, when you're done is you want to eat, but because those guys treat their, I mean, the reason that LeBron is, closing in on 40 and doing as well as he is is because he treats his brady's tom brady same thing i've cooked for tom brady they they treat their bodies like temples like they're the job is to keep it going and that's why i think that you have the success that you have and i think that's also why it's worked because it's something that they desperately need thank you and it's also like i'll get them the like i'm vegan but i eat fish or chicken i go let's just like I also cook, I cook bison for a client today. I, I'm a chef by trade. My job is to solely give them the best product, the cleanest way. My thing is, it, you can have what you want. Really, I think start like the sugar, white sugar, is like bad for any athlete. I take any player off dairy because you're gonna get sick. It causes too much mucus. And at first they're like, really? And then they're like, I never got sick. I'm like, yeah. It's There's simple things you do because if you have to get paid every time you play, that's the only way you get paid. You don't want to be out for an injury or mm-hmm. a cold or anything. Or if you're going up for a big game, they're also traveling. So they're also, let's remember their age. I would be the biggest asshole if I was a multimillionaire under 25. 
with fame and fortune and every guy throwing themselves at me. It would yeah, be my diet would be whiskey and cocaine. It would. Thank you. <laughs> it would be the worst. It would be the best life, but it would be very short. And yeah. my career would be very. But man, young. what an amazing seven years that'd be. <laughs> seven. You're giving, like I maybe seven months. I'd make it. Why well, carry an I go hard. pen around? Yeah, I go hard. Adrenaline pen. <laughs> but it's the fact that people forget that. So yeah, they'll go out and celebrate, but then they have to land in another, you know, jet lag, another town, in a hotel. Yeah. Go to practice. It's grueling. So if they don't have the right food, and a lot of people like Yankees or clients, I have to sign an NDA, and I'm like, really? And they're like. Well, we consider you. I remember I worked with Washington Redskins. They flew me out there. Clearly, I've had every single racist name in the world. Like, try saying that Indians, like Redskins. Like, if I was talking to somebody at Fox was once, and he was uh, Reservation the Chief, right? And I was listing my clients, and I was like, I am so sorry. This is so bad that I'm saying this aloud. He's like, oh, no, I'm used to it. But that's segue. <laughs> Sorry. This time of the day, my brain's everywhere. By the way, but I you'll wish, get great stories. I wish they had stayed the Washington football team. I'd have been a fan for life. Yeah. So they <laughs> flew me out there and they were like, really, were the guys were coming up to me and they're so smart now. They're like, hey, can you explain why, you know, some stuff you don't want to know? I'm just kidding. Oh, like uh, I have irritable bowel syndrome. I'm like, okay, well, I don't know if I have a juice for that, but this is what we could do. Or do you have something for herpes? I'm like, no, dear Lord, no, no. But I appreciate that you trust me when the tree trusts, but uh, stay away from peanut butter. I found out. Yeah. For so herpes? I will. Yeah. It, it causes all <laughs> outbreaks. So anybody really? out there, they say one in three, even cold sores, stay away from peanut butter. It comes from a source of mold. So I learn all this info. I know that it's crazy. Bonkers. I know. Man. Who discovered that? Listen, I'll go deep. I'll go deep. I'll get a, If I don't know an answer, I'll find someone that does. And a correct one. Not just like, you know. You're a lizard person, and that's why you have it. Do, do you have a obviously you have a like culinary background and experience? Mm -hmm. Do you have dietitian nutrition experience? I have, well? I have okay. done that. Just, but I've been lucky because um, the clinic had had me talk with Dr. Hyman, and I know every time I say the name, it makes me laugh too. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I know. Uh, so I did hear it right. Functional okay. medicine, and it was so funny because he's like, no, sh no sugar, no coffee, no alcohol, and I was like, I came up and. The epitome of health, obviously. And I said, well, I'm the gateway drug. People, like, I'm going to get you till that. Ex like, you don't have to join a cult. Like, you can eat. It's just like, let's kind of balance this out. Even if you have one of my juices, it's, I was on Cleveland Hustles, LeBron show. They weighed it, six pounds of organic produce. Dude, if you drink one of those, I don't get sick. I never had COVID. I have one of those. To me, that's game. If I want to eat whatever the rest of the day and no veggies, I feel like I'm good. Yeah. Now, there are some of my clients. LeBron will go the extra mile. I have a couple of Browns players that are all alkaline raw. It's rare. There are people that will get so cute. I love these kids. And I have to call them my kids, but they'll call me. And they're like, hey, I'm at this um, restaurant in Vegas. Can you look at the menu? I'm like, "You wait a minute. You're calling me to tell to, for me to tell you what to eat. He's like, well, yeah, what can I eat? I'm like, how do you know what to eat? But then I go through it with them. And it's like, that's how much they trust me. So then it makes me want to go and I'll work for free because my parents are gone yeah. uh, during the holidays and I'll just work for free to learn. So if I'm working with the top nutritionist from, let's say, Yankees, Cleveland Cavalier, anywhere, do you know how much I'm learning? And then you could take any online class. I don't understand why people think it's impossible. Like, you could get a degree. If you really are passionate, if you want to be the best in your field, just learn. It's all there. There's so much free information. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so it yeah, is... you could get a nutrition degree. It's not that hard. So in that okay, so that was kind of my uh, 
my, my follow up as we were talking about this because it, for someone like me, you know, a layman kind of casual person, right. you know, I my wife's a vegetarian. We eat relatively clean, right? Um, just kind of simple stuff like the spaghetti is like based does like chickpea base and shit like that. Like right. that's what we do. Um, but also like I feel like there's so much conflicting information. So how do you? I guess how do you disseminate what is? I don't want to say accurate because I think that there are diets that work for certain people, oh, certain it, builds. But I mean, how do you kind of disseminate what's real and what's not? You stay authentic with facts and science. Okay. And not just like the one thing that I wish more people understood is we're, you know, we're all like different. Like you don't see a hippo going, damn, I wish I was a giraffe. But for some yeah. reason, we all think one size fits all. Should I do keto? Why? Did your doctor say you had a medical reason? Is something going on? Well, no, but my friends are losing weight. I'm like, okay, well, you might have different DNA, different heritage, different lifestyle. You shouldn't get an eating disorder. Lifestyle's no, a big one. I yes, think. and I have people that will call me and say, well, I want to do a five-day cleanse. I'm like, are you sick? I'm, you know, to find out. Well, no, but I just want to do this. I'm like, three days, fine. So I cut the money I'm going to make because I'm like, do not jump on a train that Beyonce just drank lemon water and lost all this weight because... Do we know what it did to our insides? Yeah. Did you? Is she going to be okay? The damage you're doing to your organs is more important than if you carry an extra few pounds. That okay? That's a very interesting point. Only because earlier today I was I was listening to an interview uh, with this power lifter. Some of these power lifters, they're just massive human beings. They mm -hmm. literally look like rhinos. Like if a person was a rhino, that's what they look like. And this guy, large guy, obviously a, a fit. Not bodybuilder, he was just big, right? And he was like from a deadlift standpoint. So, if anyone doesn't know deadlifting, you've probably seen these videos, they're fucking bonkers, it's absurd. You're lifting an absurd amount of weight, and a lot there's been a lot of sometimes conflict. they poop their pants. Yeah. I'm sorry, I have to say it. No, it's okay, I, it wasn't an inside voice, but go Dude, ahead. They bleed from their nose and ears so because weird. of how much they lift sometimes. It's like labor, yeah, it's silly, but they. There's a lot of conflict, and, and someone's saying that it's just not good for you. I, we, we joked around about CrossFit earlier. Right. A lot of like physical therapists, a lot of athletic trainers are like, CrossFit is not good for you. It, it's just not. That's why it, it's a billion-dollar business. Yeah. Diet culture is a billion-dollar business. Stop worrying about it so much. Yeah. Like, okay, so my big thing is I just... I'm never going to be perfect, and I get that. And I was 100% raw, 50 pounds lighter... Never had a bad day. Like, I was high as a kite. Like, I was at a fish concert selling falafel to the people. Like, but it was, it became an eating disorder that everywhere I went, what is Anna going to be able to eat? What can she have? What is she going to do? Like, it became, like, an identity. And it's, it, uh, that's okay. when it becomes everybody else's issue. I see what you're saying. Like, you're living in a modern-day world. If you want to have coffee once in a while, okay. If you're going to have drinks once in a while, it's okay. But you have to balance things out. And see what works for you. You know, and I always say this to all my clients, you know what makes your tummy hurt. You know what makes you feel bloated. You know you want me to tell you it's okay to eat, you know, steak for every meal. But you know you can't. Yeah. So you want that. Let's figure out how we can work around it. No, that's, I think that's very, very, look, you can have those, whatever you want to call them. You want to call them cheat days. You want to call right. them whatever. There's nothing wrong with that. We, we live in a world where... Sometimes, you know, it's okay to have a yeah. piece of cake, you know, it, it's no one's going to die. It's better than binging. Yes. If you hold back, you're just going to binge one day and you know how bad that is for your heart. Terrible. You know, going up and down. I'd rather have somebody like keep a little chub on, build some strength, get better than worry about the scale. Like, forget it. Like, 
Are you healthy? Is your blood work coming back? Are you exhausted in practice? We have an issue. Is like, you know, are you dehydrated? Like, I have to ask all these questions. What color is your pee? Like, you're a grown man. I have to ask you this. Mine's you know blue. this. So, but you know this, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, but you're right. Yeah. And I think you, you have something on your website, if I, if I, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, something about kind of like, you know, the, the healthiness at, at, at any size. Now, yeah. I think most of us can agree that there are two extremes when you're, 300 pounds or when you're 80 pounds yeah i'm not are, wearing a bikini they're, they're I, I love that good for you your body Completely. acceptance and, and, not and i'm me. not saying and i'm glad you said yeah. some you should keep a little because i i also and it's a, for medical reasons i keep a little chub right here i do just in case yeah just in case i need inflation's going up what if i can't get food yeah yeah i'm gonna live what if all I get of stuck you? somewhere and i need to you know exactly. siphon off my body for nine to my heating bill is lower than everybody's exactly <laughs> um plus it's getting colder and insulate. right um but you know i, I know you, you there are extremes on both sides. Um, I, I think even maybe just in even the last 10 years, I think we've started kind of identifying that, hey, man, being super skinny model, it's actually pretty effing bad for you. I don't know why I decided to not swear there. Right. But the same thing. Like Your hair it, falls out. I've I've gone to Fashion Week with IMG like multiple times. Like, yeah. it's disturbing. When they say they eat tissue paper, the rumor, no, they do to fill up. I'm like... No, honey. Oh, my God. I would be miserable. Go I would off. be miserable. Do cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's... The fact is, is that you have all these people running around thinking, well, it worked for this person or it worked for that person. What did Pete Davidson say when he broke up with Kim Kardashian? He broke up with Kim Kardashian. Yeah. That's he a, broke up with her. Yeah. Somebody science, that has all the money in the world, which is that. most guys' fantasy. Yeah. Like, she could take care of him. She's beautiful. Whatever. I was so tired of her talking about diet, me to stop eating junk food and working out. Yeah. She wanted me to wake up at 4.30 in the morning and work out. Like, that's her life, and I get it. But it isn't for everyone. Yeah. And I don't think you see the sacrifice. Like, that wouldn't... For me to be perfect... I, I've never had a perfect body, so I can't even put myself in those shoes, but it wouldn't be worth it. No, I want to have a so. life. And I, I understand her, Kim, Kim it's Kardashian's her point. Yeah. Her entire career is looking good. She doesn't sing. She doesn't dance. She doesn't no. act. No, it's an ageist society. Yeah, th that's yeah. exactly what she does. I understand it. Her entire family, the whole reason that anyone looks at them is because they look good. Right. That's it. Um, it, it it's But it's a... And I, I don't even think it's like a terribly bad thing to kind of live a healthy lifestyle. If that's your lifestyle, that's your lifestyle. But when it becomes... When it's not a lifestyle, when it becomes a personality, and it's, I think that's where it gets yeah. it gets bad. And then it's interrupting your relationships. That's even worse. Like, do you really want that to be the thing that you're telling your mate, a grown adult, what to eat and do? Well, I mean, look at look at it from the way that everyone can kind of because he's not uh, obese, he's not gonna. No, of course yeah. not. But look at it from from what like a, a point of view that everyone can understand. So when if you're with somebody that does too many drugs or drinks too much, breaking up with them it makes complete sense, and you're just like, no, I can't be around that. What if you're around somebody that can't let go of gym lifestyle or gym this or right. gym that like, like th that is a massive personality flaw to me like because I, I think it's a body dysmorphia for some some of those people another eating disorder really it absolutely think, is and it uh, becomes narcissism yes. like i okay you're hot you're the hottest person in the room i remember i dated a trainer once and i was like dude i can't give this guy enough love nor should i have to yeah like you're the pretty so i would start saying you're the prettiest girl in the room you're so pretty. You should be prom queen this year. That kind of ended it. That, that ended it. But um, I just could. It was you give somebody so many acclimates over and over again. You just can't do it. You can't feed it. 
we all have a deficiency of what it, I, I, we just yeah. all do. There's something, there's just something in all of us that, you know, either we, we don't in like, like, like for that example, like it doesn't matter how good they look or they look or they look at the look, they're going to notice something that no one in the fucking world is going to notice. Like, Nope, I got to get to the gym. I got to eat less or I got to yeah. eat better. It's just, and that's, that is a, that's, that's a, the, Obsession. The, the, the fittest people on the planet that that can very much be body dysmorphia and it's damaging to you to relationships to everything it just right. is what it is and it's it's i'm more concerned just with like eating whole things making clean food and like no waste we throw out over 70 percent of our groceries so then we have to like mass produce things which is getting bad quality from animals and everything else that you hear about all these recalls because yeah. you're just buying it to throw it out so my big thing is try not to waste it and try to like just do you know people who won't eat leftovers yes I every too. guy i've dated it, it it's it, insane fuck, i love all i love better. i love cold leftover food but it's even better yeah it is and i mean you wouldn't believe the things that i've ate, eaten cold out of the fridge i'm not talking about the normal stuff and the like, fridge is like, good like sometimes pizza. it's on my nightstand yeah if i <laughs> pass out like i'm like oh pizza it can't be that bad. How cold is it in my house or warm? Like for some we're reason, good. I you love, smell it. I love cold pasta. Yeah. I love cold fried chicken. Yeah. I think they're, I, I, it just, yeah, but I do know someone's like, I don't eat, I don't eat leftovers. I'm like. That's so weird that's to me. That's so weird Every person me. I dated. a huge waste. It, it's just bizarre. Like. How do you know exactly how much food to cook every single day? Yeah. <laughs> if you don't. No. It's stupid. Plus, it's, they're just wasteful. It's weird to me. So those are bigger issues for me. Then like macro and this and that. And I'm like, I remember working with this one athlete and they're like, yeah, this many. And I'm like, dude, I have no idea what that means. I'm going to have to really study this and figure it out. What, what was the, what was your intention when you started everything? It really was just, um, my first business, I made big capicola sandwiches, subs, like lasagna, like, well, there's pastizio Greek food. I made so much money and was out of there. Yeah. I don't know what was wrong with me because I got there at six in the morning. I was out by three, Monday through Friday. I made more money than I ever have in my life. I bought a Jag Cash. I was so young. I was going to Vegas. Woo. I made it rain every day. Bought every single guy I dated a tag to became a joke that my brother's like, he's going to go to Vegas. You're going to buy him a nice watch. You'll get bored, gone. Then the next, like it was, I was living that life. And then after my dad died, I was like, you know, I can't, I, I just didn't want to be the drug dealer anymore. And I had another client that I really liked that would always have a bacon, I'll never forget, and peanut butter sandwich. And I was like, there's just got to be a better way to do this. When I found out peanut butter is bad, use cashew butter. It's not getting rid of things. It's just, yeah. yeah, it's just finding other things. And I just really, I wanted his life to mean something. And that's how I fell into it. And for better or worse, sometimes I curse it. Like, why did I ever do this? I have no life. But I have a life with purpose. And I don't know, like... Most people I meet, they don't. So sometimes I think... I, I, yeah. I wouldn't say... I, I know you're kind of half kidding when you say that I, I have no life. I, no, I really don't. I, well, I see, like I, a lot of times I cry my house is really... Like if somebody broke in my house, it's at a point that I haven't been home more. Like I've been tracking my sleep. I sleep four hours. I haven't been home more than five to six hours every day because I also had the playoffs with both teams and... Yeah. Welcome to my crazy world. And it's always last minute. Hey, it's 10 o'clock at night. Can we get 300 juices? Of six pounds of produce in each one, organic, no water added, by eight o'clock in the morning. I'm like, yeah, but you got to go do it. 
it's, you know, it's fresh. So it's, the fact is, like, if somebody did break in my house, I would be like, no, I'm not going to call the police. Because I'd be too embarrassed for the police to see what it looks like right now. They're like, oh, they cleaned you out. Like, no, I don't have anything. No, I just, and I live like, uh, yeah, a teenager. Okay. Like, yeah. So here's, here's my opinion. I've known you 59 minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. See, I babble. Yeah. Oh, no. This it's is good, the though. best. These are the best kind of episodes for me. Yeah. Where we just go, 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 go. I love that. Um. Do you dislike when people call you like like when an athlete calls you and says, "What can I eat?" Do you dislike? No, I, it, it, I only have clients. I'm really lucky at this point in my career. Like this one new kid I'm working with, I love him. His name's Thomas. I forget his last name. Sweetest kid. My bunny died, so I was running late with one of his orders. No guy on the face of the earth cares about my bunnies. Like most of the guys that I've dated, they're like, hmm, "Are these are like you're gonna keep them, huh?" I'm like, "Are you gonna keep your kids? Are you gonna keep this?" Like, yeah. I made a commitment. I have rescue it's a animals. Bunny, it's not a turtleneck. Like, of course, yeah. I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> so they're four pounds. Like, and my first one died after eight years. I was like crying. I said, "Hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I was late. I like was running. Blah blah blah." And he's like, "When I pulled up, you could tell he was practicing, and he was like, kind of shut his eyes. He's like, my deepest condolences for your buddy.'" And I was like, oh. "Honey." So like. The fact is, I love, I'm going to try to find out his last name. I don't even know. That's how little of a star ever I am. I, but um, I mean, you, you, so you, you're using words like lucky and love and things like like because you have a life. It, it's maybe it's more unconventional. Thomas Graham, to Thomas nicest. Graham. I love this kid, and I say kid because he said like he's so young. How old is he? I think he's like 23. Like yeah, he's a kid. But as I get older, they get younger. Yeah, he's a kid. And I'm like, he's so polite. He can't so, rent a car. No, he came to pick up food, and he was like, I want four days of food. And then when I got to car, he's like, Anna, I just want to, like, tell you how much I appreciate you and how much I like everything. And I've been meaning to tell you, and I'm like, I don't even want to charge you. It just came out of my mouth. I'm like, I care about you so much. Like, it becomes, like, an extended family. But this is what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. that, that, like you have a life. It, 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 you very much do. I think I want a boyfriend, but maybe I don't. My brothers say they don't, but they're Greek. They don't want any guy near me. Well, but, but I mean, yeah. But so, like, if you're saying, like, you miss I don't have stuff. a life, but I mean, yeah. if you're not even yearning to have a boyfriend, it's not that you don't have a life. You have the life that you want right, right. now. If you want to change that, you'll change that. It's you just not traditional. And I guess it's like, for all the judgment I get, I think I wish that people recognized the sacrifice. But it's like LeBron told me once, he's like, baby, 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 because I was like crying about it. He's like, listen, I could make 25, whatever, 30 shots a night. Guess what everybody's going to talk about? The one I missed. Yeah. Welcome to the big leagues. Either shut up or get out of the way. Because at the end of the day, if I use your juice and other people, you're number one. Yeah. So it doesn't matter about this new place that has all these franchises or this other juice bar or this other juice bar that came in. Because I was the first. I started it here. Not the first. I'm sure Jesus juiced or someone else. But none of us are reinventing the wheel. It's our take on it. But I am the only chef design one in the nation, which is kind of yeah. cool. And um, it's the fact that, like, People, if you are at the top of your game and you have the people they perceive are the top clients, and I just signed contracts that I was doing all the backstage for all the groups. So I've got to meet people. I did backstage bar, juice bar, which year how cool this was, for um, the Rock Hall inductions. My brother's like, oh. get the fuck out. Like the Beatles. Like, do you know who you meet? My brother freaks out all the time. And I'm like, yeah, but I was on Air Force One. I met Clinton. I cooked for three presidents. He's like... Anna, you're going to meet all these people, though? Like, take pictures with them. I know you hate pictures. And I'm like, well, it just gets awkward. Because the one thing they love about me is they know I won't. 
so then it's sure. but I named juices after them like LL Cool J was there so I said oh, ladies love I would geek cold. out at LL Cool Dude, J dude I totally did totally did it was geek like out. his juice was ladies love cold press but I had this like necklace that said raw dog on it and he was like raw dog I'm like for life and he's like what is this and I was talking to him and then soon after his wife came running over so I was like oh yeah fun over <laughs> Like, I better be professional. Maybe the husband shouldn't talk to the woman wearing the raw dog. Yeah, necklace. yeah. Because they don't know me. They don't know that I think it's just really it funny. Yeah. I think it's super funny. But um, it's like Dave Grohl, like all these people. And then sometimes they're like, do you want to come hang out? Yeah, no, I don't know the next time that there will be an after party where Dave Chappelle, maybe or maybe not. Well, it's legal. Smoking weed and singing Lola till five in the morning at an after party the fucking rock hall inductions yeah so it's those days that i'm like i shouldn't be like this is crazy or when i start talking about my resume to somebody that asks and i'm like who's that girl she sounds cool like i think i'm just always so in the moment that i don't really add it up until thank you you remind me that you're living the life yeah well i mean that that's a, a one thing that i always talk to people like when they when they come on and we usually kind of close with Namasat and like yoga, obviously, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, it's just something I believe in. The uh, but you 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 ask people that are in those positions, like you know, where do you want to be in five years? Where do you want to be in ten years? In a lot of people that I talk to, and I feel like you're you kind of just alluded to it. You don't want to, you can't enjoy the ride if you're looking too far down the road. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm not that calculated. No, and and a lot of people, and I I kind of feel like if I asked you that that question today, tomorrow, and Saturday, you probably give me three different answers because it's going to depend on how you feel. At the and time. you're not, the fact is, is every morning you have 50 opportunities in front yeah. of you. So if you're only focused on that one, I would have stuck with the first business that I was super financially success. My profit margins were high at my first business. Now, if you want to judge success, I'm at president's first generation born here. Like, right. That's almost unheard of. That's American dream. Air force one going to Quantico, going to all these places, being on the food network, Thomas Keller inviting me to an after party, which in the chef world, he's like LeBron, right? I know the okay. name. Yeah. Some people, French Laundry per se, one of the only chefs I know the name, yes. to have a Michelin star um, on each coast. Like, how the heck did I get here and how does he know me? And how am I invited to the, I'm in Atlantis gambling with Tiger. Like, dude, so it's those moments that I'm like, heck yeah, I have a great life. What am I missing at a local bar right now? Like, why don't I just keep going where I'm going? And if I had a, a set plan, I would miss all these new things like Colson coming up or working with machine gun, you know, like working with new teams or with backstage bands. Like, I don't know what tomorrow brings. And that's kind of fucking fantastic because no. it could well, be the best day of my life. Well, it's also like, so th th there's the, when you don't know what tomorrow brings, it's for two reasons. And you usually have two, two reactions to it. You don't know what tomorrow brings because everything has been so great and you really love where you are or you don't know what tomorrow brings because you're fucking scared and you don't know what's going to happen. Right. And it could be really, really bad. You're the first one. And that's why I like kind of like that, that anonymity of whatever tomorrow is, is so right. cool and exciting because you don't know what's going to happen. Because even on my worst days, when I go down the rabbit hole and I feel like a loser and I'm crying, I'm like, dude, guess what? Tomorrow's a mulligan. It's a new day. Yeah. And I get butterflies. I'm like, dude, I could fall in love. I could do this. I could do that. I could meet some amazing, there was um, Allman, Greg Allman. Yeah. Never really listened to the music, but now I do, of course. His wife, widow, because he passed away, drove four hours out of her way to meet me. And I was like, this started happening when I met the guy, Trey from Fish. And she was like, 
we talked for two hours just about how she was with him and a lot of intimate things, her dealing with his death. And she was going to drive across country and her friends in LA were like, you've got to stop and visit this girl, like the guru of whatever. We cried. She was like, Anna, you have no idea like what you did to my soul and stupid stuff. Like this is the stuff that gets to me. She's like, I just like, I really feel like I needed this and you're exactly what everybody says. And I never asked, what does that mean? Trey came in. He's like, are you Anna? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I'm so excited to meet you. I'm like, yay. And then I was like, oh, what, you know, he said he was in town. Fish, I'm like, I don't, aren't they like the Grateful Dead? I don't really listen to your band, but I yeah. hear great things. And he just started laughing. And when you're honest and you're like talking to him, I talked to him for a couple hours and crazy stories, crazy stories, had no idea. Then I'm like, oh, just hang in there. You'll make it. Google him. I'm worth 80, he's worth 85 million. I'm telling him to hang in there because I don't even know how big fish is. Like, you just hang in there. I knew Trent from <laughs> Nine Inch <huge>. Nails. <laughs> I went, you know, these were the people I hung out with. You, They had a long, long road too. And I'm like, you're an idiot. People You're a complete literally idiot. follow them around the country to watch them play. And I had no idea. I meet bands and I'm like, they'll give me passes for their show. And I was walking up this, they may be giants, right? Never. I'm older. I listen to the same music. I'm still listening to ACDC, so sue me. I'm like sitting there and I'm like, you hang in there. I knew these guys and blah, blah, blah. And lying around the block. I'm like, what are you guys waiting for? They're like, oh, the show. I'm like, huh, again. I yeah. Go. But they, for some reason, they like it. Well, that's 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 what you're describing is the authenticity that everyone's seeing when they're dealing with you. You know, like like we talked about, like people not really having like the that that voice or that person beside them that's that's saying like, "Hey, man, don't fucking do that." Right. Like you're not that person, and, and I admit and, it. And like, whether um, you are, it's because you're oblivious to what those people do and you're just like you're just a client i hear you do cool things that's awesome i don't really know how famous you actually are or you're like i understand how famous you are but you're asking me to do a job and here are the things you need to know not the things that you want to hear so that and that's why when you're like you know someone's like you're exactly what everyone said or that they're saying you need to meet this person they're saying that because I mean, there's a chance that in their lives, because of their station, that they don't come across new, authentic people right. all the time. You know, I mean, that, and I fired that clients. Very, yeah, that could be very refreshing. And I've fired clients. And I remember they're like, I was speaking at an event with Jose Andreas. He's another chef. And he was like, who cares if it's your money? Take the money. What do you care? Yeah. I said, because I, what are you talking about? This is what I do. If somebody's just going to throw out the food or be wasteful, they don't pay me this ridiculous amount of money every month just to waste it and waste the food. There's kids that are starving. I can't afford to eat the food I make for you and I'd love to. Like, this is, I'm going out of my way. You wanted it delivered multiple times a day. So I'm like, it's not working out. Month later they'll call, um, Anna, yeah. If I promise, I'm like, you don't have to promise. It's just, I'm also trying to save you money. Like, don't waste money if you're just gonna go to Chipotle. Yeah. And I'm dropping off lunches, but just respect what I do and I'll respect you. And they'll ask me, yeah. and, but if I can't work with someone, I don't work with them. Well, give them the I test. Just like, the only way yeah. I'll come back, pronounce my last name right. Yeah, and that's never going to work. You're never going to hear from them again. Yeah, no. <laughs> Those just say raw dog. <laughs> right? And a raw. In which case, I would take them back. Right. <laughs> the, um, the, the, the interesting thing about, obviously what you do is because one of the interesting things obviously is, is because it's, it's a, it's a food health focus. And I feel like in the last 20 years, maybe not even that far back, but 15 at least the U S has gone through so many different types of 
nutrition, diet, workout. That's exhausting. Fads. Eggs are great. Eggs are bad. I don't even, I can't keep up. There's a soup. I'm so fun. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. Uh, Scrubs is one of my favorite shows of all time. There's a scene in Scrubs where JD is just uncomfortable talking to a girl. And he's like, did you hear about eggs? We really can't decide. Someone's like, eggs are terrible. And everyone's like, did you hear about eggs? Eggs are great. Like, like, like that. Yeah. That's another one. They're like, eggs are great protein. Don't have too many eggs. The one that I always go back to, I think it was kind of, I, I kind of call it the OG of these fads is, is Atkins. Right. So Atkins. Which is now keto, just under yeah, a different name. Exactly. And in the issue that I think that a lot of people, myself included, have had with that is it's not really a normal way to eat unless you're going to eat that way for the remainder of your life. Do you want your kidneys? Are they both working? Exactly. Like, and do you have somebody that has your they're blood? They're like, oh, I did Atkins. I, I dropped 20 pounds. Like, yeah, but you're going to put it right back on because you're going to go back to eating normally. Yeah. Like, it's got to be, unless you're going to do it for the rest of your life, and I don't think that's a good idea either <laughs> it's but it's not sustainable no it's like not you're going to travel you're nah, going to do something nah, nah, like nah, you're not. never going to have a piece of bread again no ever. you're never going to have french fries that's no. insanity it is i don't come to my I house for french dinner french fry sandwiches that's yes the best i food. love fr french fries it's my kryptonite i, I always say if there's a school bus <laughs> and really good fries but the school bus is about to fall i I pray to God I'd be like, what that school? I would take the fries and then go get the bus and have time. But French fries, are, it's, it's a death to My me. My question would be, what school is it? Right. Like, I mean, I mean, is it a good school? Yeah. Or are the how old are they? Mm -hmm. they lived, I mean, if they're seniors, they maybe lived a pretty good life. Have know, they maybe, had a good life? Yeah. Then That's all fine. I want to know. Yo, fries. It's in God's fries. hands. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But and if it, someone puts smothered in front of anything, I'm ordering. Yeah. So it's <laughs> it's just. It's an, it's an addiction like anything else. Oh, yeah. So, like, when people ever... I've had people that have other juice bars and they're like, she's too fat. She should do her own juice cleanse. And I really imagine that's what their voice sounds like when they're saying it. And they're all named Kelsey. And I'm just like, like, who... You, that's not even health. And that's such a low blow. You're going to have to come with something a lot more stronger. I Like, I was raised with boys. I've been teased my whole life. Like, at the end of the day, like... I talk worse to myself than you will ever do it. But if that's what you're going for, then we're not in the same category because you're selling sex and thin and you're the idiot that's going to give them seven days of juices just to make money and not care that it's going to hurt their heart yeah. or whatever. Because also there's a thing that you feel like, well, I'm, I can't have any fruit. It has sugar. I'm like, it's a natural sugar. Your brain won't work with sugar. You know that, right? I know that. No, you don't. Cause you wouldn't say that. You know, spinach yeah, you has obviously didn't know yeah, it. You didn't we're know talking it, about it, but well, I'm not supposed to have sugar. Do you know spinach has three grams of sugar when I juice it? Well, just admit it. It's okay, dude. I've spent a lot of years doing this. Well, I wouldn't like, know how to do your well, job. Especially this is a terrible like like hill to die on, too. Yeah. Like, you know what else has sugar in it? Almost fucking everything, yeah. man. There's something in there, but it's like same thing like good fat sugar and, trans and bad. Fats. There's good fat, yes. there's bad fat, there's good sugar, there's bad sugar. Like when I went bad to bad sugar is a snicker bar. Yeah. You know, like that's yeah. But it's... even if you have one, people will come in and be like, I was bad this weekend. I'm like, Did you kill someone? No. Did you cheat? No. I'm like, why were you bad? Yeah. I got drunk and I ate this. Food doesn't make Join you the bad <laughs> but food doesn't make you bad no your actions make you bad but there's a there's a frighteningly and growing kind of unhealthy in both directions association with with, with food and people is that food there's obviously the 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 the, the quote is or the the term is comfort food but right. some people live in that comfort food realm other people think comfort food is bad every single time you do it no matter what the scenario and then you i mean for, for take take the 
the the the the food, the nutrition, and all that kind of stuff off the table. Then just think about what that does to you mentally. Like you have you start developing a really bad relationship. Like that's with what food. you're obsessed with. Yeah. Like that's insanity. You know what else is going on outside? Yeah. Like also like, have you made out with somebody for single? Like that's a much better feeling to me than worrying about every calorie I'm having. Have you like done a hobby? Like is there something? Have you gotten a live show that you like? Have you like? exercise the way you want there's so many other great feelings and highs naturally yeah. i was scared of heights i love going skydiving once a year i'm scared chillis i'm like crying in the plane like little girl loss like somebody's forcing me to do something but once i do it it's the best feeling doing it there's so many other highs instead of getting obsessed with controlling your food or intermittent fasting or this or that like that's you have no idea what that's doing to your organs yeah and that's the issue and there's People that just sell you anything, and it's crazy. Is there a worse one? Like of all the of all the, the those those diet fads, is there one that you think is the worst one? And when I say worse, I know that's kind of subjective. No, no, no. I think anything processed. Like if I see like um, the worst thing that you really could do to your body is put something in it that you can't pronounce all the chemicals, and that was made to sit on a shelf for ten years. Because I, how do we not have? the highest level of cancer in colon and prostate cancers. It's all like, you're putting a lot of stuff in your body. So for me, it's like when I see these like a slim fast or whatever, Yeah. dude, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're actually better having the muffin you want if you made it or a turkey sandwich than this. It's just limiting your calories. That's all it is. If you're staying under a certain amount of cal calories, but that also your body won't ask. And this is what I say with people with cleansing. You have to have all the juices. And you have to have the protein drink at the end because if your body doesn't have it, your body will find it. So it's not going to say, well, I'm going to go to this muscle or that. The closest muscle it always goes to is a heart. Yeah. So if you look at people that have anorexia, they die of heart attacks. 16, 15, running, healthy, underweight, wrestlers, prime example. Ooh, big one. Yeah. Prime example. So for me, limiting it, you're putting so much stress on your heart. And unless you have, like my brother told me that I'm never allowed, he knows I'm generous. And he'll call me periodically to be like, don't donate any of your kidneys. I'm like, what is wrong with you? He's like, I know you're pretty healthy. And he eats nothing but red meat, seafood, beer. He will eat the meat at a garage, like a garbage, like a, what do you call them? Gas stations? Out of oh, like yeah, yeah. a gas, like a, the garbage, like tubs where pelicans are. And I'm like, you, that's safe meat for you, huh? He'll eat that. And I'm like, he has gout. So he's always like, don't get rid of any of your kidneys, this or that. The thing is, is that unless you have a body clone harvest with a heart and all your organs, don't do that. That's crazy. Just take the stress and your focus on it. Get a little movement. Drink maybe one glass. You don't have to quit everything at once. If you're addicted to Coke, try to cut it down slowly. In a matter of a year that goes by, like in no time, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to see a whole different person. But if you think it's all or nothing and you get obsessed with it, what an awful life to live. That your office, you're going to feel bad about yourself every day because it's impossible to keep up to that. You're yeah, you're just like emotionally fogging yeah. yourself, you know, about, oh, I did this, yeah. I did this. And everyone's like, pump the brakes, man. This but I think any of the processed or just limiting food, calories, 700 calories, you better be laying in a bed and like a toddler. You need more calories the, to move. The, uh, the 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 calorie counting is, is that... I don't know if that's technically a fad or like a diet fad, but it's super dangerous because I don't think people yeah. realize how little like seven hundred, twelve hundred. It's so euthanasia. You're just taking is it. Yeah, very. That is that's one meal for a lot of people. 
1200 is not a lot. Not even for a child. No, it's very, very so, little. So, like, I want to know the nutritionist you're going to that is telling you to do this. Google. Yeah. It's, <laughs> or well, Kelsey. This, this star did it or Oprah did a liquid diet. Oprah also was laying, she's a multi-billionaire, in a spa, getting massages, not working, not dealing with kids, not dealing with a spouse, yeah. not rushing to work. Like, you, you're not in the same mental state. Yeah. Also possibly lying. Yeah. Because they also have personal trainers and they have dietitians. Or they, they gain have... it right back. Yes. That's a yo-yo herself, like oh, for up sure. and down. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, her weight's been a seesaw for years, you know, I, famously. I, yeah, and that's so dangerous. Yeah, it It's is. better to maintain a steady weight with a little extra pounds than to be doing all this crazy stuff. Do you, what about like fighters? Do you work with any fighters? You know what? I worked with Jessica Evil Eye for a little bit and I had a couple people, but- that is hard for me because it's the thing that scares the crap out of me. And I, lo I know you can't tell. I did some boxing. Okay. But like, you know, those classes, I love it. Cause I get the aggression out. I love it. Very good. But if they're a pound off, I just disqualify them. Do you know how scary that is? Like one pound off that that's too much for me to live with. Well, and that's another, the reason I asked was because, Fighters, aside from so you have like a if you call it a nutrition system, right? Fighters also have because they're they're working with three systems basically. They're working with their training system, nutrition system, and then they all a lot of them have multiple varying different weight cutting systems and weight retrieval systems. You where, mean dehydration that's yes. going to hurt their okay? Well, and, we'll and, call it what it is. And, and that, but but some yeah. of them do it very very differently. Some people just get in the sun and drop twenty in a day. It's terrible. Others like have different systems, like drink a lot of water. It's easier to sweat off. And last week you drink a gallon of water. It, it, it varies, but, but that's then, the reason I asked is because you have a nutritional system that can sometimes be at odds with the weight cutting. It system. is because some of these people, like I've seen Jessica at a, a at Jessica I at a, at tournaments before, like mm -hmm. jujitsu tournaments before. Um, she's obviously very strong. She's got muscle on her too. Like she doesn't have a lot to cut. Yeah. So, but I mean, I think she fought around 125 at the end She's of her career. She's tiny. Like, petite. But I bet she walked around 140, 145. Right. You know, like, she's not like a short girl. Yeah. You know, not super short, but she's also, like, what she has is muscle. Right. Like, she's a strong girl. So, and then you think about other fighters, and I'm thinking about some of them. Like, there's one, his name is Paulo Acosta. I, I, just so you can see what I'm talking about when we're done, I'll show you a picture of him. But this guy... He fights at 185, but I bet you he walks around at 220. I yeah. mean, w when he's not in a fight camp, he's probably 35 pounds heavier than, and not in a bad way. He's a cut dude. Right. He looks like a, a very in shape 220 pound dude. And then he gets down to a very, very in shape 185 pound guy for like 10 minutes and then goes right. It's, it's terrifying. And that's why I asked because the, I, I just, I worry, not worry, but I, I wonder how you could even do that with some fighters. Well, logic, it doesn't, your logical mind, that's where I yeah. would go. Like, but the funny thing is when Scientology or that one sex cult, like you sit in a sauna and people die, they're like, oh my God, it's a cult. Mm, it depends on what you're doing it for. So it's okay to drop weight for this. Yeah. But of course it's a cult. It, it's dangerous. It's dangerous to be abusing your body like that. Our bodies are so incredible. It's very hard. Like, we rejuvenate ourselves. We regrow. We do everything. Like, I remember I had a doctor friend that's like, it's really hard to kill a human. 
And I was like, okay, I'm never going to be operated on you. But he's like, no, but the body will repair itself. Like it's a really amazing thing that we have. So yeah. to risk it for, for just vanity is ridiculous. At least with the athletes, I understand. Yeah. And I try to work around it and I go, okay, well, on your off season, I want you to at least a couple months before start gradually going into it. Don't call me a week before and like, I got to drop 25 pounds. That's not your thing. Yeah. And they do that a lot. And I'm like, I'm not giving you an eating disorder. I'm not going to let you do this. Like, I think you could help them if you're, if they're like, uh, uh, th there are some that they don't want to blow up in between fights. Like, I think you can help them maintain right. where if like, if they fight at 205 and they blow up to 240 in between fights, you're like, well, you need to be at 220. That way your cut's not as bad. I can help you where you're still eating a lot and feeling full, right. but you're, but in your working out, but you're maintaining this weight as opposed to trying to cut an additional 15 every single time I can help you. I can help your cut better, but I want nothing to do with that cut because it makes me, it makes me, yeah. um, and it's, it works against everything I'm against. Sure. Like after seeing the injuries in my family and everything like that, it's just, you have to be so careful. Plus now everything I'm learning about brain health and cognitive issues, like, this is why people oh, are really yeah. slow. Yeah. And there's fat that's surrounded by your brain, not to mention the concussions, but if you're not eating a good fat like avocado or whatever, and this is how important this is that even when I was at Quantico, I was talking to some of the like people that are the higher ups and they were like, no, there's that's factual. We'll give our sharpshooters an avocado before they have to hit a target. So when the military agrees, that's when I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Because they have all science. So, but yeah. It's, it's... So, yeah, I'm on to something. Like, you, you know, it's yeah. it's funny. Like, when, when you talk about, again, like fighters. Again, I think this is where it gets not more complicated, but it definitely throws another, another kind of facet into what you do. Is Yeah, then you're talking about the damage that it does to the body. I mean, obviously... Football players damage their body a lot. Basketball players, basketball players damage their body a lot, not necessarily because of, of what they're doing, but because they're so big. Like when you when you see like Charles Barkley or Shaquille O'Neal, a lot of them have knee and hip issues because over time, it's like the body's just not supposed to carry around something like that. Both of them, very nice. One picked up my check and the other one's called The Bleeder. And that's something probably for our podcast. I, I, you but, know, people have loved Charles Barkley. I, I think that the world is doing itself a disservice by not having a reality show of those two. He's amazing. He picked up, I was at a club years ago, group of like eight girls. My birthday, he picked up the whole thing. Like, nicest guy. I saw him at a, at a Cavs game when obviously they were playing the Cavs. Mm -hmm. And he was doing his thing. And I mean... It's not just that he's nice. It's that he will literally talk to, you know, the president of the NBA and the ball boy exactly the same. He's, he's authentic. Just, he's just not a dude. He So if you don't like him, he's going to say what he means. That's yeah. what it is. He I don't know if you saw this. I people some people thought it was inappropriate. I thought it was fucking brilliant. He was doing uh, the inside the NBA stuff and they, they were outside somewhere and someone just kept heckling him. He turns around and someone recorded this. He turned around and yelled at this guy. He goes, hey, if you don't leave me alone, I'm going to go to your house and fuck your mama. <laughs> and it, everyone yeah. lost their shit. And he's also a dude that I think can do that because everyone's just like, he's but he not going to change. From day one. He said, I'm not your role model. Why are you having your yeah. kids look up to me? You ask me a basketball question, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. You ask me another question, I'm going to tell you. And everybody's like, that's horrible. Don't get mad when I don't. He's this and that. I'm like, yeah. no, he's letting you know that maybe 
you shouldn't have your kids worship him. Yeah. Which I am all yeah. like, that's good. Well, it's, when I, when I look at those athletes like and kind of what they do, what, what their body kind of goes through, especially after their career. Cause you mentioned like, you know, like, yeah. uh, like what, how it can help their body. Like one of the things in t- going back to fighters, the one thing that the body cannot repair is a damaged brain. It's just, and it's sad. It is. Cause I've seen it decline with certain people and it's, Hey, the, the most famous one in the city. He's the sweetest person yeah. walking around. Bernie Kosar. I had, listen to this. The sweetest person you'll Crazy ever Crazy, you said that. I had lunch with him. And I swear to God, I'm not a name dropper, you guys. You can talk about Sally that's in accounting and everybody else. These are just people I've worked with. I can't, it's not that I'm doing it to like be like, whoa, my friend is this. It's just really. This is your business. I don't have an accounting. I would name I drop. Everyone I drop, though, no one knows. I'm like, yeah. oh, Brad. I know Brad. They're like, no one knows yeah, Brad. Yeah, like Brad's a dick. Yeah. Nobody likes him. He Brad always leaves early. Get-go? Brad like, from get-go? Right? You guys know Brad from get-go? Like, no. But he, so <laughs> he was telling me that most what people, they'll, they'll be the first one to laugh at you. The first one, I remember like just, I actually got to meet Muhammad Ali. That's like when I was younger. So cool. Yeah. But he was so like, you yeah, know. Yeah, he was, he was. It was done. Toward the end, yeah. yeah. But it's, the fact was that he was saying that, Um, <laughs> I just lost it when we talked about it. See? No, what the you don't I lost my whole thought oh that's okay I'll tell you my Bernie one Bernie so we were having lunch and he was there telling okay. me that he was like you know I'd been drinking a lot and I know everybody was talking about it and the pills and I was like Bernie I'm the least judgmental person I could care less like I overeat I when I get my to-go from this lunch and you think she doesn't eat a lot no I'm gonna eat in the closet like God wanted me to like where nobody can see me like an animal but like we all have something you were you were soothing something like trying to like self-medicate yeah he went and got brain scans and he was saying the danger and all the work he's been doing with this like brain waves and all this like red light therapy and everything do you see him now he's a million times better oh i did i i saw him last year he's gotten a lot better yeah but he's put a lot of work into it yeah and he's coming forward talking about it which is really unheard of in that sport yeah the, you, unheard of they're finding some like some like kind of like cognitive exercises that you can do to kind of help, obviously right. not fully recover, but you know he was playing at a time where concussions were like, man, shake it off, get back in. Right. There. You know there was no concussion protocol. Concussion protocol was you still awake, get back in. That's there. like my brother. They'd be like, how many fingers? And if, even if he said the wrong answer, they're like, you're okay, go ahead. Right. So you, you can see. see fingers. You, yeah. Yeah. Right. But I remember I saw him. Um, my 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 two experiences with him, I remember kind of like the, the the night and day, but exactly him just being the sweetest person you'll ever meet. Yeah. Is uh, I went to a Browns game. God, this had to be ten years ago at this point. Um, I got it through like my company, like sweet tickets. I just stumbled. I just walked into an office at the right time and got good tickets. And uh, the night before the game was when he got arrested. I think for a DUI. And uh, there were already some stories about him. And everyone was just like same thing. Like I think the guy's just he's just pain and he's medicating you know and but everyone's like you see that dude sober or completely wasted he is still the sweetest person you'll ever meet and we saw him my wife and i were walking down to the pro shop and he's walking toward us in this long hallway for some reason this long hallway it's my wife and i and then him and i'm like i knew about what had happened the night before or really the morning before and i was like ah i really want to talk to him but i keep there's no way he's in the mood to talk to someone right now we get about 10 feet from him. He looks at him and goes, enjoy the game. Like nothing. He's just like, yeah, we're decked out in brown stuff. He's like, I'm with you. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I wish I had seen him. And then I went to a uh, 
uh, my buddy Andre not he uh, he had a uh, a fundraiser for his wife's uh, um, his wife's uh, uh, foundation and there was a lot of people there like Josh Cribbs was there and, and some other people there and Bernie walked in and I mean it took this guy probably 30 minutes to get 20 feet because everyone was talking to him and he talked to everybody nicest he took a photo with yeah. everyone he hugged everyone he you, he might have been hungry and tired and he didn't give a shit he was just like if anyone wants to take a picture talk to me i'm gonna do that and i'm and it's never and i've never heard anyone say they had a bad experience with him and there are hundreds if not thousands of stories of him since he's been in the city of Cleveland, they're all saying the same dude every single time. Nicest person. And then he was telling me about it. He had written a book and he's like, well, I'll give it to you. And I'm like, no, I'll buy it. Like once I know, like I was never a big Blink-182 fan. I was more into like Nine Inch Nails, industrial stuff, same. right? So, but I was, once I started working with him, I bought the CD, you know, I downloaded it. And then I was like, no, I'll buy the book. But he had a lot of people from his family steal from him. That man's been through a lot of trauma. Have you ever seen the 30 for 30? 30, 30 for 30, it's called Broke. The, it, it, but he's a part of that. I've heard of the show, yeah. yeah. So it's an ESPN thing. It's it's called 30 for 30, but they do a lot of different... It's documentary style, but they'll do different themes. One of them was called Broke, which is... There is this thing, and it is a real thing. Uh, 60% of all professional athletes are broke five years after being out of the game. Yeah. Um, and they talked to Bernie about it too. And like his dad was going behind his back and making deals with the Browns, so his family, everybody, Yeah. W which actually makes the way that he is even more of a just phenomenon because you just want to protect him. You just love the guy. Who, I mean, is there, if there's someone that deserves to just be jaded and pissed, it's right. him. And he's just not that guy. And he's telling stories about, you know, yeah, you know, I, I re-signed with the Browns and then I found out that. My dad had a deal with him too, but he Can found out years imagine? later. It's just it's like it's sick, terrible. It's terrifying. It's your son. Yeah, I highly recommend that just so you can kind of see pieces of it. But but him being a part of it was was something that really was upsetting because to kind of hear yeah. his story. But he was telling me like in the middle of the night, he still has twitches. He'll still hit somebody. He'll still do things. So for me, I'm like, why would you risk it at all? If you your life, if you weren't a professional athlete, and let's say. I get clients that come in, even if you are a professional athlete, like there's healthier ways to do it. Yeah. There's no quick fix. No, all. no, no, no. There, there really isn't. No, you know? at all. I don't think there's a quick fix for anything that we've talked about. No. If there was a quick fix and overnight, whatever, it would be out there and someone else would be a gazillionaire because they figured it out. Exactly. It's just not the way that it works. Even Amazon. Amazon was, they used to reach out to me before they were a big deal. Like, can we get you to sell? Like they were looking for anyone. Yeah. Anyone. I mean, everything is time. So you don't really want to do that, do you? I, you, you, don't, you don't see yourself being in all grocery stores across the country. You know why? Because when I looked into it, and I'm like one of those weird people, if it wasn't for my dad, I would have done it. But um, I, it's the minute you go into the grocery store, because people are like, well, it's only six or seven bucks at the grocery store. I talk to major chains nationwide. It's more than 50% water. Yeah. So you're getting half the product. Oh, I see. So like, okay, if you're okay. worried about paying eight dollars at my place, guess what? You're getting ripped off anyways, because it would cost you four dollars at my place instead of seven at the grocery store. So they cook it. You have to HPP it, and they say it keeps the longevity of the juice. Whoa, I'm sorry. What is HPP? So HPP is high pressure, and it's supposed to pasteurize it without cooking it, keeping it raw. Which there's no way for something to be raw, it has to be under 110 degrees for it to get the full nutrients 
Otherwise, it's just like a soda. You're looking at the sugar that you would have in, you know, a drink. So it's as much- if it's natural, you can have it fresh. So for me, if I didn't name it after my dad, I would do it because it's great money. And they told me what other people were making, but it's just not what I got into it for. Now, if I could come with something else, please take one of my vegan. I brought you vegan, um, gluten-free and like sugar-free. Yeah. I'd sell that in a heartbeat because I don't have to compromise it, the yeah. integrity. But if you notice, I'm like, but they never say it's water on the ingredients. We don't have to, Lily. Well, that's BS, isn't it? So you're selling people a pipe dream. I can't do that. Like I would add water. I My label would be like 50% water. Yeah. Like okay. I just couldn't... I don't want to be a snake salesman, like whatever that is. Snake oil. Snake oil. Yeah. Or snake salesman. I don't think I'd do well at that. Well, no. Not unless you're in a snake-heavy community that really likes snakes. Yeah. Or, no, I don't really know anyone that likes zoos. Cults. <laughs> uh, I go back to cults. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I also thought it would also be because you're... A lot of the things that we talked about tonight were was you. And, getting and, and to by, know you. And by you, I mean... Getting to know all about you. But I mean, like... Everything that, the, like when someone would get wrecked, I feel like if you're on that kind of a scale, I wouldn't be good. It's not personalized. And plus, you'd have to bring in people more people. I would piss off. Like, yeah. I would say one comment, like, now I'm thinking in my head, like, I called him the prettiest girl. Not that there's anything wrong with gender. Like, now it's like, I would say something unintentionally with no bad, like, malice behind it. Oh, I did it Monday. That. I do it every day. You just I, did it Monday. I do it every single well, I day. I stayed inside on Tuesday. So like <laughs> the fact is like I couldn't be held up to that. I don't have a pause or like a fakeness that I'm like, it's showtime. Yeah. Like I just, it's, I would be sued or it would just go. And plus I wouldn't have all these like stories and connections. Well, that's what I mean about the personalization. Like, yeah. it, it, it almost wouldn't be. In my wouldn't opinion. Wouldn't be worth it for me. It wouldn't, it almost wouldn't be as, so your business is, your business is authentic and it's authentic because you have these personalized stories and interactions. When you're at that scale, you just, it's the old adage. You can't be in two places at one time. You would have to bring other people in. And I'm not saying you would bring in bad people, but now you don't have that kind of personal interaction. So I'm not saying that you couldn't do it, but that is something that would be very hard to maintain. I wouldn't at this point in my life and everything too. Yeah. I couldn't do something that I wasn't like, 100% 100% believed in. And like, so the other day I was telling him I was having a bad moment, called one of the biggest stars ever, like AA list. No text at like 1230, right? 1232. I'm like, do you ever feel like a loser? What are you talking about? That's not voices. That's somebody else's voice in your head. Like you're epic, like blah, blah, blah. Like talking me up. And I'm like, how could I live without this? This is my new family. Like, how could I live without these connections and my friends? Like, they're the people I go to when I have a bad day. Yeah. Because other people just want to tell me I'm not being grateful, but they get it. And then they, you know, after a while, they're like, you have to blow it off. And then they're like, I've been struggling too. It's not all perfect, kid. You just oh, get through that's... the next day. And it's like, you're in this like safe community where you get it. Like, people will admit it sucks. Life can suck for anybody and everybody. And it does. And it's just, I wouldn't have that anymore. I would it's... just be like on a shelf somewhere. Yeah, I, I I think you're right. Yeah. Um, and even if you you do, and I don't think it would be a bad thing if you did. It, it's a smart business move. I think that, but the 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 thing, everything that we talked about here, I, you would still have that, but I don't think you would have it on the same scale. It would be hard to maintain, right? Because again, when you're in that many places, you can't be 
the face of every one of those no. locations or stores or anything like that. Like even my friends in LA, I have more clients there that I ship to. Yeah. The one girl during COVID, she's big name. We mentioned it earlier. Come and stay in my guest house. I'll pay $5,000 a week to, I was like, for what? Just to make, you don't eat. Well, you know, stuff for the kid and like holiday parties. Yeah. And I'm like, I, but I, I couldn't just limit myself to that. That means I would have to like give up everything else. It, It'd be a great business move, right? Yeah. But it just isn't for me. But I always refer them to other people. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's just, I don't know. There's no right yeah. answer, I don't think. No. I take it as it comes. Like, maybe next year, who knows? That's what the best thing is about not having every minute of your life planned out. A degree, yeah. Is that I could next year say, you know No, what? you're in a good spot. Yeah. You're in a good spot because, you know, tomorrow will be different. Tomorrow will be hard. Tomorrow will be work. But tomorrow will still be... Yeah. There's still kind of like that, that unknown. Like I'm going to get up tomorrow and I know what I'm going to do at work. I do. Yeah. Um, I'm not disparaging that. I think, you know, most of the population has that. Um, but I think that's why a lot of us kind of have the out, like out and outlet like this right. to kind of mix up the monotony. You it, know, well, you're and you're just, a creative person. Yeah. If you didn't have it, you're losing a piece of yourself. I would do something. I don't know what yeah. I would do something else. It's just, it's kind of harder when you get older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, do. and you don't want to like, you get into the age group and, you're white, like then it's serial killer or something. Like, yeah, sorry, we're talking about football, that at work today. Which, quite frankly, it's the same yeah, thing like, to me. You get a new hobby that's maybe not healthy. Yeah, so, it's yeah. weird that I went right to murder, but yeah. I, yeah, I mean that's you know, like I mean, if you're not podcasting, obviously you're going to kill people. Yeah, <laughs> duh. And then you'll run a podcast. Yeah, but what talking a about guest the killer? List I would have of the oh, people. I, would I hear only, dollar dollar bill. I would only kill the coolest people in Cleveland. That'd yeah. be my. And then you run a podcast and you'd be like, how would I be informing all these insider information I'd if I was that. a killer? The Sharon Stone basic instinct approach where I'm like, I'd have to be pretty stupid to talk about killing all uh, these people on I see my a reality podcast show. and then die them. Yeah. I see a reality show That'd happening. Sweet. Not cool. the murder, just the... No. Yeah. I mean, that would be fake. <laughs> what? Uh, I, I, so there's obviously a family tie to this too. Cause I know you mentioned that a couple of times. Yeah, that's really, and you said October 28th is the anniversary. My dad. So October 1st is his birthday. The last birthday was the only one I forgot because it was work, work, work. Yeah. So like, of course that's what he's regretting. Not that I lost on a game show on the food network, but uh, <laughs> he was like the crazy person in October that was golfing, like seriously golfing when it was snowing. And October 28th was, I guess, some nice day. So he went golfing at Sleepy Hollow in Brexville. Oh, okay. I know what that is. And okay. If you go to I, the it 15, took me a sec, but I do know what that yeah, is. Yeah, if you go to the 15th hole, he died of a massive heart attack. at the. He, he had cancer twice, had some other diseases I didn't know about until like they died in the autopsy, the doctors told me. But um, he died of a massive heart attack. 15th hole, which is the hardest hole because I had golfed it. And uh, <laughs> he... Um, <laughs> You know, I, I was really sad, and the only question I kept asking the doctor was it immediate. Because as long as it's immediate, what a way to go. He's doing what he loves. You know, it's... <sighs> you know, it sucks. I'm sad, but I'm glad I, he's not in pain. Like I, I So my, uh, my dad's uh, anniversary is November. Um, I'm so be, sorry. It'll be five years next month. That's hard. Um, it is, but I mean, you know, it's the... It, it was... It's eerily similar to kind of what you were just talking about. It, it was the, um, he was in a, a lot of pain, um, but he was home and we were all there. You know, we were all there and, and, and the, it's the most, it's such a Jim Burden thing to do too. 
um, you know, uh, he was around all the, the, the grandkids, the kids, we were all there. We basically just put his hospital bed in the living room where we all grew up. And, um, because of all the medication, he wasn't very lucid. Truthfully, he was not at all. And then the day that he passed, he just like snapped up and he looked at everybody and he's like, this entire journey is about strength and destiny. And most of us were just like, I can't believe he spoke. He's been so out of it because he's been in so much pain. But I mean, that's, I, it's weird because you, 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 that's what I remember about all of it. Everything, every yeah. memory I had in that house. That's the one I remember when my mom sold the house. I was like, I don't care. I don't ever want to go back there again. Cause I only have that memory, you know? And it's a powerful one. Huge. But everyone was like, you grew up there. I'm like, I don't care. I don't ever want to go back. I have 10 million memories. The only memory I have was finding him in the middle of the night. You know, that was it. Yeah. You know, but it's a, I think about that day more than like his birthday, you know, which is weird, but I still do. I don't think it's weird because it does like instinctually I was having a bad start of the week and I was like, wait, what date is it? It's like my soul knows, my heart knows before my mind goes oh you're going to be in a shitty mood and oh, I hate probably november. crying because i hate november you lost your best friend yeah and it's like i just think about it and i'm like you lost like somebody that meant so much to you yeah and it's you're you're missing them it's it's not that that's the day your life changed forever a birthday you've had many of them with him yeah and you could miss them but like the day they they left you like and went to another you know whatever you believe that's you'll never be able to hear them again. Or I remember I ran home and I was looking through my storage. I just wanted to find a fucking answering machine to hear his voice again. Because you start, you're like, I want to remember what he smelled like, what he sounded like, but you just never get it back. So of course, of course that's a date that's going to stick with you. Yeah. It's the time you, you changed and for the better because of his love. Like there's a lot of people that get worse because they lose a parent, but at least you got better. At least it made me stronger, like care about having a legacy for him. Like, yeah, that's the only positive I can take from it. Yeah. I don't know if you really get better from it. I think you no. just live differently. It's just a different. And even you, when I want to be lazy and feel sorry for myself, I'm always like, you have, I made a promise that I would live a life full for both of us. So that's two lives in one heart. Because if he had five minutes back, do you think he'd be crying over some boy or girl or anything or business? He would just be happy to be alive. So I can't waste these moments because I don't know how many I have. I just don't. Agreed. That's so, a, yeah. 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 That's a, that. that's the final gift he gave me. But it's, it's my life was, I even said I did something for the Heart Association. When his heart stopped, a peace of mind died forever. And as much as I would like to say therapy will help that or that, time doesn't help that. My dad died nope. in 1997. You're never, it's never gets better. You just learn to deal with it and cope with it. Mine passed the uh, end of 2017, and I had a really bad 2018. Yeah. I mean, beginning to end, I had a very, I mean, if someone's like, what's the worst year of your life? I don't even have to think about it. Mine was 2018. And mine was delayed. The first three weeks, I don't even think it even set in yet. And then, it's yeah. It's shock. Then shit got yeah. really, really bad. I mean, really, really bad. I couldn't, there was not, I had to take time off work. I. It just, it's just... But I mean, that's the. I drank a bottle of wine every night. Shit. And was crying and listening to old like Frank Sinatra that he liked and stuff. Like, I miss that person so much that I just I, 
I honestly didn't think I could live. I texted, I really didn't. Like, I texted my dad for three, four months at least afterwards. Yeah. I've never wanted to. It, someone finally responded because I gave his number away. I wanted to go down to the Verizon store and knock out the first teenager I saw. Yeah. <laughs> just be like that was. I would have bought that number. I didn't know that that happened. So, it's just it's a it's a it's a thing that that we just. And people have asked me, they're like, does it get better? I'm like, no, it doesn't. No. You just live differently. That That's it. That's it. You know, and that that's not to take it on like a negative turn, obviously, but the 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 stuff that, that you're doing, because you've referenced it a couple of times, I mean, there there's layers of, of him in that. You know? Absolutely. Like, if I could help, like, even an athlete not have all the pain he had that led to a lot of, you know, things. Yeah. My dad loved sugar. Like, uh, it was his heroin. Like, but... It was his only release from like all the pain he was in. Like, I, do you know how happy I am? Just knowing that like the love he gave me is somehow I'm. I never like to cook or juice when I'm in a bad mood because I think, I know it's the one hippie thing about me that the energy is bad. Like you could go to the best restaurant, the Top Chef, the food could suck because he's a dick. You could go to a dive bar and it's a mom and pop place and they put so much love in their food it just tastes so good. Yeah. So I'm always like try to remember that and it's. It makes me happy. It makes me happy that, like, I'm surrounded by the people he loved, the sports he loved. Like, he's a part of so much of my life that it's not the same. Like, I really, like, there's days I have a really tough day, and I'm like, I just want to talk to him because he would get this. He would understand me. Like, he gets me. I'm oh, yeah. a total yeah. weirdo. Like, it's going to be hard to ever find somebody that gets me. So the fact is, is, like, I just found a way to try to, like, make it matter, make it count, like, not forget yeah. Not let anybody forget. Like, it's on my website. Like, I did this for my dad. Like, the Greek gods and goddesses. He was from Greece. Like, it's, I'm just constantly reminded for all those dark moments. Do it. Like, do you know how much your dad sacrificed to put kids through school? And one kid Shit. went to Northwestern. It's... One went to Case Western. And he didn't even, like, he wasn't, like, that's impossible. And, and I have, I'm a woman in America that has her own business for this long with clients like that are meeting presidents like he deserves that he deserves me for to go on and be a hundred percent better than i was can i ask what his name was Le well it was gregory but in greek it's Leroytus. so it was leroy they called him leroy like really? he, yeah <laughs> it's so funny and he was like six five and huge yeah. and very intimidating but he was a gentle giant but um gregory yeah my daddy i know yeah good man but um, he was a man's man, so it's it's the benchmark is high. And then what he did with most of his money, he died with almost nothing. He brought other families over. Well, like, that's a again that goes back to the cultural thing. That, that's a how that's can a, I even complain that I don't have red bottom shoes that I can't even fucking pronounce or a Louis Vuitton yeah. bag? Like this man took his money to help strangers come to America. Yeah, that's a that's a again that's a that's a. I'm not surprised to hear something like that from everything that you've said about your family and your background. That's a culture, like again, Greek people, Italian yeah. people, like like a uh, 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 Chinese family. That's just different. It's, it's they, they 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 are different. I have way. one tattoo and it's Philotimo, and um, it's so funny because Greek Orthodox, you can't get buried in a blessed cemetery if you have a um or like a tattoo. Even like Jewish Orthodox, all Orthodox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the priest actually said. Um, Anna, like you are Philotimo. I, I would bury you in a, like, I would never allow them not to bury you in sacred yeah. ground. So it means, um, it means honor your friend, but what it means is remember you, why you do things. Like 
during World War II, um, they the were the only people to say no to Hitler. They delayed the war, and even Churchill and everybody said the Greeks did it. Greeks, you you do things especially if it doesn't benefit you. You go the extra mile to fight for somebody that doesn't have as loud a voice as you to protect them. Like you just do the right thing, especially if it doesn't benefit you. And that's what I needed when I started working with athletes because it's hard. You will compare. You want that life. You want those clothes. You want those cars. And I'm like, I don't do it for that though. I have to, it's a constant reminder. Would he have liked that you got a tattoo? No, I would have fucking hated he would have it. Freaked out and been like, "What are you, a Kataputana? Like you're a whore now? You're running around the street?" Like, no. He didn't my, want uh, me to get my ears pierced. I did the uh, the strength and destiny on my arm. I love it. And it's funny because my mom was like, "He would have loved that." I'm like, "No, he wouldn't have." He'd have been like, "You fucking idiot! Yeah. What do you just get out of jail?" Like, it's... he was a criminal defense attorney. Oh, there you go then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because that's that's the group we raised with. Exactly. Now it's so acceptable. Oh yeah, it's such a normal. But thing But it meant now. you did time, or you were a sailor, or whatever. But I'm like, Dad, I if I were to be able to talk to him, like Dad, I tribute to you, and I'd show yeah. him. He'd be like, Why wouldn't you make a fucking T-shirt, you idiot? Like, what? so funny. So this one, my first boss, he was from Greece. And he was 40 when I started working for him. I was 17. So he became like a father influence. And he was like, you couldn't get a piece of jewelry? There's no jewelry with Falotomo, maybe on a shirt, a neck. You had to damage your body. And I was like, okay, this is totally a nicer yeah. thing than my dad would have said it. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it, that's just, it's a, it, it's, it's a dad thing. Totally. Dads and moms are, are always going to be different, uh, obviously, but the but they're but they're always going to have the same thing. I think that's something that is basically across all cultures. Dads are just dads, you know. Yeah. It's just it's, and I know it sounds weird or kind of vague, but I feel like everyone kind of understands what I mean by dads are dads. Yeah. Someone's like, well, what about that? Well, what's my dad like? Oh, well, no, not your not your dad. Yeah. Yeah. No, your dad's gonna have a different reaction just because he's your dad. It's, it's your a, dad. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know how else to say it. It's but your it's, dad. That's why they have dad jokes. That's why they have dad commercials. Like it's your it's dad, dad humor, dad yeah. everything. You know, that's just it's a like there's a joke once you when, when you you have a kid you start dressing like a dad with those big New Balance and I'm starting to talk like my dad. <laughs> I'm using the same stupid things that he said that I don't even know what they mean. Dollar to donuts. I have no idea. You can't take blood from a turnip, honey. There's no blood in a turnip, but I hear myself saying these things and I'm like, oh my God, I'm becoming my dad. Yeah. yeah. But it was funny because I found old articles of him on Amazon, which is totally creepy. But I guess when the Cleveland Plain Dealer went out of business, like some of their things went out of business, these people were just selling pictures and stories. He had Babe Ruth and Joe DiMaggio in his place. And they were regulars, and it was so funny because it sounds like me. They're like, well, what does he talk about? What do they do? Oh, we don't – I don't share that. Their confidence is – you know, it's all like yeah. I treat everybody the same. They're all the same when they come in here, and all their secrets are locked up at the end of the night. I was like, oh, that was inherited somehow. Yeah, like dads and moms can can solve things, and they can solve different things. Like my dad, probably because he was an attorney, like my dad – like. Uh, it, if he was around when I was ha like in 2018, when I was having a really, really tough time, he would have, cause I like, I, I had this thing in my mind where I'm like, I don't want to take medication. I feel like it's being fake happy, which is not accurate. Right. Um, but that was in my mind. For some people. Yeah. I was like, yeah. no, I don't want to, I don't, I'm like, I'd rather just 
bask in this all day, every day for some reason. And like, if it was, if, if my dad was the one that sat me down when he's like, look, you're obviously having a lot of problems. You need to get help. That's it. Okay. Do you want to feel like this forever? I'm like, no, I, cause that'd be my answer. He'd be like, you got to get help. Okay. This is, this is, you have two options, get help or feel like this all the time. Mm-hmm. You just said, you don't want to feel like that all the time. So you need to get help. This is the only way to go. You just said it. He would lawyer it up where I'm like, shit. I just kind of talked myself into getting help. Cause I pushed it off for a really long time. I mean, like, a, I mean, months. I wouldn't, I, I'm like, nope, fuck that. No therapy, no nothing. I'm like, this is just kind of the way it is now, you know? And, uh, he'd be like, no, that's not that. That's the funny. That's almost the, the ironic thing about it is that the thing that I was really struggling with, that person is the one that would have easily yeah. pulled me out of it. And I, I, I do miss that. Day one. I always remember him saying like, he would laugh and I would get so worked up because I'm, I was more hotheaded when I was younger. Now I've learned to let things go, but he would be like kukla, like baby doll in Greek. Sorry. What um, is it? Kukla? Kukla. Okay. He'd be like, Kukla Moon, my, my baby doll. You're going to drown in a cup of water. And now when I say it at work, I laugh because I'm like, Anna, you're freaking out and going to like war over something so dumb. Like, yeah. he's right. But it's like things like that. Like, he just knew how to say something to calm me down. That's a, that's, mm-hmm. that is a dad thing. And one time he saw me drunk at a party. He got so mad. Weird. And, <laughs> I never got used to it. No. And he slapped me. Like, he was upset Whoa. I was drunk. I know. I know that. My dad was not a violent man. That's the only time he ever slapped me. I was a grown adult. I was like 21, I think, like right before he had passed. And he had the next morning, my brother was like, you got to talk to dad. I was terrified. I felt like I was ashamed. He hated me. He was so gentle. He's like, so uh, last night I go, yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry. He's like, you weren't acting like Anna. Like, I'm sorry I did that. But who knows what he saw? Like, you know, I was probably being flirty flirt. But he was like, do you have a problem? And I'm like, no, dad. I'm like, it was a birthday. I just was able to drink. Like, yeah. I just turned 21. He's like, because we can go and get help. You can go and I'll go to meetings, whatever. We'll send you. And I'm like, no. And he's like, okay, well, if it becomes a problem, let me know. No shame. No hug me, kiss me. And that's. So, yeah. yes, there was a time when there was, you know, he was very forceful and direct. And then everything was love. It was all out of love. I mean, that's again, that's, that's, yeah. and that's, that's what they offer unconditionally. How no nice. Like I talked to my other friends. They're like, well, I hid that or they were mad or they didn't care. They drank with me. My dad would never get drunk with me. Okay. That would never have happened. I just, ever. just because I'm a getting, girl. I like, just started getting comfortable about swearing around my, my mom. Yeah. Like in the last three years, like every time I, but I, I don't think that's I, bad. I think it's, you respect them. It's all how you're raised. And people always think I mean that that I'm better. No, you can't take a traditional family or someone that's religious and compare it to anybody else. No. Oh, if my dad was still around, I still wouldn't swear around to him or yeah. my mom. I wouldn't do it. It's like what works best for you. It's like it. It's just what you're raised with. That really yeah. is what it is. Yeah. And my dad, yours seems the same. Just old school. Yeah. And, and sometimes old school gets it gets misconstrued with strict or, or un no it, it just means it's a certain way it's honestly it was more just kind of baked in respect and baked in that and i don't think that's a bad thing in fact i, I think, think we need that now like, way more now yeah when i used to leave the house if we got in trouble at work we were or at school i mean we were more terrified of them telling my dad because the philotimo also is like have you no philotimo no honor for your where you come from like when you go out anna you're not just anna you're anna harivis so just know, whatever you do, I don't care what you choose to do, but whatever you do, 
it's going to reflect on me and my name. And I'm like, God, that's a lot to carry in it. Oh, I'm like, yeah. I can't like go and run the streets like my other friends were or do this or pretend I'm sleeping over a girl's house and go party. Like it was that like respect. It wasn't fear. People always think it's fear. I didn't want to disappoint him, of course, but it was also like, I think it was a sense of where I came from was greater than what I was going to do that day. I think when I was younger, I thought it was fear. Right. And then I realized it wasn't fear. I wasn't afraid of him. He wasn't going to hurt me. He wasn't going to kill me. I was afraid of how he would look at me if he found out. Like and, That's what it was. And it was maybe, more, I didn't want to disappoint him. Maybe that's how we made decisions, fear or happiness as a child, because we're not fully developed. Our brain, they say, isn't fully developed here at 22. So like, maybe that respect was felt like fear because that's how we made a decision. Me going and doing this with my goofy friends isn't worth me disappointing my dad. Yeah. So it wasn't so much I was scared he's finding out, but it was like the fear of if he did, I'm going to feel like crap. It's not worth it. Yeah. I'll stay home. Yeah. It's a... Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, I do. I, I really think that at the time when I was like, oh my God, what if my dad finds out? I think at the time I thought I was afraid of him and I think I was more... I just didn't want him to know what I was doing. No. And then when you question that, if I'm ashamed of something, then why am I doing it? How important is it if, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, is it and really then, that important if you're so ashamed of somebody finding out? In another time, I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, no, well, like, I'm like young I even say stupid, like, but I don't know when they were talking about like these athletes or like Adam Levine who was cheating, DMing girls. Yeah, like, did you ever weigh it out? Like, was it really that? Do you know what I mean? What? Are you, you just know, afraid? Are you saying. embarrassed like, that you got caught? Was there like, you're more sorry that you got caught than actually doing it. It's a, no, it's a very interesting point. So like, uh, like when you think when someone apologizes to you about something that they, that they did, right. You know what, here, let me be a little more specific. If you found out that a friend of yours said something about you to someone else, and then you, you know, found girls out did of, that every day, right? Yeah. yeah. Every day of their it's life. It's frustrating. Yeah. And then you find out about it, and then you're like, hi, I know that you said this about me. And then they come back two days later, and they're like, look, I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have done that. It goes right back to what you just said. Are you actually sorry, or are you sorry because you got caught? Yeah. Because, like, would you have waited two days and came to me and said, hey, you know what? I said this, and I shouldn't have said it. No. Of course not. And that's like what my dad always said. He was like, honey, don't believe what people say. Watch your actions. And I can't believe I never believed it. So like I dated a guy, he cheated. Oh, I won't ever do it again. Of course he did it again because his actions didn't show any different. Yeah. And my dad was absolutely right. Like a lot of people will apologize. It's to alleviate their own guilt or just they got caught. Well, it's, it's a process. Like yeah. it's a, it's a, well, I did this. I did this. People found out people are mad. I have to apologize. It's, it's, it's a step in a process that we've created. It doesn't mean they're actually sorry. No. Plus like if you're apologize, if I was his wife, you're apologizing in the press. Like, what, you don't owe anybody an apology but me and our kids. Yeah. Like, why don't you not do a public apology and save your own ass to yeah. look good and worry more about the home? <laughs> like, that wouldn't work. But see, that's how I was raised. I would be like, no. Well, I mean, that's, again, that that's uh, the, the life of somebody that is just kind of living in a, in the real world versus somebody that's living in a, a nerf oh, world, you know? That's crazy. That, that's a guy that doesn't have people around him saying, hey, man, that's really stupid. Yeah. And that's probably not going to change. So, no. unfortunately for him, definitely way more unfortunate for his wife. So, or she, you know, who knows? Ah, who knows? Yeah, it's their lives. Maybe they have an understanding. <laughs> that was, you know, what usually when I go off on my crazy tangents, nobody keeps up. I'm like, we just went from father to 
cheating on the internet. I'm a I'm a 44 year old YouTube hole. I'm just I can just keep going and just keep going and just keep going. Yeah, I love it. I did too, man. I'm really glad you came in. I'm this honored was, you even asked me. I was oh, like, oh god, that's please. so nice. No, I I because you've again, had some very fancy guests. Really? Yeah, you got some good. First of all, listening to Dylan, I've never heard him talk that much. Oh, Dylan's it, the coolest man. But like, seriously, so think about him. it. Like that even like he was very honest. I like him. I feel like I know him. Yeah. Because like I saw him. Well, you know, you see the wife, the pregnant, this and that. And it's funny because when I meet somebody in person, I'm like, oh, my God, I know. already." He's like, let me introduce you to my girlfriend, like a celebrity. I'm like, I already know you, honey. I saw you guys on your trip. I love it. Yeah. And then I'm like, you know, social media. But it's he's such a great guy. And he was so open. Well, you know, like, so it's like when you're like fancy, like when I said really, I was because I never really think of him as fancy. Like a lot of them I'm I'm, I'm I am nervous about when I reach out. I'm nervous about everyone when they come over because like you, I've never spoken to you before. And what if I, they don't talk? That's a well. Mm. And to be I'm, I've had a lot of discussions about this. I still that's on me. I have to figure it out. If it's I, not on you. Even like you've listened. to. I'm sorry to interject. No, that's right. but you listen to the best. I think Howard Stern's a great interviewer. I know a lot of people yeah. hate him. He gets people to say a lot of things. Yeah. There's some duds that just don't give him anything. Hey. And it's painful to listen to. And you know what? I've I've had I've had I, I would say two. Not to, and I would I, there two hours like, oh God. I'm an hour into this and I'm like, this just isn't hitting and I don't even yeah. like it. But I mean for me, I, the way I look at it as I reach out to them, I ask them to come on. I can't at the end of it be like, hey man, that wasn't good. I'm not going to post it. I, I, the, I think I have to. It's on me to make it. I got to pull it out. It, it basically is what it, I have to pull this out of them. If I if I invited them, I have to be ready. Now, I've gotten better at it. I think where I can kind of identify early on if I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to do a little bit. I'm gonna have to be a little bit more forceful or. Like with you, you sat down right away and you started going. Like you're, you're just a more open person, right? And, and well, plus you didn't well, try too hard. Like so many yeah. people, I've turned down things because they just try too hard. And I know there's some alternative motive. There was no alternative motive. Yeah. Because I even was thinking today before I was coming, I was like, "Wait, is this going to be about my clients or whatever?" But it wasn't. I brought them up. Like there, you weren't. You didn't have an angle that made me uncomfortable. No, I mean, like for this, and I, and I purposely do it this way because i i feel like i don't do a ton of research i know who everyone is when they come but i want to get to know them as we go right um and yeah i mean i, I know people that have done cool things and talked to cool people but i'm not my goal isn't to be like hey man name all the famous people you know right <laughs> you know or, or anything like that but you I did mean, try to make me cry like oprah or barbara walters so, hey like, I you got that going close for you. too yeah <laughs> i heard it crack and i'm like don't do it don't do it. No, I've had a couple. I've only had two people, two people, um, not full cry, but almost cry. That's good though. That One means... told me ahead of time. They're like, I might cry during this. I'm like, fuck. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, thank you for letting me know. I'm going to keep this as light as possible. Well, it's better than yelling. Remember that R. Kelly interview where he yelled at Gail King, whatever. Oh like, God, this is my fucking life. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's great. I do. Yeah. Dylan was he was great, man. He really, really was. I got, I've been very, very lucky. And the food, like I was listening to the, because I'm going to tell you the truth. A lot of influencers, like a lot of that stuff, I just tune out mm. because I think it's pay to play. Yeah. But you had somebody on Cleveland Food or something. Food, there was uh, Food Babe. Oh, CLE, yeah. Yeah. CLE Foodcast. Yeah. And Lisa like, Sands. She's great. 
I like her now. She's the I was one like, that told me I'm about invested. Dylan. Huh? That, a referral. Oh, well, she I was told like, me about Dylan. I was like, I'm invested now. Because it was so good. It like wasn't what I expected. So that's good too. You're opening people up to things that for me, I get asked for free stuff all the time. It's great for marketing and you just pay me this much and then I'll pretend to like your juice. And I'm like, and then next week you'll like somebody else's. Like, I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to pay to play. But she's not like that. No, no, so no. So that's she what wasn't. I really like. She was really, you know, it's, it's her, she was very, very sweet. Um, when she came on, it was right during the uh, <laughs> the the scene magazine, like whatever the it was like the voting for the best oh, podcast the best up, yeah. in the city, and I ended up being one, and she was two, and we joked around during the so episode. So funny, yeah. But so I she's like, good about it. Oh yeah, I was just like, no, well, let's listen, let's talk I, I about it. I started it. I've been doing it twenty six years. I have all the backstage passes. I'm part of Airmark in the stadiums. Yeah. I have all the teams. I didn't win. I didn't even look yeah. because I knew it would upset me. But I know they didn't call me and say you won. So. Yeah, my wife like, told me. My wife's like, "Hey, you won." I was like, "Holy shit!" That no, I'm not like belittling yeah. what you did. Oh no, but not I'm at saying all. No, that no, no, like, no, 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 no. It came out totally different than I. No, 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 no. It's, it's good she it's... rolled with it because some people get very serious. And for me, whoever did when I love them, I love anybody that's spreading health. Yeah, and that's good that you were. Oh yeah, she it, was, it was something yeah. that we joked or even beforehand. I was like texting her before. She's like, "You know what? We're not going to know the results when we record this." But so. that's pretty cool because you are starting out relatively. I mean, I added your podcast, but there wasn't like it's not how many how long you've been doing it. Uh, three years. Yeah, like there's people that were doing a lot longer on there that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you do have a lot of fan that does. That's all based on real votes, by the way. That's well, not it's a also paid, I, I'm lucky. Like, be, I'm lucky because of my my format helps. You can't say lucky if I can't say it. All right, that's fine. Yeah, it's okay. I'm <laughs> well, glad you don't have an ego. Well, but, what I mean is yeah. because like I I'm lucky because I got a lot of support from the guests. You know, like like they're. But you're not lucky. You're just authentic, and you're a good Fuck. person. I know. I've been fortunate. I can't. Yeah. Is that a? Just I'm another... happy that being who I am brought me where I don't know. I'll figure it out when I accept yeah. something. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know. Just a lot of them came back and like voted for him. I appreciate that, man. That's that's cool. It's good. It it's... helps too, man. I've not. I'm not. I haven't had trouble getting guests in a long we time. Have to but... get... Are you getting like um? What do you call it now? Oh, when you can sell ads. I'm in kind of in the middle of it now, dude. I love that. Yeah, I love but I mean, that. It's it's but it's with I'm keeping it kind of within the family, so to speak. Cool. It's past guests, and it's got to be whatever I'm like, you like. Part, yeah, I want to partner yeah. with. I want to partner with the people that I like. But even if you I like, want to do that. A certain beer, it's okay if they pay you money to talk about Fuck it. Fuck yeah, yeah. Beer's beer. That's different. Yeah, like I mean, seriously. No, that's so cool. I you know, and I will say, and I'm not. It'd be tough for me to turn down some. I think, but. Like in the city, like in keeping Cleveland, there are some that I, I would, I'd say I'd prefer more. Right. Um, there honestly, there are some that I've kind of not. I don't want to say boycotted because who cares what I think? But I mean, there's some that I've I've stayed away from after talking to more like businesses and like uh um uh different businesses that are kind of like in different communities and they're like these aren't good partners because of the like I, town hall is not one I fuck with at all. I just don't. Um, you know, and it's for a lot of reasons, but I just, I feel like but that, whatever that your reasons a, are, that's your reasons. You're allowed to have it's, them. They're, they're in a click that I don't, it's like a high school click and it's not one that I want to be in. And, uh, just a lot of the things that I knew that I heard were confirmed. I was like, nah, I'm not in it. You know? And then they blocked me on Instagram. Like <laughs> They blocked you? Oh dude, they went on a binge, man. They really did. They, um, 
they didn't like they they had some issues with uh with protesters around 20 mid 2020 and uh one of their general the, the, this is such a the the Venn diagram that I would need to kind of even explain right. like the difference but like a general manager there I don't know if you know the story but a general manager there said something on Facebook or like go back to your something like yeah. that and it was kind of misquoted because he wasn't saying it to the person he said it to it was to someone else and to be honest he kind of was saying it in a he wasn't saying I don't know I think it was kind of blown up but he still shouldn't have said right. it um, but the funny thing was the guy that said it the general manager is also from Akron I played in a band with him when I was like 20 it's the fucking weirdest thing. It, that's how small the world is. Then, to make it even smaller, right? Um, they block me, whatever, and I, they block me because I was basically posting articles on my stories, not opinions. I was like, this happened. It was a scene right. magazine article, but apparently, I found that they 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 were blocking and and they were blocking and purging a lot of people. They were really taking care of their comments to make sure nothing good because they caught some shit for a while. Oh yeah, I remember they turned off comments. I remember they people did saying for that. a long time. Yeah, right. And then I find out that the uh, the lawyer that I was reading an article about the lawyer that was representing the protesters at town hall that were being like one was being sued for like, like maybe even charged with a felony for using like a bullhorn or something like that. The lawyer I played grade school football with. Shut up. Pete Patakos. I reached out to him and I was like, hey, man, I don't know if you remember me. We played grade school football together. I know you're the attorney. I'd love for you to. And he came on and we talked about it. It's just, it's just the connections to it are just, they're, they're never ending. It's destiny. I always tell people like as much as I hated sports, look what I do. What are the odds that I met Mark McCormick, the founder of IMG? Yeah. Like, first of all, not in anybody's fantasy world would that happen for like, I had no idea what IMG was. He was so decent. I said, is that like Jerry Maguire? And he's like. Something like that, honey. That movie <laughs> was made to make fun of them. That's how great he was. Yeah. But he was like, there's something about you. When you're in a good mood, everybody in the building's in a good mood. If I know people are in a bad mood, it's you. Like, you have this energy source that, like, whatever you're putting out there. And he's like, I just don't know how to make money off it yet. But it was, like, cute. Like, it was yeah. our joke. Like, you have a million-dollar smile on this energy. I just don't know, but I need you in the building. Yeah. So I was over there, and it's surrounded by sports and you know, for like the yeah. kid that didn't play sports and was that was all that was in the house. Your destiny's weird. there. But I think that I honestly think that's helped you because maybe that helps you not that's geek I mean. out in these scenarios. But even with like your connections, like it'll all come full. You're just it's it, crazy. it all makes sense later. And I try to tell <laughs> younger kids that freak out. I'm like, dude, don't worry about it. You're it's all gonna make sense one day. Yeah. It's all just Steve Jobs took calligraphy. What the hell would he ever use that for? But then when he was designing the phone, it came up. It, weird things like that just it'll all come together yeah it's bonkers yeah. it really really is but it's i think there's people that are going to support somebody more because they back trump or less and the fact is like you so many people go an extra mile to defend it well this is why i don't like the person and they said this or they're racist or they're this or that unless you really want to tell somebody why you don't that's your personal choice and you're that's america yeah if you don't want to deal with certain people in business, that's your choice. People have called me on it, and they're like, why can't you just play the game? I've had owners of, like, food distributing companies. Why can't you just be nice to him? And I'm like, because he's a scumbag, and he's a jerk, and this is what he did. Yeah, but for business, it's good. I'm like, dude, I don't – it's not important to me. I can't do it. 
I can't be that fake around someone I don't like. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. But I shouldn't even, I don't even have to go that far because I don't want to. Like, just because you think it's a good connection or being popular isn't that important to me. And I think in Cleveland, it's very clicky. And like, I see it with workout studios. Like, if you work out at this studio or you go to this Pilates class or you go this, then they're friends with this person and that person. I, it looks exhausting. Yeah. It looks completely exhausting to be part of a clique. I'd rather just be cool with who I want to be cool with. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, I don't, and I don't think that's like a weird request. No, we're out of high school. No, I know. How do I feel like I'm at Magnificat every day of my life? I'm like, dude, it's not that cool being popular. How do I encounter a 40 year old at times that doesn't know how to at behave on social media or in person? I just, I've had grown adults say, well, restore juice. They have more followers than you. And I'm like, how the fuck are you even, you're keeping track of my follow. I don't know my followers. <laughs> like, do you understand how insane that is? If anybody follows me for my rambling and my bunny pictures and everything else, I love them to death. Are you kidding me? Like, I, hey, can, I, I keep all my pictures of the guests. Right? <laughs> I, I don't even want to be on my yeah. social media. So <laughs> it's I, being popular is so overrated. Or I'm going to spend 10 hours standing on a chair to take a picture of something. I'm probably going to eat in two seconds. Like, it's not that important to me. It's not, yeah. it's not a priority. But if it's a priority to you in a food blog, good for you. We need those. It's just not me. Do you have a favorite spot food-wise? You know, um, I like Momocho, Eric. Mabucho. I don't know yeah. why. Always hits me. A lot of, I, I love you, Eric. I love you. I know I love you. You know I sell an $8 juice. I'm not saying it to be mean. Sometimes I can't afford it because it's just like, you know, but it's a nice treat. But, yeah. and those drink, it might be because I order a lot of drinks too, though. You know how your liquor bill is sometimes more than Dude, your food I, bill? My wife and I cannot go out to dinner and it's not $100. Yeah. And it's there you go. And 40 of its booze. So I just opened a new place, so I haven't gone anywhere. Cordelia, they're my friends. They've been, they invited me to the friends and family. I didn't go. I, I like the chef. I love all the pictures they're doing. I love Andrew, um, the owner, you know, like there's a group of them and I can't wait to go. I'm supposed to go tomorrow. Um, but there's so many new places. Dante, dude, Dante invited me to go out of the world, out of the world. And he made sure there was gluten-free stuff. I've sat at his chef table and, um, his staff has said that he does do extra when I'm there for whatever reason. He's one of the few chefs that actually respect me. And let me tell you something. That guy opened up Milan, in Milan, Nobu. He opened up Nobu in Milan. Still in his kitchen every day. He, at one of them at least. You can say whatever you want about him. He also is Robert De Niro's private chef. He's a pretty fucking good chef. And he's a good guy that's humble and still in his places. So I liked him. I always got along with Zach Burrell. People might not like him. I don't care. He's always been good to me. His places have always been consistently good. So there's a lot of places I like to go that are just consistently go. Mars Bar, I don't care what anybody says in Lakewood. I would come there more for Georgie and his Greek food. I, I'm i scared to drive through Lakewood all the time. Great food. Mars Bar is a very good... I've Mars, had good food. Yeah. Mar, Mars Bar's got good food. They got Thank good you. burgers. They got good You wings. walk in there, you wouldn't think so. No. They do have good food. Yes. I like that place too. Yeah. I just do. My wife and I go there a lot. So it's just like there's certain places I go and it's just, it, if it's good, I like it. Yeah. If it isn't, I don't care. Like, I don't care if it's popular or whatever. I haven't been to Marble Room. I know everybody goes. I went um, one time for work and I didn't care. Yeah. So it's, I know it's like the fancy place now. But Momocha, I've always had a good dinner. Never had a bad one. Um, I'll check out Cordelio. Dante's always taking care of me. Um, it, and it, if I've used a chef table and I've had clients, never, he won't post if he's not, Yeah, you know, if you don't want, if you don't actually ask him if he wants a picture, 
with them, they, he won't bother you. Yeah. He's not like that. Oh, cool. So, and that's cool. I never had a bad time with Simon. Uh, I mean, dude, fine. For me, I'm so easy, though. If you just found me a good dive bar with good fries, I, I'd marry someone. Yeah. Like, that's... A good food is more important to me than the ambiance. Hundred percent. When I, go I could to, care less yeah, where I am. Oh. I dated a Michelin chef. I've done that route. I've gone to Grants, Alinea. I've gone to all these places. Thomas, I've gone to the best restaurants in the world, and I love them. I love them. I sat down at Per Se in New York. They did like sixteen courses, Greek inspired. Well, of course, you're supposed to only have a bite. I ate the whole thing, so I was like, I don't know if I can finish this. I told the waiter, tell him to stop, and he's like, Oh, Chef Anna, I don't think I can. He's inspired all these things. I'm like, oh, God. And you're just there. So I don't want to do that. I just want really good food. I'm the same good way. company. You know, like when I, uh, uh, um, th- there's never a time where like someone comes in town and they're like, hey, where should I go? I don't say more. And look, I'm not against Marble Room. Right. It's just, I would never recommend that. I'm like, no, you got to go to Noble Beast. You got to go to LBM. Like those are the places that I right. recommend to people. You got LBM is a Viking heavy metal bar, and they have a fucking. I haven't been there yet. It's right over here. I gotta go there. It, where am I? Over here. Yeah. It's right on Madison. It's like it's like a mile from here. The place is small. It's maybe the size of this room, uh, outside of the bar. There's not many tables, but man, the uh, the uh, uh, it's all owned by these like these six guys that built everything in there, um. They're one of those places that the community will always get behind. They closed like maybe four times for COVID right. just to be safe. And as soon as they opened up, people flooded back in because they wanted to support them. Aside from that, amazing food. And they changed their menu like quarterly. Like every three months, they changed their menu. Right. Uh, Eric Ho, who's one of the, the 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 owners there, he came in and was talking about how they do that. They'll just go, you know, meat heavy. Then they'll go Asian infused. It's just, it's great. Oh, I would love that. Like yeah, I like changing. It's great. Yeah. It's really, really great. And then they also they also do a lot of different takes on poutine, which I love. Now, now yeah. you're talking my language. There's See? mushroom poutine, buffalo poutine, breakfast poutine. Had them all. Marchento used to have the best fucking fries ever, and I would just go there. Brightside still has them. Do they? Okay. They do. I Are checked. they doing it back the way? Brightside's much. Par, like, I, like, I, I miss Barcento. I do. I really yeah. like that place. They had the best fries in the city. I thought. And the soft best, inside, crispy outside. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the best breakfast pizza I've ever had in my Thank life. Thank you. And no, I remember question. I thought it was revolutionary that there was an egg on a pizza. Like as a chef, even I was like, "This is brilliant." I was like, "Does anyone is, else know about this?" Like, is this just a Cleveland yeah. thing? It is yeah. the best breakfast pizza I've ever had, hands down. So good. And uh, but Brightside, so we did go to Brightside um, when it opened back up. Um, it's very, very different. It's very cool. But my understanding was that the fries and the breakfast pizza are still there. Okay. And that was my. I'm not going to beat you up over it if it's not. Uh, that's what I was told because I specifically asked because we went about three weeks before Barchendo closed and we asked the guy working back there. We're like, that sucks because of the breakfast pizza and the fries. He's like, those I believe are staying. And when I was there. I saw the fries go by. I'm like, because like Barcento also or Brideside now. Right. It's not just the the fries were good. They would give you four pounds of it in like and, this little sleeve. And condiments galore. So good. So all many sauces, the different aiolis. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I was all over it. I used to love tartine, change chef. And that's, you know, it's that happens in the industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For chef change, like I love Johnny Mangoes. They had a pad tie. Ah, Johnny Mangoes. Ah. Yeah. So there's like. You know, it's just I usually stay in my neighborhood. We we mix up a lot. We we, we do. I mean, because right here, we're where we are, Lakewood. We have 
Ohio City, Tremont, downtown, you have so much in we're, we're 10 minutes away from everything. But as far as like our staples, Noble Beast is a very big one for us. Okay. I think they have, I think they are the best brewery in the city, hands down. I don't think it's even close. I think, because I'm, I'm a beer person too. Right. I think they have amazing beer. Their food is very, very good. And it's a fucking cool place to hang out. Um, But that, like, those are the places that I tell people to go. Like, you got to go here. Forget right. all that other crap, you know. Don't go to Wild Eagle Saloon. You know, you got to go to, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you might as well go to Houlihan's. Or you even, know? <laughs> like, I don't know what the West Side Market's doing now, but I'm like, no. Uh, we like, don't, it's very rare we do that. You can't get fresh stuff there anymore like you used to. Yeah, like, it's, it's, yeah. So I don't give people tourist traps. Same thing. Yeah, I'm like, what are the ones, like, when I go, uh, the, 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 the first time I went to Nashville, I had a friend that lived down there, and it was great. Because she took me to the places that weren't on the strip. Yeah. She's like, here are the Nashville places. That's like that, New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. This is where Nashville people go. Or like when I'm in Chicago, like I have friends that live there. They're like, this is where you go. Obviously, Wrigley Field is fucking great and Wrigleyville's fun, but that's not where you want to go. You want to go to the places where Chicago people yeah. go. Here's the best pizza place. Here's that. And I think it's important for me to know those things if someone comes in town. Like when I'm in... When I tell people Tremont, I'm like, you got to go to Literary Tavern. That's my joint. I love that place, you know? And it's I just anything. Like, what do you like? Do you like wings? Do you like pizza? Yeah. Breakfast? Do you like cocktails? I'm like, these are the places that this I like. This is where to go. Like, I used to, I haven't been to the Velvet Tang Room since they have a new owner. But, dude, French 75, two of those. Let me tell you something. You're going to have the best date of your life with me because I love those. I'm happy already. My wife discovered those, like, a year ago, and she loves them Yeah. Love that. And you love it because... She's happy oh, yeah. and yeah. she has, yeah. yeah. Those will knock you out. Oh, yeah. And then I'm like, you remember too, and then I have a window because if we went somewhere first, I'm like, thank God I live right by here because <laughs> yeah. the window could go dark. <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, a lot of people just always automatically assume, like, oh, you probably want to go here, you want to go there. No, no. And I just don't like chains. But for me, it's just what my family did. Yeah. I like the mom and pops. I like the independence. I don't need to go to Shake Shack, Steak Shack or whatever. Steak and Shake? Yeah. Okay. I know everybody loves it, but it's chained to me. I could find somebody that made a burger that's probably going to be equally as good. I agree. That I know their kid is in ballet school or something else. Like, I don't want to just give it to a big cop. It scares me because when you have all these big corporations, what's going to happen? They can price fix things and make a monopoly. Sure. Because they own so many of these divisions. Pepsi owns part of Pizza Hut and Pizza Hut. Like, it's so insensual that, like, we have to support independent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that is, I think that's the thing that I love about Lakewood the most. They don't let any chains in here. Not, there's like a Starbucks. Yeah, but that's, that's it. That's an acceptable one. Yeah. Chipotle. But, like, Cleveland, we used to never have them. Now they're moving in every two minutes. I'm like... There was a time when I was reading scene, it was like a new chicken place opening up. I'm like, dude, first of all, Cleveland alone is raising the prices of chicken across the country because we can't get enough fried chicken. Like there was five places. What the fuck happened? When did hot chicken become the thing? I didn't know. Can we get something else? (laughs) Maybe something else. Let's just work into another cuisine. Like something. It was all tacos and fried chicken. And I was like, okay, well, I, I like both. But the reality is like we do have to have more. Yeah. They're not going to be able to compete with these themselves. Yeah, it's like canes and whatever. And I know people love this stuff. I like I it and out. Get you it, know man. what? But it's like I have to think like, do I want like chains coming in that do 
pretty soon there won't be any independent flavors. Yeah. There won't be the bartender that remembers you, the owner that knows it's your birthday and gives you a piece of cake and says, hey, buddy, this drinks on me or whatever. Chains aren't going to do that. No, no, they're no, just no, no, not. no, no, they're not. And that's, yeah, that, that is a get, one of the things that I think a lot of spots in Cleveland are good at. Like Tremont's good at that. Yeah. Lakewood's good at that. Like, yeah, there are chains in Lakewood, but there are so, and the other thing I love about Lakewood, is not just the non-chain thing, but it's, they have places that have been here for 30 years and yet I still get new stuff. Yeah. Like that's. That, like I haven't been to I, Southside since COVID, but they used to have a black grouper sandwich. Ooh. Did you ever have it? It was good. Uh, I, we, yeah. we kind of stopped going. So I haven't been there. It was. It's gotten. That's what I heard. I I hate saying no, no, it no. too, man. You're I do. just. It's it's not very... the service. I don't care if th- things take yeah. long. I don't. I hey. bartended and waited tables for three years. I completely understand if you're busy and shit takes long, but the the food's gotten really bad. The and the first time I was like, you know, man, off day. I'm right. cool with that. And then it happened again. And then I've talked to other people like, it's just, it's gotten bad. And I, and it bums me out because I don't want. Cause you missed it. You liked yes. it. You're not bad. Nothing. You're just saying like your experience and your taste buds, but it's, it is hard. That's what I said. Like when Johnny Mangos got sold, like that pad tie was different. And I yeah. hate to say it cause I love that place, but it is weird to think like if a chef isn't training people, they really can fuck your restaurant up. Because oh, yeah. if they leave and you're, or if you want to cut corners, people are going to know. They Your will. Food, don't sacrifice the food. And again, I'm, I'm For not, me, I would never sacrifice the food. Yeah, and you mentioned, I'm the same way. I am not a dude that goes into a place and needs, I am not high maintenance. I do not I need do a not need a lot. playing next to Yeah, me. I need some beer. I need some whiskey. Yeah. You got potato skins? Fuck yeah, let's do it. First of all, making good wings is hard. Very I've hard. I've had really bad ones. People, like, I, yes. Thank you. Making fries is really bad. And please don't charge me over $10 if they're frozen because I that's going to insult me. Like if they're just the frozen pre-made, like, yeah. you know, I'm ones I could get at the grocery store. If, I don't mind paying for it. If somebody said, tells me, where do I get good wings? I got five places ready to go. I'm like, yeah. people will tell you this. This is my opinion. But I'll also do it like you want the big kind of thick ones, too, that are made well. Here's where I think you should go. Consistently. Yes. And that's why people always say to me, why were you always at your place? Well, right now, because till people are trained, it has to be consistent Mm -hmm. because that's everything. Uh, Somebody could have a great meal at your place one time and then the next five times it sucks. 100% it can. Guess what? They're never, you lost them for In the first times, the hardest one. If I have a bad first experience there, I'm less like, because if I've been to a place three or four times and the fourth one, I'm like, oh, that wasn't as good. I'm like, it's cool, man. We all have off nights. I'm coming back. But if my first one's not good, it's going to be tougher to get me back. It, it's cr- And they did a study that if somebody has a good meal, they usually tell three out of ten friends. If they have a bad meal, they'll tell nine out of ten friends. Oh, I tell. Oh, yeah. I, because you're, That's the Yelp effect, And man. we work hard right now with inflation. We work hard for our money. Everybody does. So don't mess it up. I even tell my clients when they come in, every single customer, and the building manager's like, why do you do that? I'm like, because... I respect people and the money that they're giving me for my dream. Yeah. So I'm like, if there's something you don't want and you don't like, don't throw it out. Don't like call me, tell me, text me. I'll make it right. If you can't come back in, I'm going to reimburse you or I'm going to make you something else because taste this presence. And I don't want you to walk around going that fucking place. They said it was great vegan and it sucked. Or they said that, you know, it was great this and it sucked. I don't want that because now you're an ambassador for bad branding. Right. Yeah. Like my whole business was built on, Word of mouth. I've never, people are like, how'd you get the teams? Never went after them. They found me. And they're like, no, but like, how did you get the Yankees or these people? And I'm like, 
No, I just made a product that came to me. Like the ones I told you from LA, like I don't go that far. I don't ask. I guess I should, but I just don't. Like they found me. So if you have people that are equally invested to tell people you suck, yes. you better offer that. There's people that will never reimburse them. I would never do that. Okay. You suck because guess what? Good luck staying open it that long. Like it's but you just can't. I know chefs that won't put salt and pepper on the table because they say that they season their stuff perfectly for your mouth and your taste buds. Dude, I I, I remember that's kind of hard to grasp because everyone's different. Thank you. But the psychotic. I remember the first time I was in Montreal. Granted, they did it right. It's one of the best steaks I've ever had in my life. But uh <laughs> I ordered something. They were telling people no. It's like, psychotic. It's I, and I was young. I was I was maybe twenty seven at the time, and I was like, uh, you know, I'm in this fancy restaurant. I think our bill is like four grand. Obviously, yeah. I didn't pay, but like, I was like, oh, I have a steak. Yeah, that I very rarely have steaks, especially in a nice place. And I was like, steak. Uh, I'll have it immediately. And the guy's like, and we'll cook it. I'm like, well, I kind of like, yeah. Shut up. We know how to cook it. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I saw the guy right next to me order a steak and then he ordered an appetizer and they turned down the appetizer. Like, no, that doesn't go with the, the, your entree. Yeah. Pick something else. And I am like, what the fuck is happening here? Granted, they were all right. Everything was perfect. <laughs> but still. And they could do that. Yeah. Like their they clientele could. would like, do leave. it. Leave. We don't care. But like, we're also very, like, we're in Ohio. Yeah. Like, swallow your, honey, first of all, I always tell these chefs. If any of us were such a big deal, wouldn't we have outgrown it? Still kept a place here like Michael Simon and been in Vegas. Yeah. Everywhere. Wouldn't Nobody's looking for us anywhere. <laughs> Nobody's looking. Like, we could put the ego on the side. We don't have any Michelin stars. We, I don't think we have any James Beard winners in Cleveland presently. Jill has been nominated a couple. Jill Vade has been nominated. But she didn't. Yeah. yeah. Sawyer was the but, last yeah, one. Yeah. He's gone. So it's great to be nominated. I think that's... Sure. She's amazing. Yeah, she's great. Um, But these egos. Oh, I know, yeah. We're the help. Like when people like you don't have a big ego, I'm like, because I'm the help. Also, hey man, I don't think you should put ketchup on a steak. Yeah. But if but someone if does, before, man, they bought it. It's you theirs. should see the shit that people order sometimes. I'm like, they're like, do you think that goes together? I go, no, but I don't eat what you eat. No, but I don't care. Yeah. Like, and it's a, if it makes you happy, dude, I'm going to do it. What you're wearing doesn't go together. Yeah. But I'm not going to bring it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it, it's so funny because I'll have these conversations with people. I'm like, you're either a psycho or really have a big ego. Because especially with COVID, when it says it They're changes your taste buds. Exclusive either. No, but I, I'm like, these people are crazy. And then it's always the ones I hear talking about me. Even though I'll bring you to my big events, introduce you to all the people. I did a Earth to Table dinner at Chef's Gardener with Farmer Lee Jones. Sold out, all these people. I brought so many chefs because if I'm in a position, I want to build other people up. Like, you want to meet Farmer Lee? Come to my dinner. Come help me with it. Yeah. Then I hear, and it's always a lady who's talking bad about me. Oh, it sucks. She can't cook. Dude, you know what, honey? I'm not worried if you think I can cook or he thinks I can cook. You know who I'm worried that who thinks I can cook? My clients. My paying clients. And if they're happy yeah, yeah. and they're actually thanking me and sending me thank you texts, you can suck my big toe. Because the reality is, like, your opinion of what I do doesn't matter. But they're the first ones to throw you under the bus. And I'm like... It was weird because it was such a big community, and I would always invite everybody to everything and share my contacts, and then you just would hear from people. And then, you know, in the back of your head, like, why were they so comfortable to talk bad about me in front of you of four friends? Because then you don't want to see the world that way, you know? But so chefs I, get too competitive. I, I, 
I always wonder. I always wondered about that scenario. Yeah. Because some people are like, why were they so comfortable talking shit about me in front of you? I, and I think there's a little bit of a maybe they think you're going to join in. I also think that they kind of hope that person will relay what you said, what they said. I really think that. That's so weird that they want to hurt the, you when you help them. I, I think I think it, it, it's the that inflated, oh, when they hear what I think, it's going to change. Yeah, like, or I've helped people get on the Food Network and they're like, I hear them talk bad about me. I'm like, dude, like, and then finally this one chef, um, Adam, told me, he's like, well, you know what it is. And I'm like, what? And he's like, because celebrities, I'm like, so we're all still in high school again. Because the person that you had a poster on the wall, I cook for and I'm the help. You're jealous of. Like, it all goes back to high school. <laughs> So high you're jealous of really, me. High school doesn't stop. It really high doesn't. High school sucked for me, too. We By the way, it was we not my glory days. We just graduate to a different form yeah. of clicky bullshit, man. We do. That's why any child that's having a problem, if you kids are listening out there, if you're a loser, be thankful. You're going to do amazing things in your life. Because people that only peak in high school suck. They don't do anything else for the world except be jealous and hate on it. Because everybody I've talked to that's actually gone on to great success or even like artists and athletes... They weren't the most popular kids. Maybe the athletes, some of them, right? But it was like they were dedicated to something else. Like, it's okay to be a geek because I'm not always looking for the applause of everybody. It's nice, but I don't need it. Yeah. I don't need every chef in the city to love me and be like, she's great. I don't care. I don't care if you don't get along with Dante. I do. I don't care if you don't get along with this guy. I do. Like, the people I back are the people I really back. Yeah. And if anyone needs help identifying who those people are, they wear a class ring. Uh, they talk about a championship they won in high school. You've probably seen them jokingly, but in that quotations, wear their Letterman jacket, even though I think they just wish they could just wear their yeah. Letterman jacket. Or uh, they go back to the well 10 years later and they marry somebody from high school. Or they're a chef that has their brand tattooed on them, talks about themselves in third person. and um, oh, Joe would never do that. No. There's only one Anna. <laughs> like... I remember I was talking to this guy, Chef. He's like, there's only one so-and-so. And I was like, he has a unique name. And I was like, wait, are you talking about yourself? He's like, I'm like, oh. Or no, some no. other asshole with That's the same like, name. <laughs> let's go through the other seven <laughs> options for a serial killer right now. Because I listen to podcasts, clearly. But it's crazy, the ego. I'm like, there's so many young. Like, I want to check out that road. Did you go to Roadhouse Pie? What is that place called? Roadhouse Pie. I don't think wait, so. Wait, it's in Lakewood. Is. is it called Roadhouse Pie? Some young chef. It's getting like tons of. You have to oh, re- wait, is it an actual pie place? I'm thinking of pizza. But I think they actually have food. Oh, no, I don't know. Because they started following me and then I was looking at it. I'm like, I want to go check this place out. Oh, I don't. It's not Roadhouse. That was another. No, don't look up Roadhouse. Texas that's, Roadhouse. Anyone? Yeah. No, that's an Instagram model <laughs> friend that. Nope. <laughs> What is it called? Roadhouse Pie. There is a pie place that I thought open, but because when I heard it, I thought it was a pizza pie Road food pie. Road food pie. Okay. R-O-O-D. Oh, rude. Okay. English is not my first language. No, 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 no. I don't think it's it's polite to tell me I don't pronounce things right. I'm joking. First of all, I didn't tell you. I just pronounced it correctly. No, you're trying to speak English, honey. This is how you... Did you go to school here? This is how you sound it out. Let's be let's be fair though. You said you can't oh, pronounce shit. your own last name. I almost said something so douchey. Look at how many followers they have. Oh. Kicking my butt in followers. Yeah, it's, 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 if it's the place that I think you're talking about, it's called it's rude. R O O D. And it's down, I think, oh, Madison. Oh, follow me and my personal. Now yeah. we're friends for life. They love, love you. Love you. Because you guys are a big deal. Look at this. 
But the rude. food pictures look amazing. Rude food pie. Yes. I know. I okay. want to go eat. Have you eaten there? No, never. Dude. We walked by it. Uh, it's down Madison, not not super far, but far enough where I don't know. We just we haven't been there yet. And I like it because I like had DM'd her, and she was like a young chef, and I always want to be the girl that I wish I had when I started out. Damn, some of this stuff is really good. She was so cute. She was like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited!" You know, like let me know when you're coming in. I'm like, I'm "Don't go treat me like I'm a big." There's a pigeon. I'm looking at this dude. Right, of a, a pigeon Wellington. This looks delicious. It's crazy. And when I first. Huh. Well, the, maybe they started like two years ago. I lose track of time really easily. I have no concept anymore yeah. after COVID. Yeah. Because I know they started out, but we have a lot of mutual friends that follow. Oh, Farmer Lee Jones. Just talking about him. I'm going to reach out to him and be like, I was just talking with. <laughs> yeah, you, should, you know what? You should do a podcast with him. That man has an amazing story. Do you know him? I don't think so. He's. Actually, he just went to Italy with Rachel Ray. He has a farm. What? Yeah. He has a farm that... I was so intimidated to cook with him, and it was so funny. About the beginning of my career, he was like, Michael Simon and Jonathan Sawyer should be watching their back. She's going to be the future of food. And I was like, yeah. please don't say that. And I was super shy. Isn't that funny? Now you're like, no way. But for me to speak at Roots, he does a food conference. He does the White House like garden he is like he's the number one gardener like farmer disney pays more for his product but less for insurance cuz they use his product wait who is this again mm-hmm. what is the you got to give me this name before you go well it's lee but um it's his thing is under farmer lee jones but he would be fascinating because they lost everything and they had to start their farm over after bankruptcy i should wait for him to tell you and the story is incredible. They started working with chefs. But like Grant from Alinea, all the top chefs in the world, they use him. Okay. I think I, I someone has see? mentioned, yeah, someone yeah. has mentioned him to me before. But we're good friends. He actually texted me the other day and I forgot to call him back. So I will mention it because he's such an amazing human being and his story's great. And it was like one of those times, like, I can't believe this is one of my good friends. And yeah, like, oh, even yeah. if I want to go and stay at his place, like they have this cool kitchen that they built for chefs to come and experiment. And then this like suite with a hot tub and all this other stuff. He'll just throw the keys given to me. Trust me completely, which I would tell everybody, maybe not with me, maybe not. But he's such a nice human being. Ah, some people just built differently, you yeah. know, like, like they don't have that, that instinctive. Maybe I should give them this keys. Yeah. They're just like, they go into everyone just thinking like, hey, man, this person, I'm with you. And I'm not even a client because yeah. I can't, you know, a lot of the products vary. My price point's not there. It's not a sit-down dinner. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He's still my friend. I'm worried about you. Miss you. How are you doing? Love you. Like, that's a real friend. Yeah, that's There's cool. no money between us. There's nothing else. But he does have the best product in the world. I would use it. I'll check him out for sure. I've already yeah. followed him and Rude. It's not. Look at us. Look at us making double dates. All I need Gosh. is a date, gentlemen. I have. I was supposed to have a date tomorrow with this guy that's from NASA that put rover on Mars, and he was so excited. Yeah, dude. How'd you find this guy? They find me again. Huh. I am a magnet, of all things. Um, but <laughs> he was so impressed with my job, and I was like, dude. Finally, I was like, you put something on Mars, like. 
You work for, that's so cool. That's out of my mind that you did that for NASA. Like, let's talk about that. He's like, oh, I hate talking about work. I'm like, I, I'll get to him though. This isn't your fault. You would be hard to date, I think. Why? Because normal guys that don't have like kind of cool jobs, I, 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 I think they'd be like, fuck, that's just. They get jealous. There, there is a. There is a very real in terms of like 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 men being intimidated by women. Yeah. It, I don't think it's for the reason that women think. No, it, it they're not like men don't like strong. That's bullshit. That that it's. I'm not saying there aren't men that don't like that. There statistically, are. the facts don't support that. No, there there are, but there is a. If, if like say I'm in a I'm in a bar like I've never been someone that could cold call a girl and t- and walk right. up to a girl in a bar. I've never been able to do that. But if say you're in a bar. And I kind of have an idea who you are. And someone's like, that person does this, this, this. And I'm like, I am intimidated because I'm like, what the fuck am I going to bring to this conversation? Right. Like I sell copiers. Like yeah. I, I work here. or I do this. Like that's the, the, the intimidating factor where it's like men are intimidated by certain types of women. That's true. But it's because they, it's not because they don't want to talk to them. It's because they think that they don't have anything to offer the initial conversation. And do you know what the funniest thing is? I just want someone to talk to me about nothing yeah. like what show you like or like for me it's always like that's so it's an interview i've got on so many first dates that i want to scratch my eyeballs out tell me how you got into this and what dude i just want can i just i be a girl yeah. and you be a guy and you just ask me my favorite color or what i like to eat or where I where I want to travel when it's I grow up. Paranoia, like I, I would. Do you I, like Seinfeld? Can but we I make, would be that guy. Like, yeah, I would Family be that, Guy. Yeah. Can if yeah. I quote Family Guy, do you get it? Like, do you get my sense of humor? Yeah. Or will you be like, I don't know what she's talking about? But it's I don't think I'm that cool. And like, obviously, if I'm going on a date, like, I think you're pretty cool. Yeah. So like, you already made it. You're like already made it. It's. Yeah. But it's it's hard, and then you do date someone. It is very hard because. If I was dating somebody that had young Playboy models, and most of the athletes are under 30, in perfect shape, texting them at all hours, and like, I'm one of the guys, but, you know, yeah, hey, know. sexy, what are you doing? Or they'll show me, like, some of the stuff they send me is hilarious, but I know it's very, could be taken the wrong way. Sure. You guys find weird stuff on the internet. That's all I'm going to say, weird stuff. <laughs> and I appreciate it. But if I was... If it was my boyfriend's phone and I looked at it and it was some girl like naked or whatever, I'd be like, dude, like, come on. <laughs> like, it's an insecurity, of course. For sure. Age, beauty, whatever, wealth. But it, if I wanted to date that, believe me, I get asked out. I've tr- I've dated a couple athletes before. That's not what I want. It's too much temptation. I'm too insecure. Yeah. To be quite honest, I'm way too insecure. I think most people are. Because if I go out with someone that's that fit, I get all sorts of eating craziness. And it's not in a cool way where I don't eat. It's in a toddler way where I lift up my shirt and say, does my stomach look big? Like, I'm three years old. Like, look at my belly. <laughs> look at, And that's weird. People don't tend to really like that in public. Yeah. And uh, my days don't really respond well. So for me, it's like I just know I can't handle that. I It's too much for me. But I think that people do get intimidated and they're like, what do you mean you go to the Masters every year? What do you mean you get to do this? Or what's worse, I'm like the Cupid doll. Oh, I'm gonna get to go to games. I'm gonna get to meet these people. Yeah. I'm in a party, so I'm like in a hell of no dating. Yeah, I, I do. Like I, people I, I think don't... I'm so sexual. The people that talk about it the most, guess what? They're not dating anybody. No, they're working, and nobody. The people they like are scared to ask them out, 
and the people that are asking them out want to use them. So you're like, I, I, I just do, want a normal guy. I do think that find me a normal I, guy with a boring job. That sounds like heaven to me. Uh, heaven. I do honestly. I, I think that is, and I am a guy that would have a problem with that because I, I would psych myself out before it even started. It, it's just been a part of I'd my like, life. I have nothing to offer this conversation. This woman is but she's you too interesting. But, she does this. She does that. And I'm like, I don't do shit. But because, and I, I guess I do have to take a step back. When I hear my bio, I'm like, who the fuck is this girl? She sounds like a big deal. Awesome. But that's not my everyday life because I stay in the moment. And it's very hard for people because they're like, well, we go to a place and the, the owner picked up the check. I'm like, isn't that awesome? But that can be very upsetting to a guy or I went on a date once and the owner chef sat there the whole time talking to us and he was like and I was like well he was trying to like be nice and hang yeah. out but then like He's where like, are you gonna go do they have poppers yeah and then they're like <laughs> they really didn't go on a date with you right they went on a yeah. date with Anne on the raw and it's just different like this one poor kitty owns a company that you would know so he was on the same show Cleveland Hustle I'm like oh we'll get along Went to the Cavs game and he was getting all weird. I'm like, why are you acting weird? And he's like, got wasted. Like, wasted. Like, you know, kind of like you're going to take your clothes off on a plane because you think you're home. Wasted. Like, yeah. But he was so wasted. I was like, why are you doing this? He's like, Anna, do you know we walked in to like courtside? I'm like, yeah, I told you. And he's like, and everybody knew you. The cheerleaders were like, Anna's here. Saf saved you. Bought. Like bobbleheads? Bobbleheads. Yeah. What do you Americans say? Bobblehead. But the bobbleheads. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, and the players were waving. I'm like, but you know they're my clients. He's like, he, that's that was our last date. Yeah, he's okay. very intimidated. I, I understand couldn't the intimidating that. part. I don't think blacking out was the best way to no. handle that. And I would have been, if I was a guy, I'd be like, this is fucking cool. Like, this is great. But you can't tell somebody how to feel. No, you can't. And I would have had that. I think I'd have been like, "This is really awesome. This, this is, is awesome. Really Can we awesome. do this every time?" I think, I, but I would have to get to like the the fourth date or the third. It wasn't date. the first one. Yeah, it wasn't the first one. But I would have to get to that point. Yeah. I, I think I would. I would psych myself out before it even started. Like, I, just the even the initial going up and saying hi. I wouldn't. I'd be. I don't think too I'm afraid. ever gonna tell people where our seats are. I'm just gonna be like, "Do you want to go to a game?" Last minute. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah. By the way. That's a really good idea. Because as my clients say, you're not happy unless you're in the locker room. I'm like, and while well, I should sit on the bench, yeah. I want the best seat, but I'm just that person. Yeah. But like, it's, it's hard. It's lonely. It is. It's very lonely. So that's probably why I'm so attached to my clients. But anyways, Dr. Phil, you have just gotten a lot of stuff out of me. Hey. And now somebody that's going to try to use me is going to listen to this and be like, I just got to act like I'm normal and I care. Oh, someone I know is going to reach out to me and be like, she's single. I'm like, it won't work. Yeah. But it, it's hard to find that because then it reflects poorly on you. And I'll never forget, like, Mark Steinberg, Tiger's agent, was like, what's up with your boyfriend? And I was like, what? And he's like, he acts weird all the time. I'm like, well, he's, you know, you're Mark Steinberg. And he's like, and he makes you look bad. You need somebody that gets it. So then there's an added pressure, like, don't yeah. geek out so much that you don't say anything because it makes everybody uncomfortable. Yeah. But like when I was at the Masters one party, there's Wayne Gretzky coming in, then a president, then another day, and I'm talking to people. And he's like, what am I supposed to say? Dude, these are legends. And I'm like, hey, but they're just humans right now. Yeah. But it's you have to either see it that way or not. And I think it takes a minute to well, get I, used I, to it. I, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Or I you have to have you. a person like your mom and dad. She's clueless, like I'm clueless, and somebody that can do. Yeah, you still need be a, like, you need, <laughs> yeah, you need a boyfriend. I need that your does daddy. Not watch sports. <laughs> like, like it's like right. It's it's just you. You get somebody that's 
or they like sports, but they know how to say it. Sure. Like, do you know who that is? That's one of the greatest baseball players, like your father said. Like, yeah. The, it's someone that gets it without being weird or freezing up. It's hard. It's a unicorn. My brother said, I'm looking for a unicorn. You are. Yeah. You are. I'm not saying he's not out there. He's probably in the area code, truthfully. Well, by that time, I'm going to be 500 pounds because I'm going to be eating my feelings till I meet Mr. Right. But it's, it's yeah. You're well, lucky. See, people that oh, find dude, their mate, I am, I am, so lucky. No, I, I, I am That's lucky. what you're lucky about. And we look weird together. So what? You should. We do. I mean, we look strange like, together. Like weird. Is she like a Siamese twin or something? She's much more attractive than I am. Does she have like another? Head? She came. So we're going to a, we're going to a wedding in like three weeks, and uh -huh. she came downstairs today, and she's like, "Hey, the dress I got came here," and I was just like, "Fuck, I gotta get my shit together." Yeah, but she, <laughs> she loves was you so much. But she looked amazing. You're like a smoke show just walked through here, and I'm like, and I'm like what I am I going to wear? Today. But it's it's easier for guys. You could just show up. I know, no, it's like totally as long is. as we it love totally someone is. and they're funny. If you could make me laugh, I could care less what you look like. Honestly, oh, that's so, so much more that's important. The to most me. underrated, underrated, the most underrated characteristic. I don't understand. Like when. I used to think when people had good sense of humor, I used to think that was always a bullshit line. Yeah. It's not. I don't know how anyone could be around somebody that isn't like, uh, like I have a ton of friends or former friends, or whatever that they're constantly texting. Like, Hey man, let's get out this weekend. Go golf. some. I got to get out of the house. I'm like, why did you marry someone? You don't like being around. Thank you. Like my wife is my drinking buddy. She's my traveling companion. That's She's what I She's the want. one I go everywhere with. And I have friends that are like, well, he didn't do this. So I'm cutting him off sex. What? Wait, that's the free perk of being married. What are you talking about? Like, yeah. you're allowed to do this whenever you want. You're well, like, he didn't do this or that. So you're his mother or his wife. Yeah. Because this sounds weird to me. And I have friends like that. I'm like, no, no, no. That's why he's going. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Golfing every. It's weird. Yeah. Like, you have to find someone that's Got to get out of the house, man. Got to get out of the house. Oh, Can you God. imagine? It's your own home and you're. You don't want to go home? Well, that's and honestly, and she's joked around, but she's like, I'm, she's like, on paper, you're an amazing husband because you don't. She's like, your hobbies are jujitsu and podcasting. You don't play golf. Yeah. You don't do fantasy football. You don't have poker night with the guys. She's like, she's like, that's one of the things I love about you. Is like, you don't do that shit. I'm like, I just it, can't. You don't put yourself in a lot of temptation that's unnecessary. Because a lot of times, I think a lot of these clients I have and stuff, they really don't not love their wife. But it's only so much when you're drinking with your boys or you're golfing or you're doing this, that stupid stuff happens. So a lot yeah. of times it is just like, be happy at home. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, God, especially in the last like two years. Especially one in third have herpes. Did you miss that whole peanut butter story I told you? Uh, yeah, but I didn't. But one peanut, in third. But, but, but like you but peanut butter yeah. cures herpes. No, not doesn't eating. Cure. Not it eating. It doesn't. You don't get when an outbreak. When you stop eating peanut butter, herpes is cured. That's what I heard. Uh, well, I would say that you don't get cured, but you don't get an outbreak as often. I'm going to edit, I'm gonna edit this so it sounds okay, like non-peanut. If you don't eat peanut butter, you can't get herpes. That's oh. essentially what happens. So be congratulations great, to everybody. Yeah. I do have people that listen that are stupid enough to believe that. So, all right. Yeah, it's not. It They'd just be like, do I rub it on? They'll be DMing you. Obviously. Do I rub it on the you obviously rub obviously. it on the You rub it on the infected area. <laughs> it can't be. It's got to be creamy, not chunky. Yeah. It's got to be Jif. <laughs> and they'll be like, yeah, that makes sense. What was no, I actually, thinking? You have to, it's got to be Skippy. That way you skip the herpes. And That's... then a little Nutella on top, and you're good. <laughs> Wrap that shit up and go. Yeah, yeah. Your herpes should be like an hors d'oeuvre. You have to really dress it up. <laughs> dress it's... it up so it goes away. Yeah. So it's there's so many things you have to worry about. Oh, God. 
I I do not envy you being. Plus, I can't imagine dude, think what about it's like it. to try to date somebody now. Anybody that has any kind of standards at all, now they have this device called the phone. That I have that, girlfriends man. that are beautiful. I'll never understand this. I don't know if somebody's dad works nights or what what's going on, but they will go on an app, go to a stranger's house, which let's forget about all the dangers. Stranger danger, nobody remembers after school specials. To have sex without any date. So, like, if you can get a girl that's a total smoke show in her 20s that's going to go to your house. Like, I was like, is this, like, for Uber? Did you get a five-star rating? They're like, don't make it sound so cheap. And I'm like, but did you go on a date? Make it sound good. <laughs> like, but you didn't think it's great for guys. Hell yeah, But the is. reality is, is that's why women complain, like, it's so hard to find someone that wants to settle down. Why would they? They All they need is a phone. Like, and they have a variety unless they're ready and really find someone they love. Yeah. But you're not even getting to know them. Also, and I know this is not. Freaks popular. me out. This is not people, some of the, that people like hearing. If they are ready to settle down, they're not settling down with that girl. No. And I try to tell my girlfriends and they don't. They're not. It doesn't have to be politically correct for it to be how men think. I was, I'm surrounded by men 90% of my life. Like athletes, I know how they think. You're they will pass you around and it doesn't have to be right or equal. It just is what it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, what do you want to do? Just not be part of that group or yeah. complain about the rules of the group it, because it's, it's, you're it's not going to change it. Well, look that's at this the reality. Thing. And this is, you know, and I've, I've, I've talked about this a couple of times with some friends of mine. Like what, like what professional athlete has a porn star wife? Zero. Yeah. What billionaire CEO is it? They don't. It's they, a light. It becomes a liability don't. to them. Yeah. They can't like They'll get that. date them. Yeah. And by I'm being very loose with the right. term date, but they're not going to marry you. But so like this girl that's working all the time and she wants to go on a date, like leave a house, you know, yeah. do something. Well, I can get a girl that's super hot. Like it's, it's a nightmare now. Yeah. Oh my God, I would. Yeah. Phone. I, I couldn't even, and you know what? They've really done a lot of studies on this too. That it's getting bad. Like it's, I mean, like, yes. Like I think it's probably even getting worse for uh, uh, men, arguably, because if you go to like dating apps, and they have like like analytics on these dating apps. So take a uh, um, uh, Tinder. I guess that's the most popular. Right. Um. Ten percent of the men get all the attention on those apps. All 100% of the women swipe to the same 10% of the men and ignore the other 90%. Without even trying to get to know them. Not even close. Like, so what if he's not... I tell my friends all the time, do you ever just talk to someone and they're not your type? You could have one date. Like, aesthetically, my brother's always like, which one of your boyfriends did you love the most? And I tell him, he's like, real. And you went out with some hot guys. I'm like, Greg, women aren't... Like, I'm just not wired like that. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. are. Like, the reality is, like... That guy was awesome. He was funny. He was fun. I, that's the person I loved. You asked me, I'm telling you. It just, it's weird. It's men and women are so different. And as much as they keep trying to say we're not and we're equal, we're not. Biology is just so different, at least not in my also, equal, DNA. Equal means same. It doesn't have, yeah. it, it doesn't mean, when you say that men and women aren't equal, it doesn't mean that you don't, that one shouldn't vote. It just means the same. They're not the yeah. same. Exactly. Men and men aren't the same. We should make the same pay equal yeah. rights, but like when I'm saying like men and women are yeah. equal, they're just not men, like these are facts. Men are hist are historically taller than women. Right. That's just a true thing. No matter how fit you are, they don't really let a lot of men. You see this in the transgender right now. With they have to 
test their testosterone level, yeah, 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 yeah. there is a difference. They will not be able to swim as a woman, even though they are a woman. Yeah. And they identify as that unless they have gone through the process where their hormones balance out. Yeah. And that is just what I'm saying. And that takes time. Yes. Like the, that takes a lot of time. Like I've seen on TikTok a couple of times and they're really interesting. Like in, uh, I talked to one like the other day about it. Cause I messaged, I was like, that's, I've never seen like that. Not, most people haven't. It was basically like, you know, me on testosterone day one, day 30, 60 days, one right. year, two years. And I'm like, I didn't realize like, obviously it's, it's, there's some su- super profound effects and impacts on it. I don't think most of us really know, but it's the time that it takes to, it does. And I'm not saying that they're not a woman when they identify as a woman from Fuck day no, one. I don't care. What no. I'm saying is that the biology of it, they, even in sports, they legally have to wait till they're just like someone is to get steroids. Is that, is that a rule now? For Olympics, yeah, it, absolutely. Oh, for Olympics is okay. yeah, not for school. Yeah. They were trying to question it for colleges. I don't think you're going to be able to do that because you're not supposed to be making money as a no. professional sport. They don't have enough exam. They're still aren't enough examples of it, either. right? Yeah, it's still so, so for early. me. I think it's like petty. I think if it's something that's really Olympic, like you're trying to get the best. I mean, I don't know. I'm glad I'm not in charge of any of these decisions, but honestly. No, me neither. Because I don't know what it's like to live like that. It has to be horrible to be identifying as something different. So it's I can't even put my thoughts into that. No, I could Because I, 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 yeah. I just always identified as this. So it's like for me, I just – I can't even – you know, I, I'm just well, glad it's not my choice. Of, like, because you know, like, especially in like what we're talking about in terms of like the sports, um, the longer they wait to transition, it's not their fault. The longer right. they wait for transition, they have more of that physiological advantage. If you're transitioning when you're a lot younger, then the advantage isn't as prevalent because right. because you don't have you know 25 years of you know male tendon strength and bone density and reaction time right. and all those things. But but then it's also like. There's people that have trained you want their to whole do that life. As, as a nine-year-old. Do you want to transition? As a, I don't know. It's, that's what there just so aren't, there isn't enough data. And that's why it. when people have an opinion on everything, I'm like, I really don't. I want everybody to be treated with respect, yeah, and love and understanding. And I don't have to understand it to accept it and respect it. But I'm glad I'm not in charge of any of those choices yeah. or decisions because I'm just I, I just, can't even wrap my head around you know, it. All I want is that person to figure that out the easiest and most painless and fastest way yeah. possible. I don't know. There's enough pain in the world. But they transition. A lot of them transition late because they're confused or don't know or they're afraid. Yeah. It's depends on how you're raised. Not yeah. Depends on where. Yeah. (laughs) You know. I mean, I imagine somebody that's transitioning in California has a much easier time than someone transitioning. Don't go to Texas. Fuck that. Don't go to Florida. (laughs) Don't go to West Virginia. Yeah. No. You think they got a lot of just open discussions? You won't make it out. Like (laughs) it's terrifying. It's horrible. So it's it's just uh, that's why I think there will always be differences yeah and that's why when all my friends are like and they all end up crying like i don't understand i'm like i shouldn't tell her that she just like they never date like she doesn't want to hear the truth so now i'm always like do you want to hear my perspective or do you want me to be nice and they're like i just want you to be nice i'm like fuck that you know he (laughs) he's gonna come around he loves you like you know but it's like i just need to know because i'm more logical like being raised around men like i'll just solve your problem like you want me but then now I've learned, like, don't do that. Women sometimes want to vent, and they just want you to. Do you have a lot of single friends? Girlfriends? I have a lot of single guy friends. I have more guy friends than girlfriends. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're but more But it's a... just, I think that a lot of girls don't like me because I'm very direct. And um, 
Dude. Well, you're in the club. They think I'm harsh. Yeah. They you're in the harsh. club. Like you're in the you're in the cool club with those one percent men though. But too. they get so mad at me because they're like, well, it's funny because the listen, these girls spend a lot of time on their body, and I appreciate that dedication. It's like a sport. It's an art. But then they'll get mad and they're like, yeah, but you're older and like heavier. Not like that's a bad thing. No, that sounded great. Sounded like you gave me a compliment. I'm old and fat. Why does he like me over you? <laughs> no disrespect. Like, no disrespect. Obviously, you look terrible. Of course, when you say, <laughs> I don't mean to offend, you're going to say something offensive. Yeah. But it's like. That's like I, when you start a sentence with all due respect. Yeah. Something disrespectful is coming. <laughs> like, I don't have a circus mirror at home where I look like different. Like, you guys are giving me like body dysmorphia. But I'm like, yeah, they kind of like a personality. And like, you know, you might want to get a hobby or something mutual, but you don't like, you don't even like this person because you don't even like any of the interests. Like I actually talk about things like I can talk about sports with them or this or that because I enjoy it. Like don't fake it, but then don't get mad that some guys actually see past a blow up doll. Yeah. I don't know how else to say it. Like if that's all you're focused on is your body, that's a doll. They're going to treat you accordingly. But when I tell them the truth, they get mad. I'm like, also at the end of the day too, like, and I'm not yeah. saying with you, I'm not taking anything away from someone that takes care of themselves, physically, anything like it's that. It's a lot of dedication, but also it's also a lot of people like that. Like that's not a unique trait anymore. That's what I mean. I'm like, you're so, if I'm friends with you or even a peripheral friend or acquaintance, there's something about you that I see special. Sure. But when all you're worried about is a guy crying over it and you don't even pick up a hobby or even try to do anything like anything, like just have fun. Do a cartwheel. Do something that makes people laugh. Like, laugh more. Like, just be sincere or authentic in any way. And people respond to that. And as you know, as long as we've talked, the the slogan that we talked about when you first got here that's on your shirt right now, I like it raw. It so much goes that's, with your personality. Thank you, because everybody thinks it's sexual. And I remember the people from IMG are like, no, you're raw. Like, you're raw with emotion. If you're going to cry, you're going to... If you're talking about something well, that's serious to you, I think that's, yeah. that, that's where I, what I'm really taking away from it. It's, is that's like, why a lot of people say I'm a bitch. Know. I'm just warning you. They'll be like, I hate that girl, blah, blah, blah. It's okay. It's ah, But usually but when someone's like, me. that girl's a bitch, like that means that girl told you something about yourself you didn't like. And, and granted, not everybody <laughs> asks my opinion, but sometimes when they're like, I just don't understand why no guys ever like me. Well, you don't give them a chance. You don't go on dates. Like they're not listening when you're naked, by the way. You gotta wait till like you're on a date or before. Like I, I try to explain to girls. I've never heard a woman talk when she was naked. never. They and might it, have, but I've never heard it. I'm like, have you never been around guy Might friends? as well be a dolphin. Do you not have brothers? <laughs> Do you not have a dad that told you? Like, I must have just been really blessed in that situation that I was surrounded by guys that I actually was like, no, honey, no, no. There's a whole like thing. They really did think they liked you in the beginning, and then they did that, and then they realized they didn't. Yeah, it's a real weird chemistry with a guy also it's like when you're like no guys like me like how many guys have there actually been i mean you they're hopefully, for me hopefully no not for you oh for them but i mean when someone's like complaining mm, about that i'm mm, like I'm not, look no I'm sure, like I, mm, i'm sure there's a lot sometimes mm. and that's a problem too like you don't even like them i told this one girl she was crying i'm like wait since i've known you in that's three months you've been in love and heartbroken over five different do you know how hard love is? That's Did you read Shakespeare? It's impossible. Yeah. Love is awful. It's when you're unselfish. Yes. I don't know why everybody wants it because it sounds like a lot of work for me. I'm like, people kill each other. They're doing all this stuff. Like, you're in lust. You really like them. There's no hey, way you even and knew no them. no disrespect, being in lust is fucking sweet. But just own it. But it fades. Yes. <laughs> I've been in lust a lot. I, dude, 
amazing times in my life, great boyfriends, but I know the difference. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I have. Uh, it's it's weird when you realize that you're right. You actually weren't into somebody at all. You just really were into the physical part of it. Yeah. Like you like they they break up with you and you're like, fuck man, this is the she was the best. And then like down the road you're like, I don't even think I liked her. But she did stuff that I really liked. Yeah, that's true. Because there was this guy, and he worked, um, he was in the military, and I thought I was, like, crazy about him, crazy. And we woke up, I was, like, crying. He came back around a year later, because they always come back. I always tell my friends, believe me, if you're any kind of, if they ever liked you at all, they're always going to come back. Because it's hard to find good people, I think. I spent, like, 10 minutes with him. I'm like, he's so annoying. Negative. Like, Yeah, sucks. Passive aggressive. Like, just all this stuff. I'm like, oh, I didn't like him. I liked. Yeah. Yeah. Because you were away. You were in the military. You came home, and that's, you know, we hung out. And mm. that was great for me. Yeah. And then you, like, you know, I was busy bad. with my career. Hey, that's not bad. Yeah. It's not. It We've was all done for that. me. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. It but really, really is. I really just like that. When I was talking to him, I was like, this is, he's a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, I I I remember I remember that in college, after maybe four months, you know, and we weren't even date like I was like we were dating for four, we weren't dating for four months. No, meeting at the bar at midnight, having some belts, and then like going home and having more belts. Yeah, you know that is not dating. You are just near someone with clothes sometimes, and after four months, whatever it, it was done, and I was like, I can't believe it. this fucking this is terrible. Yeah. This is, and then like, I think a year later. Uh, we ran into each other at a bar and uh, like, hey, what's going on? How you doing? This, that. And then after like 20 minutes, I was like, I'm not even saying this to be funny. I actually think you're an idiot. Like, I actually think you are a person you know, that could be classified as a dumb person. You know how bad I felt? Like sometimes <laughs> I fucked up with someone. There was this one guy, God bless his soul. He played baseball. He was a wonderful human being. But then when I saw him again, I was talking to him. I was it was like, Ken Griffey Jr. And, and, I no. called, <laughs> and I called my friend and I was like, Honey, I think like maybe he's special. And she's like, Oh, you finally fell in love. Like he's special. I'm like, nope. No, 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 no. I don't know how to say this. Like, I don't know the politically correct thing, and you guys are younger. I'm like, he might be I think he has a social disorder. I think he has a helmet that says Jesus loved me on it. I think he has a helmet. Like and did I do something wrong? Like, was I like like am I gonna get arrested? Like were they capable of making the decision? Like I Did feel I like, just molest somebody? Like, I feel like this is going to blow up in my face. Oh, my God. I'm like, do I get rid of my phone or just a text? And she's like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. I swear, like, and, but that's how I thought. I was I, like, dude, I did. how was I blinded? I Man, I remember. But you know that. Ca- I remember caving on fights or disagreements where I was just like, I just want to yeah. get to the sex part. Like, like, you want my kidney? Yeah, I don't need it. No. And no, then the next no, thing. No, you are right. That's Quite why I was frankly, sa- no, that girl was hanging all over me. Yeah, it was my mom. But, I mean, she she was out of line. Right. And quite frankly. I should you know never what? talk about I'm her. I'm severing ties. I'm severing. You want to go upstairs? Right. I'll block her. She's blocked. I'm blocking her right blocked. now. Quite frankly, she's been a bitch. <laughs> I didn't realize how toxic she was. Right. Can we get to the naked part? Please gaslight <laughs> me more into this. But it was funny because my brother was even saying, like, Anna, you need like a good 48 hours. Like you are like a guy. Like when I'm on that high, the next day I'm like, I got to buy this guy something. What is he like again? I got to go and buy. Like, And that's like what I'm really trying. Because I'm very feminine, but I'm. it's that high. Yeah. Like that was fun. We've all I got to buy you a cute present, which could 
be prostitution, but like I didn't view it that way. But I was just like, I have to hold off for forty eight hours before I buy major uh, presents. I think of it more as reimbursement. Me, I'm like, I just, I feel like I should do something nice for you. Yeah, like buy you something. And they're like, I think I'm supposed to send you flowers. I'm like, oh, that's cute too, honey. But here's a tag watch. Yeah, I should have just had. I should have invested in tag at the time. We've all done this. We have all all. Thank you done for making this. me feel better. We've all. Everyone's done this. Everyone has done. Everyone's. Everyone has also golf clubs full sets tailor made oh i bought those don't okay. worry wow no, one, no one's ever done that for me yeah but like, but we've all done and then like three months into it you're just banging your head on the table like this person fucking sucks Do you know what's so funny though three months like because i had um a therapist friend and she always told me don't hook up with anybody date them for three months three months is when you really know them because people pretend to be somebody they're yeah, not we're bullshit for the first yeah. three weeks at least yeah and then three months, they can't. She's like, nobody can fake it unless they're a sociopath. So I'm like, well, one way I'd be dead, or I would just know who they are. She's like, yeah, like you're. Yeah, that's, they can't well, fake win, it. Win. <laughs> but think about it. Like for me too, it's either six weeks or three months is the longest. Yeah. Six weeks is like an average. Because my friends are like, I don't want to get attached if he's going to be gone. Yeah. Well, the first date is an interview. Yeah, for sure. The 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 second or third. It's still kind of an interview, and you're also still on tippy toes because you're just like shit. You know, depending on the person, second, third, fourth, we're getting into, we're about to have sex, right? So then, then it's really then awkward. there's a lot of anxiety. Super, like very rarely is the so first time having sex. It's always bad. I tell everybody this, and they never believe me. I'm like, it's always awkward because nobody's doing what they really want to. Yeah, like. Should I offer this suggestion yet? Or maybe like he's gonna be totally freaked out. Or like it's it's a lot of pressure oh, on the man. Yeah. When you get to year four, it's great. Cause then you can be like, here are all the things I never told you I yeah, really thought. That I really like. like. <laughs> but it's always the worst. I'm like, you can't judge somebody on chemistry like that. No, 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 no. Ever. No, no it's not as it's it's there was never a time where I was like, it's bad. I'm still having sex. It's great. Right. But like it's kind of like I feel like pe- both of our rhythms are always off. They were always like like we were both li- we were both listening to a different song at a different tempo right. and we never we never matched up. It's like if you like thin crust pizza, but you get thick crust, you're still gonna eat the deep dish. It's still pizza. It's good. Yeah. It just wasn't what you wanted. Yeah. 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 There's still. I mean, it's still naked people. It's pretty sweet. Who likes deep dish pizza? Too I, much. I've Chicago. Had, too I've much. had it twice. And I, Do you like it? No. I love it. Go the first. The sex. first. The first time I pizza. had. It, yeah, food and sex. Are, yeah, but yep. the it's the the Costanza thing. Um, but like, yeah, I had deep dish pizza two times. The first time I was like, all right, I'm in Chicago, I got to do it. You have to do it. In the Chicago. second time I was just like, why did I do this the second time? I hated it the first time. I thought maybe I just got it wrong. No, it's too much. Too much. It's too much sauce. Way too much. Wait, where's the place Gino's in Chicago that was famous? Yes. Yeah. But yeah. Don't need that. That's too no. much. No, I was like, mm, no. It's like putting like spaghetti in my pizza. Like it's like I, I got it. It's Italian. And I was younger. Now I would think with acid reflux, forget it. I'd be like, Oh, if someone tried to make, I'd be like, one piece I can't. Now, I, I have stuff like, to do tomorrow. Like yeah, I, like, no, I can't. I have to mow the lawn tomorrow. <laughs> I'm trying to suck on these things so my allergies don't cough. They're sours. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, no, they're not my edibles. No, thank God. I'd never leave. They're just like these like sugar-free sours. You know what you have done So if you hear me sucking, that's just like, so I don't cough. Yeah. You have officially become the longest podcast I've ever done. I 
am the champion of the world. And to put that in the context, the one that was the only other one that went over three hours was a man detailing his journey to sobriety. <laughs> oh, well, I would say parallel lives, my problem. Parallel lives. In no way at all. No, it's okay. It's okay. Oh my God, that's so funny. I mean, I'm stay on the path day by day. Day by one day. One day at a time. One day at a time. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. That's another thing I'm so blessed that I never got. Especially in kind of like your industry. Yeah. Oh my God. Big news, people. I have not announced this. I just got my first liquor license. I thought you were going to announce I'm not an alcoholic. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> like was that still up in the air? <laughs> Don't, I'm start Great coughing. news, people! I've been clean for seven days. <laughs> I'm not drinking four hours. Congrats! No, but I, I'm not making fun of that either. I have friends that are alcoholics. You I, just got your liquor license. That's great, dude. I don't even think that should have happened. Like, I think some government agency should have like stepped in and been like, "No." I very much want to be kept apprised as far as what you're going to be offering liquor license. I'm going to ask you for help because you seem to know I'm not a beer person. Okay, you can help me pick stuff, but. Because no I'm, right, I'm right part of the West End, so it's right there. There's nothing on that court. There's lovely winking lizard. I apologize. See, see this is the problem. See, this is what's going to happen. This is where I'm going to start offering you business advice that I shouldn't offer you. No, I asked for it. That's what different. I think you should do. Don't tell me. Like, like beer-wise, I think you should partner with some of the, the local breweries. Okay, there I'm are gonna, so many. What you should do is I came to you. So as a middleman. Done. Has anybody ever watched like 21 Jump Street? You get a percentage by introducing me to these breweries. Done. I there you start, go. I will start this. Dollar, dollar bill. I will start this. I'm not even fucking about. I just, I, cause I do, I love, I love those partnerships. Like the, I, I love going to places where they have like, you know, just kind of like Cleveland stuff. Cleveland's such a beer and yeah. food city. And there's so many good small breweries that are gr Like, again, the first one I would go to would be Noble Beast. I think they're fantastic. And I've never heard of them. See? And, well, they're, they're downtown. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I'm in my own world. Okay. Like, seriously, like, I don't know anything about beer because I don't drink it. Like, it's just I like tequila. I like champagne. Party time. Vodka. But I'm I, just not a beer drinker. I think my opinion, beers from some of the places, some of the local places. And yeah. then I think you get a liquor like a uh, like a cocktail. Obviously, a French 75. I think you got to have an old fashioned. And I think you can have their tequila drinks you can do, too. Yeah. And Tito's already represent like we have a partnership going. Oh, cool! So Perfect. That's a sponsor. I definitely will have Tito's. Nice. I love that. I think it's camera. There's no camera, honey. I can be nice. <laughs> I'm like posing Tito's, but um, it's it's exciting because now it's that's gonna, great. Really I know, is. but it's going to be psychotic too because think of my clients and how they are a mix of people. Yeah. Drunk. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I remember doing athlete parties, which, whoo, they're a lot of fun. But I just want to see how they all mix together. I think it would be very interesting. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> take a, a, a group of unique, eclectic, whatever people. Yeah, as soon as you throw booze in, it just adds another level. Yeah. It's next level. That's pretty exciting, man. Congrats. I think I'm mature enough to handle it. Like, I keep thinking, like, don't use your own supply and don't hook up with clients. Like, I think I'm really mature enough to handle it now. Well, only time will tell. One day at a time. <laughs> we are 
this podcast will sadly end for all the inappropriate things we said. Ah, no, you're not even close. Not even close. I've said some shit. <laughs> That's good. Good. No, we need voices. Go. You Actually, go. you know what? People are saying all sorts of crazy stuff right now. I think I'm good. My lawyer has drilled in my head over and over about contracts I have. Because if you're a woman, this is crazy. I always have to sign a moral clause. Clause. They're like, if we find you do pornography or naked pictures online, we can end the contract. I'm like, do any of the guys have signed this? They're like, no. I'm like, so you think I'm hot? They're like, no. It's a moral clause. That's I'm 100% like, how I would have taken it. Yeah. Like, so you, so you, what you're saying is I'm So you hot. think people would pay to see me naked? And I'm like, do That's you all I think I'm selling pictures of myself naked? If someone's doing it. Everyone else is. It's without my consent <laughs> at the end of the day. Like, do you have these pictures? They're like, no, it's a moral clause. How do they Anna. look? Like, right. Is it <laughs> my head? What filter did you use? On top of a good body, at least. Is that? And they were like, <laughs> my lawyer's like, just shut up and sign. Everything's not a joke. I'm like, it is. That's it why is. I, I yeah. me, if someone's like, you can't do this, I'm like, but you think I could. So what you're saying is I'm hot. So what I you're saying is people do want to see me yeah. naked and would pay. Like this is a fear of you. I'm picking up what you're throwing down. This is a down. complete fear that is written in my contract. Yeah. That's so the only awesome. Re- yes. Whew, I knew it. That's going to be my tagline on my business card. I had to sign a moral clause. What do you think of that? <laughs> That's what a risk I am. I'm morally obligated to keep my clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> and it's I fight it daily. Oh, my God. And you will, too, because I like it raw. Right? <laughs> I pair it right up with that. Like, that poor guy on TV. It was last week this time. Like, when I was, well, when I first came in. And I was like, raw dog for life. He's like, yeah, I'm not touching that. <laughs> and I almost had another great follow-up because I hate when somebody, like, throws me a softball that I know I can knock out of the, like, you know, sometimes they say it. Oh. They have to. How could you not see the double entendre in everything you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, of you know, I got to say something, but then there's a voices in my head. Like, no, no. Oh, I got universal gold in my head. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, I can't say it in this group. It's gold. Here. They're not going to gold. They're not going to, they're not going to find it as funny as I do, but they have to find it a little funny. If we find it hilarious, like there's an Anna in my head laughing hysterically. Like, how can you pass this up? Oh, I can split a room. I can a hundred percent. I can split a room like a presidential election with a comment. Yeah. Like I can, I can divide everybody. <laughs> and then everybody's always like, Anna, what, I said, what I say? They're like, you don't need the... I'm like, well, that wasn't my intent. I thought it was funny. Should have prefaced it. It was a joke. Yeah. Though, Story of my if life. it's obviously a joke and they don't get it, is that really your fault? No. I don't think I, so I, I've started to tell people they have limited capacity. Yeah. And that doesn't go over Why well Why is it either. your fault that someone's too stupid to understand yeah, exactly. the, the complexities of your advanced humor? Uh, I forgot wit is you need intelligence. Yeah. Not slap humor. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I always say very inappropriate things. Even when I met one of the presidents, they were like, "Are you so Chef Anna? Let's take this picture." They're talking to me. They have their arm around, and they're talking, and they're like, "Are you a good president? A good Democrat? Are you a good Democrat?" What would a normal person say? Sure am. Yeah. What did I say? Not in the bedroom. I don't even know if I could do it in the the voice (laughs) I did it, but I was like. Oh, Mr. President, I don't think I'm very good at being good at all. Why? It was hilarious in my head. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole nother story I can never talk about. Wow. But, yeah. You went yeah. Lewinsky. Good for you. No. <laughs> Give me kill. Kill. Oh, was it No. Was it was it no. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, Hillary. Was it Hillary Clinton? No. It was <laughs> fictional 
Maybe it was the president of GM or something. All right, cool. I don't they're gonna get me my clearance ticket. Oh, I just got all my fingerprints. Now I'm in the system. I can't mess up. You know there was. You someone... have to get fingerprinted for a liquor license. Why? Not to cook for certain like presidents or anything. I don't know. I said, "Am I in the system now?" And the lady's wait, looking wait, at me. I'm like, what? "You don't need fingerprints to do a background." They did fingerprints. I think liquor's a big deal. It's brand new to me. I mean, all right. So fingerprint. Well, okay. I know so it's for, a federal. So, so for maybe because it's a federal why. company. That's why. Because so when you're doing like a background check or something like that, yeah. which I assume they did on you when but you. But I've had license. clearance for government, like Quantico's. Yeah, but pretty... when you're, I'll see, but yeah, but their liquor license won't know that until yeah. they actually search. But like when you're doing like a background check, it, it it checks certain things. But like when you're getting fingerprinted, like things like OFAC and like federal, right. and like like like. Fraud, certain things you have to specifically search for that won't come up in a general search. So they were fingerprinting me, and they're like, "Your some of your fingers aren't printing," and I was like, "I don't understand." I ne they're like, "Did you ever try to remove them?" I'm like, "I bet you it's because of my work. A lot of times with the oven, I've always grabbed it because when they were showing it, because it's on a screen. Oh no, no, that, that's a real thing. It wasn't showing up, so they had to put some kind of like lotion or oil on it, and then it showed up. And then I was like, "Wait, I'm in the system." And they're like, what are you worried about? I'm like, look, podcast again. Yeah. What if you got a partial and you match it to me and it's not me? Now I got to keep a journal of where I am 24-7. They were just looking at me like. Oh, yeah, you no, obviously I don't watch enough shows like Bones, but the likelihood is pretty much in your favor. That's not going to happen. Likelihood that I meet any of these people are not in my favor. True. Or yeah. that I've made it this far. So let me tell you, the odds are always going to be in my favor on some level. That's true. Yeah. That's fucked. I could meet somebody in jail, though. I got some lonely hearts in there. A lot of singles. I watch Orange is the New Black. I mean, a lot of people really hooked up It was in jail. good the first couple of seasons, but then it got dark. And it lost me after yeah. two. Like, I couldn't. It stupid. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, it lost me. I, yeah. I, I like all the pretty where, ones. It was like, uh, yeah, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> no, you know who was super to this day? I think it was one of the hottest women on the planet is, uh, I don't know her name on the show. Because who cares? Glasses. Was it the... uh, Diana Guerrero is her real name. She's Scientologist, I think. No, really? Yes, because they were trying to fix her up with Tom Cruise. Ooh. I met that agent. at a That woman is a smoke, smoke show. show. But she was like, no. She was Ooh. like, no to him. That's probably a good idea. He, he pulled a lot, though. Like, if you think about it. Penelope Cruz. Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Kid yeah, but we got to think about it. at this point, like, you know how the story ends. He liked a lot of girls with very masculine features, which was always puzzling. I didn't think Penelope Cruz was masculine. Wait, no, who was his first, she wasn't, uh, but his first wife was. Mimi Rogers was his first wife. How do I know that? Oh, because she, I think, is the one that introduced him to Scientology, actually. She had the jawline. Fuck, yeah. And then uh, Nicole Katie Kidman. Holmes had that. Katie Holmes was, I never saw that. The girl next door. Um, I never saw the looks for that. But she's Toledo, so Ohio. I know. Uh, yeah. It's funny. Uh, I went to John Carroll for college, and there's a decent amount of Toledo people yeah. there. I went back to Toledo with a buddy of mine that was on my floor that we used to party with. And I'm in his house, and uh, I'm like 19 years old. And I'm looking around at all these pictures, and I'm like, damn, that that girl, it's like a prom picture. I'm like, that girl looks like Katie Holmes. He's like, that is Katie Holmes. Shut up. And I'm like, and then it just started hitting me. I'm like, holy shit, she's from Toledo. You went to prom with Katie Holmes? He's like, yeah. Is that crazy? Fuck yeah, it is. It was awesome. 
And then I started asking a bunch of inappropriate questions. Of course. And while you should, for that's some like, reason, I think she asked about all, me. She didn't even know me. That's, <laughs> but that's why she would have a. You have a picture on the wall because of that. Come on. Well, yeah. Or you would hide it. There were no pictures of my right after prom. Give me a fucking break, man. No. And At not all. to toot my own horn, my dates were hot. Yeah. But I'm still not hanging. I'm up at my mom's house. Well, sometimes you have the basement, though. I'm sure. I should start hanging those up now and see what my wife says. That'd be so funny. If I'm just like, she's like, why'd you hang that up? Like, I look great and she looked great. That's a, People need thing. to know I have a track record of hot women. Like I've dated a couple guys that were in music and I remember never make the mistake of telling your significant other. And then the one guy was like, you know what, Anna? There's certain games I can't watch anymore. Now I can't listen to certain music. You've ruined my life. And I was like, you you asked. What music did? Oh. That's a whole nother podcast because you could go. I went to prom with someone that was in a very famous band that's in the Rock Hall. Oh, uh, okay. And yeah, guys, they don't like that. No. But if I want to be with but them. but why? That's early on, though. Now, I understand, like, if you... How about if it was, like, in the last decade? You dated somebody else. Depends was... on the fame of the band during the time frame. Mm, okay. It's the whole, like, kind of, like... Well, at this point, what does it matter? What are you going to do? Yeah. Well, I can't I mean, change it. It's the, well, at least I, I'm honest. I think it's the, yeah, I, I think it's the, so like if you, if you dated, well, let's just go back to MGK. Like within like the last three years, I think I'd be like, oh, really? Fuck. He's been blowing up the last three years. Yeah. For some reason, the level of success and notoriety bothers. Now, if you're like, I dated him in high school, they'd be like, that's cool. Where do you want to go eat? Oh. You see what I'm saying? Not as where he's in his career. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, if you were just like, I dated so-and-so from this band, but we went to college together, no one's going to care about that. Because then, like, people will be like, well, you know, dude, she dated so-and-so. And then my date's like, what? I'm like, well, yeah, we went for a little bit. They're like, you never, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Well, I, I was, and this did happen. I, I uh, when I was probably around 27, 28, I was uh, I was in this band and I was with um, the guitar player and we were out to dinner or out lunch or whatever with his girlfriend and she had her friend come meet us and I think the plan was to hook me up with her so we started talking she was cute mm -hmm. she was you know mildly funny I I really don't remember too much about her but what I do remember about her is that she started bragging about uh. She's like, did you see so-and-so? Like a reality show. I don't remember what Ew. it was. And she's like, uh, yeah, my ex was on there. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't even know the reality show, but I know no one good. It, it was like a C celebrity was on the reality Plus show. It's kind of like. It was it was a singer from. An, I was turned off immediately because one, it was a singer from an 80s hair band. And this girl was. So this guy was probably 43 at the time. So there was a crime committed. Now it's your oh, responsibility yeah, yeah. to. And she, she was probably like maybe 20. So I'm like, so there's a 20 year difference. This guy's obviously not famous anymore and he's gross and he's just, he's a gross, gross. So you dated him for a very shitty reason. Right. I am no longer interested in you. Well, plus, even though we just got started. Plus, like, I never like when guys talk about how many people they've been with. Like, I think it's in poor taste to talk about people like head trophies. Like, I can imagine you oh. first meet somebody and you're like, why are you telling me about my your conquests? 
Like yeah, we're not even also, at that stage where I would want to know about your exes. I'm not even sure I've ever had a conversation with my wife about body count. No, that's, like, it's point, not appropriate. No, it, there's never a time. But if it comes up in your circle, that could be. I was just thinking about you said intimidating. Yeah. Because yeah. I do, I don't know. Well, for us, it's just like, we're way too into this. Like, if it matters at this point, it's, we're fucked. It wouldn't matter, yeah. <laughs> no, if, she love, came out, if she came out and she was like 200, I'd be like, huh, okay, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. And I met you when you were like in your mid-20s. I think so that'd be impossible. That, no. Yeah. Well, I mean. I knew people in college that left college north of 100. Guys and girls. They were gross. But, yeah. I also think. We were talking about like that, like when, uh, whenever I, the thing I see lately now is like a guy walking up to a girl and being interviewing wise on the stream, like does body count matter? I can always tell how high her body count is by her reaction. If she freaks out, if she's like, Oh my God, that shouldn't matter. I'm like you've fucked That's a lot a of thousand. people. Yes. Yeah. You are a dick conquistador. Yeah. And <laughs> you might definitely be the one in three that can't eat peanut butter. Yeah. Like it, you're the one that needs to stop eating peanut yes. butter to cure your herpes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm always like, this guy was like, it was a customer now at my new building, which is so professional. And he was like, I remember you, you're dating so-and-so, but I'm glad I didn't make my move then. And I'm like, I, how do I know you? Also, it's like, like I it met was, you when? Because it was solely up to you, yeah, by the way. Like, too. Exactly. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, you were his friend. I was dating a tennis player that I met and we went out for a while, but it's also proximity, people. I don't source these out. I was an IMG. Think about it. Their Cleveland office is all tennis and golf. So it wasn't that hard to meet somebody. I'm like, you were his friend, but you were married. He's like, well, yeah, that didn't bo that oh. didn't bother me at the time. It was the fact I wasn't going to do that to my boy. Because, of course, I would have just fallen all over. Because I don't even remember meeting you. But in my head, I'm like, I love I, And I've only been at this new location six months. I'm like, Anna, don't piss anybody off. Don't go full Anna. Like, don't go full, Anna. Just try your hardest to just try. And I was trying so hard. And then he's like, but now, I mean, I've been with a lot of girls since then, a lot. And I was like, ew. And he's like, what do you mean, ew? And I'm like, I would like you to be pure like the virgin snow. Like, I, that's dirty to me. He's like, no, I got tested. It was going way too far. Way too far. And I was like, okay, well, I have to stop this. ding dong. If you got tested, it's because you knew you'd been yeah. with too many people. That's why you got tested. Plus, the minute a girl says she doesn't remember meeting you, <laughs> yeah, that's this whole stop. scenario is creepy. Yeah. And he's like, I remember you were. I'm like, this is going way too far. Way too far. And then he got mad because I wasn't, like, so excited. And he said he hopes I move out of the building. I've only been there six months. I understand if I've been there at least a year for you to hate me this much. He hopes I leave the building and I fail. I started laughing because at first I honestly thought it was like a weird joke or maybe because I haven't slept a lot. It was a like dream, but no, he was serious. I was like, this person's cuckoo. I actually take it back. I don't think he's been with a lot of women. No. Do you know how crazy that is? I think that's all. I think that was a lie because he thinks it sounds good to say that. Then you reacted with, Ugh, and then he's like, oh, but I've yeah. been tested. He was just coming up with the next, whatever he could, the next reaction to your reaction to still what he thinks sounds good and yeah. then making sure that he's still like on the level. And then you he, didn't remember me. He goes, I've been with a lot of girls. You're like, gross. And you're like, oh, but I haven't tested. Like, so? Because he's walked by a couple times and I have this big glass thing. And now he's always staring and wave and whatever. And now he just like won't look in. But then today he had the phone. I'm pretty sure I would bet dollars to donuts that there yeah. was nobody on that freaking phone. 
I think he was making like, you know, when you were a kid and you're like nervous and a girl comes over or something, you're, you don't know how to answer the door. You're like, hold on, I'm on the phone. Yeah, come on in. Yeah, no, I'll call you back. There's no one on the other line. It's like a Fisher Price phone. I think he did a Fisher Price. <laughs> I wanted that phone to ring so he'd be shocked by it. Oh, yeah, that'd be amazing. Because he'd pretend like, yeah, I'll be there. And I'm like, like, oh, did the call drop? Oh. <laughs> I saw you out of the corner of my eye pull the phone out. There's no way. Like, that's a, yeah, dude, that's an amazing one. He's, I do. I think that dude lied from the second that he came back from. He's like, yeah. Do you remember me? Like, oh, no, I don't. He goes, oh, well, that's okay. I was going to sleep with you. I decided not to. And then you're like, thank you for saving me. You. He's like, so I just slept with everyone else. Like, that's gross. So oh, gross. well, but I got tested. Like, well, then you got tested because you knew it was gross. And he's like, I got to yeah. go. I hope you move. <laughs> and fail. <laughs> what are you Not even just move, but fail. <laughs> like, now I have an enemy and I'm only six months in. I, all I can hear is my friends at IMG laughing going, you went full Anna, didn't you? You didn't even do it. For the remainder you went of my life, every single time I'm going to be around a girl or a guy that yeah. I think has been ran through a lot. Yeah. I'm just going to, and they're all, I'm only going to understand this joke. You will if you're an earshot. It's so worth it though. I'm just going to be like, you should probably stop eating peanut butter. And my heart I'm will know somehow. I'm just going to say that to people. No, but my heart will know somehow and I'll start laughing. You'll just stop and like, Joe, use that line. It'll be amazing. I'm just going to say that Can to that people please who be I my think epitaph are dirty. Someday. Like, you should stop eating peanut butter. Yeah, truly. I might make that shirt. And, and then, then so, people are going to ask me and I'm going to be like, oh, if you stop eating peanut butter, your herpes goes away. And they're like, that doesn't sound true. I'm One like, in three. It's got to be true. It was on a podcast. Well, I did hear that if you really have a bad case, put Nutella on it. Yeah, if you top it off with Nutella, then sh- it'll never come back. That probably back. takes care of it's chlamydia, too. It's basically a dick do-over. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, it's it's all good. And it tastes really delicious. <laughs> yeah. It's high in protein. Yeah, super. Yeah. We're going to hell. And it matches with it's certain it. outfits. Really good. It goes good with white. Everything. It's a cl- palate cleanser. But I called the guy, and now he's like, in New York, he's like a CFO for a big company. He's like, oh, so nice to hear you. I go, yeah, and uh, no small talk. Do you know this guy? No <laughs> like talk. it was like just like that. And he's like, "Hi, princess. Nothing's changed." And I was like, "No, but he came in and he's like, honey, that's his game." I'm like, "No, no, that really is his game." So you're right. That's what he thought. It was his game. Yeah. Like I think, his, he, I think he thinks he got that mad that, that his game good. was bad. Yeah. And he just kept changing the story to yeah. or altering the story to make it sound better than. In his head, he's like, "This is this is killer." And then you respond, and you're like, "Fuck, that didn't work. Got to alter the game." Yeah. Did you ever talk to an ex, and you really just want to ask him a quick question, but then you have to like go through the courtesy, and I'm like, "Oh, so he's like, well, it's always good to hear from you. How's everything going?" And I'm like, "Oh God, now I got to do this." I I wanted to use you like Google, but now I'm in a cover. I said, "How are you?" And I know you have children. Are they well? I don't know how many. I hope you are happy. Are they in college yet? I didn't know when he was like, Anna, I'm like, well, honey, I don't think I should be following your life. We're friends like on social media, but like, I don't, what do I want to see? The door I never took or like the road less traveled. Like it's not, you don't want me stalking you. I, uh, I saw an ex in the last month. Uh, my wife and I, we went down to, uh, uh, Mahal's. We were going to pins and needles to get there. There's a basement bar down there called pins and needles. Uh-huh. It's a really cool joint. And, um, I walk in right away. I see my ex from college. I have not seen this girl in 15 years. Right. Um, She was nice. I mean, we didn't have a bad falling out. We yeah. just 
or college people that stop talking as it happens. Um, I did not want to talk to her. Not for any reason in particular. I'm like, I just don't. You don't want to get stuck in that. I got nothing in me to kind of BS my way through this. And there's nothing that's going to be productive from it. The best part was she saw me and I can tell she had the same thought. We both kind of saw each other and both were like, I don't want to catch up. And I was like, ironically, I wish we'd stayed in contact now because yeah, you and I have a very cool. similar thought process. Like, I wish we'd stayed in contact to not stay in contact. Right. And we could have a conversation without it. Yeah. I told my wife, I was like, I was someone I went to college with. She just left. She's like, well, who is she? I'm like, well, it was my ex. She goes, well, I want to see who your ex was. I'm like, but that's the thing is that we both decided. Mentally. Non-verbally that. Uh, yeah. We didn't want to catch up. And you know what? I miss her now. <laughs> I love it. But it was so funny. And he's like, everything you'll do is be successful. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Fucking dudes. You're talking a lot of emotional stuff. Oh, I, uh, there's, well. It's, you know, it's just, it is, you always I, find your opposite. Like, it's so funny because it. You just, yeah, yeah. He had hey, a lot of feelings, that's, that's a lot the, of feelings. And then he told me that he doesn't finish as fast as he used to. And I'm like, this whole conversation fuck, has gone so wrong. And how does that organically come up? I think COVID's made people crazy. That's my oh, theory. Oh, yeah, that didn't help. Because you've been home and your wife is your best friend because you're a wise person. You guys married for the right reasons. So many people find out they really don't like their families and kids. Divorces went up during mm-hmm. COVID. Also, so crazy a lot Anna of people are doesn't st- seem so crazy now, anymore. A lot of people are still home now, too. He's still working at home. Everyone is. He that's, said, I'm trying to get out of the house. That's a fucking problem. But it really is kids. a problem. It's a problem. If you are, I, I, I worry for anyone that was that like a young single person, yes. male or female, that when the pandemic hit, you were forced to work from home and now you're constantly working from home. That's a lot of time to spend by yourself. Somebody said that in the cafe the other day and I'm like, oh, you mean like, they're like, well, it's just not really always healthy to have all that free time on the the internet because I'm working at home. And I'm like, oh, your search history. Born. Yeah. I always have to delete it. <laughs> and the, the guy behind him started laughing and I was like, we are brothers right now. Like for the rest of my life, I didn't even say porn. I just said search history and you got it. And the other guy's like, no, I just don't get any work done if I'm watching TV. And I'm like, Oh, that's totally what I meant. Yeah. I also search TV shows. Like, <laughs> what else are you talking about? You can't be around with like, like, and then you go into like the settings and delete, like clear all history. Like who's going to go in there? Ugh. I, as long as I clear the mainframe, right? Like sometimes you go down around a wrong path though. And you're like, I should just destroy this film. Oh yeah. It Not only should that... I just throw it in the lake. <laughs> like I have to make sure that nobody has a bag of rice big enough to even let's because i always see those on shows her last search history my last search history they would have no idea who killed me they would be looking in so many different directions uh you ever like go a while and not the shit that i google because like i'm i'm somebody that will just be sitting there honest be like how many carrots would it take to kill me and i'll google how many carrots does it take to kill i hope she never never gets sick off carrots yeah it's in your search history She's a vegetarian. It's a perfect crime. Oh, you're in trouble. It's a perfect crime. You're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. yeah. But that's the kind of thing that'll happen. Just I keep... Googled, like, does the moon have a core? Are tomatoes racist? Like, these are the things <laughs> that this, that enter my mind. How many times has Dolph Longhorn been married? I Google these things throughout I the day. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well. Also, I never found an answer to any of those. None of them. No. None of them. Tomatoes won't commit to whether or not they're racist or not. And I think Dolph Lundgren's been married twice. <laughs> and that's my life. So I love it. Yeah. I want to say so much, but the Anna inside is like, no, you promised yourself. No more talking about that road you went down. So it's like, that's why I'm pausing. Oh, it is what it is. Yeah, no, fact, I know. What, I, I really want to do like a, I want to, you can just come back and we'll just unload again. John Mellencamp came, came in recently. Really? Dude, of all people that knew about me, I love that I'm supposed to be talking into this, but I like. No, you're fine. But um, he's like, can I get a picture? I'm like, a picture? I didn't have hair and makeup done. Like, I seriously go to work like this. I'm like, dude, I came clean. Early mornings, I hate mornings. For some reason, people downtown want me to be open for breakfast and lunch. And I told everybody when I opened, they're like, what are your hours? I never posted them. I said, variable. And they're like, thought I was being funny. I'm like, no, variable. I don't know. Like, I have trouble waking up sometimes. So then all of a sudden, people are complaining that they wanted me to be there like set hours, like a real business. Nobody's back to work all the time. So it's really not that unusual that I wouldn't want to do that. So, uh, yeah, I roll out of bed. I have to go to work now by 8 a.m. Ooh. So I'm not one of those girls that wake up and do their hair and makeup and everything. So when people ask for pictures, I'm like, fuck. So then um, he said he wanted a picture, asked for a picture. Immediately out of my mouth and his bodyguard's there. Like, he almost knows like there's like a degenerate like code or something that they're like my person my person she's gets it i was like wait a minute you're not gonna sell my picture to like some person in japan for bukkake or something and he's like oh you're exactly what everybody says but i have to dissect this how did you put that all together i'm like they do that i've googled it do you know what they do they bury the girls up to their neck and he's like i i don't even know if i want this in my memory well, I'm like, Google it. You're in it now, Cougar. Google it. Is my head <laughs> going to be on these people's bodies? Yeah. That's my first interaction with someone. Well, I mean, not just someone. It's John Cougar Mellencamp. Little Diddy. About Jack and Darren. In Japan. Oh, shit. Buried to your neck in sand. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I would record that with you. And then when he walked away, I was like, oh, that probably wasn't good, huh? Oh, really? I thought you were like, he walked away and you're like, fucking nailed it again. No, I was, there's always that person that like, I think I'm funny. And then I was like, I don't think I have to call my lawyer. No, that wasn't too bad. There's no cameras, just picture. At least you have a lawyer to call. I, I say shit like that. That's it. I'm done. Anna <laughs> out. Anna out. Thanks again for coming in. I appreciate it. And walking Of course, thanks for having this. me. Honey, first of all, it's 1110. I know. It's like a fucking oh, school night. Oh, shit, I got another wife mad at me. Do you understand this is my life? Oh, my wife already texted me. She's like, make Who? sure you take out the trash. <laughs> that was it. She's fine. I love it. Yeah. I hope my bunnies that are okay. So thank you again. Out. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. I appreciate you. Everyone check you. out Anna. Follow. And that's it. <laughs>